it's a new app, man. It's going to be, nice. oh, it's totally going to be something different. Nice. Um, it's kind of an emergency app. You know, you're in the bathroom and you uh, perhaps don't have the TP uh, near you and you need to get some delivery to you. You hit this app and, um, and a crew of uh, delivery elves bring it to you. Like any kind of toilet paper you want, basically, they just roll right it up and pretty well, much, I mean, you, know, you could call it roll it up. You could call it like roll right up or roll it up. Yeah, well, exactly. Genius. Yes. It, it, yeah, it, how many times have you been sitting there and you're like, I'm out of toilet? Like maybe there's some on the other side of the house or whatever else, but that doesn't help. I mean, like it's suppose it's your new hot girlfriend. Do you really want to call her to smell what you just created? Like, I mean, no. how long so would it be could, like a five minutes or less delivery service? Because I feel like if you're in the bathroom for like 15, 20 minutes, you know, they're going to suspect like, you know, you just have doing heroin or something, right? Like well, uh, it would have to be like a five minutes or less service. Yeah, exactly. We will. That's always what I assume. Like whenever someone's in the bathroom for too long, I just assume they're a heroin junkie. Honestly, me too. Me too. You wouldn't want that. You know what I mean? So we um, learned. We learned not to be long. But if you see someone get up and go like ten times, they either have a really bad bladder or they're doing drugs, or they haven't been using that new toilet delivery service. Toilet is it a toilet delivery service or just a toilet paper delivery service? Because what if you're like in need in the middle of? what if they could roll up to and you? They could with bring a, a toilet too. Well, right? I mean, perhaps you that's the, later. Like you're at Times Square and you're like, dude, I gotta go. <laughs> bring me one of them blue ones. <laughs> <laughs> do you get a do you get a preference of color? That would be the best. The that might that might interfere with the five minutes or less. I don't know, like a pink toilet or a green one or a blue one. Well, perhaps if they were like launched from a central position somewhere, like that we I had like. like missile launchers that launch these. How about drone bombs? toilets? How about drone yeah. toilets delivered? Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Star Trek. Obviously, uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> that was pretty good. Drone <laughs> toilets. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're uh, watching uh, my apologies. Oh, wait to start. Uh, well, <laughs> wait to start. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Uh, welcome to the show. If you guys are new to the show, uh, sit back, relax, chill out. If you are over the age of 21, if you're over the age of 21, if you're an adult, basically, in other words, uh, you're welcome on the show. And, uh, chill out, hang back, uh, check your ice cube uh, situation, check your uh, I don't know, rolling papers, whatever else situation, check your toilet paper situation for what it's worth. Now that you realize it's a big problem, uh, you don't want to be you don't want to be caught without. Right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. If, on the other hand, cheers, uh, Richard. What's going on, my friend? Uh, if you are, on the other hand, under the age of 21, we have uh, different news for you. We have a story. We like, to we like to basically tell a warm and inviting story. And, Wes, you're back just in time for the story. Smash ah, has been doing some really, really great apprenticing, honestly, with oh, like, has he? rhyming and everything. Like, full-on, like, poetry. Full-on rhyming. So, what? Oh, man. He did. What did he do? Oh, my Lord. I can't uh, even Twinkle, Twinkle, that. Little Star yesterday. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It was, it was it, good. It was oh, good. It was pretty the, good. The boys and girls, I think, enjoyed it. We didn't get a chance to ask them, you know, because of... Well, you, gotta tell honest, them to go. you guys got to go. You got to go. He's, he he <laughs> kind of ripped the band-aid off there. Oh, yeah, God damn, he's all harmonized. It's all music and now and stuff, man. It's, it's, oh, it's, man. It's like, hard to beat. Smash, one more time, are. man. One more time again with feeling. <laughs> Hold on, the dab got me. West, you me, me, me. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Get That's it. Story time this uh, evening, boys and girls, was uh, free form. If there's any stragglers in the back, you're under the age of 21. You're welcome to come back when you are over the age of 21. A week over the age of 21. Two weeks over the age of 21. A month, maybe, over the age of 21. That'll work perfectly. You're, we welcome back. We'll be like, oh, yay, we'll throw you a party. 
It won't really throw you a party, but we'll be like, oh, yay, confetti, imaginary confetti. Just imagine confetti falling from the sky. It'd be awesome. I could totally get like a little bit of confetti and then drop it. And you guys would think I was dropping just like mountains of confetti. I'm going to get on that. I'm going to totally <laughs> get the producers for the show to, to send me What's confetti that guy from. That guy that know. used to shoot the confetti everywhere. Right. That would be I get that cannon. I like that. Yep. All right. We're going to have to figure out a confetti cannon. Uh, Gallagher, maybe with the watermelons. We're going to have to hire water. Maybe he's retired. I wonder if Gallagher wants to come out of retirement and smash a watermelon on camera. I realize that has nothing to do with confetti, but anyway, we're, we're, we're working on it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the show. This is actually Weed and Whiskey Wednesday, so I hope you guys have some uh, whiskey yeah, uh, about you. Uh, I'm going to be drinking, I think, mostly, uh, I think I'm going to polish off a little bit of this uh, small batch Tennessee bourbon. I don't actually know how they got away with calling it bourbon, but... Uh, it's actually Kirkland, you know, it's one of those house brands, but you know, I've been enjoying it. It's really nice. Uh, you'll see how much I've been enjoying it because actually the bottle is not nearly as full as it should be. Uh, anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope bottle. you guys have something, right? Uh, I hope you guys have something to uh, enjoy with us. Uh, also, of course, uh, weed. Let me see here. I'm going to have to roll something up here in a moment. Uh, if you guys are new to the show, if you're like, oh, what's the story here? Uh, you know, most of the shows here on this channel are basically meant to be, you know, kind of a chill, uh, easy vibe, you know, nice conversation place. I like to say we take the weed seriously because we do take the weed pretty seriously. But we don't take ourselves too seriously. You know what I mean? So uh, we come here, we relax, we chill out. We have uh, nice, friendly conversations and everybody's welcome. Basically, everybody's welcome as long as they're here not to have a fight, not to be a dipshit, not to be a douchebag, you know, not to troll. So uh, pretty much you know, chill folks that are welcome to come in and you know act civilized. Or, or willing to come in and act civilized, you guys are totally welcome to, to come and join us and have a puff and you know, have a drink and whatever else. Uh, you know, ask some, some questions, for example. You know, I like to say sometimes we might have an answer. We might, we might be able to look it up for you. Uh, let's see here. You know, show off your garden. You know, we don't have nearly enough people showing off their garden. It'd be really fun, honestly, to see your guys' gardens. If you guys are in, you know, obviously legal places, we don't want you, don't want you to get in trouble. But if you're in a legal place, you know, maybe a newly legal place or anything else, come show off your garden, man. You know, uh, uh, if you've had a problem, if you've been looking at something, you're like, fuck, I can't figure it out. Bring it on, man. we got some uh, experience with uh, both growers uh, on the panel as well as in the audience. So uh, I'm sure we can figure out something to take a look. We can at least give you the wrong answer. We can we can for sure give you the wrong answer. We can promise you that. We can promise you to give you both the wrong answer and our attempt at a right answer. We're going to try to do that. Yes. After all, that, folks, I have a... PhD in bro science. I don't know if you guys there are we go. There we go. Yeah. I'm yeah. working on the PhD. I'm doing the postgraduate fellowship in bro science. Yes. It's, uh, very, very heavy on the broing. Yeah. Uh, you got to say a lot of bro, bro, bro. Anyway, uh, that wasn't nearly as fun. Yeah, a few dudes in there, too. A couple dudes. Dude, a little bit. Yeah. Dude, man. Broheem. Uh, oh, bro, dude, you're Everyone doing it all wrong, bro. Bra. Everyone saw a bra as well. Uh, I've taken to calling females, uh, like if I'm trying to joke around, I'm like, hey, bro. And I basically want to say like, you know, it's, it's a woman. I'm not going to call her bro. So I call her bra. I, to me, it seems funny, but it might not be. You know what I mean? It, it might be like calling someone a jock strap. So I, I have I have yet to actually ask somebody, do you find this funny? I am amused by it, but I haven't really. Have, you know what I mean? It's, now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably not I nearly feel as like funny as I think it is. Well, I feel like the right ones will find it funny, and so, case but there's a right. Yeah, it's very case dependent. Yeah. You probably wouldn't call like former prime minister of uh, uh, Germany Angela Merkel, bra. Probably not. That would not fly well. I, I, I probably would. Bra is something you wear, bra. I mean, uh, she might be into it. You never know. She's retired now. She might be on vacation, hanging out. She might puff a lot of weed. You never know either. Wouldn't it be stunning to find out that a lot of like world leaders actually just puff just just heroic amounts of Chiba. 
it would you be mean interesting. Like Ob- Obama was still in the Chew Gang when he was in the right, uh, White right. House. Like he was like, "Yo, Secret Dude, Service, I got I got to I got to step out on the roof here and take right. a hit right where Willie Nelson took that hit." Dude, Snoop yeah. comes over maybe, Steve and they're, they're about to play like one of their basketball games. Like, dude, you got to get loosey goosey before that. Snoop was the other person who smoked at the White House. He did it in the toilet, though. <laughs> I mean, it counts. It counts, man. I, the, you know, most of the time on, on airplanes, they don't actually like when they do the the three mile or the mile high club or whatever. They're not boning right. in the mile. You know what I mean? Because that would be like a federal crime. And everything. Wow, 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 wow. You try it in the bathroom, which is you know kind of weird and everything else. Yeah, that's supposed to take it to the bathroom. It counts. Damn. It counts, man. I mean, uh, it depends on your swagger, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It depends on how well you bribe the waiter or the steward. Does it count if you're by yourself? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think that's the half mile club. I'm not really sure. Chub, I, mean, I don't have anything, uh, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, I need to put out a link here for folks to join us. Uh, let's see here. Where's the goddamn link? Here we go. Uh, I don't know why I'm talking like that, but I guess I'm narrating it to myself, folks. If you guys would like to uh, not listen to me narrate stuff, but rather just kind of listen to this show in a podcasting platform kind of way, no. that's the stupidest way I've ever said that. But anyway, if you guys would like to listen into the show, for example, while you're working or I don't do, doing something with your hands, uh, I used to joke maybe you're a professional strangler or whatever, but uh, uh, perhaps you're a florist or a sculptor or a potter or anything else. Uh, or also, obviously, uh, cheers, Greeny Houdini. What's going on? Uh, p- perhaps you are a professional uh, whale trainer. I don't know that sounded funnier in my head. That doesn't make any sense at all. Why would you be training something? Maybe throwing fish. That's probably what you're doing. You're throwing fish to the whale and you're listening to us in the meantime. That's just the dumbest uh, possible story. Okay, you know what? If you're, that, tra- gonna... if you're a whale trainer and you work at SeaWorld, stop listening to us. That's kind of, like, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. that's not chill at all, man. Like, honestly, those poor know. whales, dude. What if you no. were What if you were training whales to actualize themselves in the ocean? Cheers, okay. Captain 420. What if you were training whales to self-actualize their true whatever, their true selves? <laughs> Well, I mean, that really would be, be that'd be great, but that, that's not what they're doing. They're 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 like, okay, Shamu, I'm not jump. talking about this. We got this little kiddie like pool a, here. You jump, <laughs> jump right, in this gonna, kiddie pool. Swim, yeah, swim, gonna, little Shamu. <laughs> we're gonna avoid no, the the whale let's training. Let's just say those whales have fought back at SeaWorld. Dude, I don't blame like, him. Holy shit. If you were a fucking incredibly intelligent to take, like there's never been a, a documented case of a killer whale attacking a human being in the wild. Never, ever, ever. And there's been multiple uh, incidents where the killer whales have actually assisted human beings as if they know that human beings are intelligent and so on and so forth. Is they're the weirdest fucking creatures. They're super, super goddamn smart. Uh, they used to, what was it? There was a whole bay that for like a hundred years, they basically would round up all the whales into this bay so that the whalers, kind of a tragic story for the whales, but they would uh, round up a bunch of gray whales into a cove and the whalers would just slaughter these whales en masse. And the only payment they would give the killer whales was the tongues and the killer whales would do that. And every single year they would come back and do it. It's kind of a weird story, right? But I mean, it shows the the, the cooperation, right? There's been stories with dolphins like that. Yeah, dolphins in South America that help help the fishermen fish. Yeah, yeah, but dolphins have been trained for fucking like military use. Are you thinking about that one? uh, What is it? The uh, the beluga whale that's swimming around in uh, the Baltic Sea. It's It's actually like like turning people's cell phones and stuff. Have you heard about that one though? It's like a Russian. It did, yeah, it's in Russia, I think, or something like that. Vladimir, the beluga whale. <laughs> you return cell phones and spies on you. He uh, returns cell phones and we 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 rape him for his car. He returns cell phones and steals your woman. 
Uh, ladies Mine and is gentlemen, welcome to the show. Isn't caviar? Uh, yes. What was I going to say? Go listen to us uh, for this and other silliness over on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Chromecast, not Chromecast, the fuck is it called? Uh, Google Podcasts, all that kind of stuff. Uh, your favorite stuff and things, ladies and gentlemen, of uh, podcast variety. Uh, go look up Chrome, not Chrome. Don't look, I was going to say Chrome Dome or something. No, don't look at that up. Uh, look up Chronic Table. That's the name that we're uh, going by. I'll these post days. Chronic Table. Second. Oh, cheers, Daddy. Thank you very much. Uh, what was I going to say? We're on a bunch of different ones. I was just uh, trying to figure out if we were on. Uh, 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 shoot, I can't remember the name of it right now. I guess that doesn't help because I don't remember the name of it. Anyway, we were apparently like somehow glitching on this one podcasting platform, and I think I fixed it, but I can't remember the name of it right now. So that's not very helpful. I realize. Anyway. Guys, go uh, like, share, and subscribe if you can to the podcast. Uh, it'll be great. Uh, if you can, possibly leave a review, mm. honestly. Uh, it really helps uh, to, uh, at least they say, I don't know that for sure, but everyone always says that it really helps to, to uh, have some reviews. It seems logical because every time that I've looked for something, I look for reviews to see if it's good. You know, So if you enjoy the show, if you think it's worthwhile and enjoyable and everything else, please, uh, it would be very helpful if you guys would leave a review. And you know, honestly, tell your friends. Uh, let's see here. Don't forget, folks, the Fumi's photo contest. You guys have about uh, 10 days left, something like nine, 10 days left. Uh, we're going to cut the, the votes, I think, on the 29th, I think it was. Thanks, guys, for showing the, the page. Please go follow Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. You have to follow to be eligible. And then uh, create a new post if you can. With some except exceptions, I might allow some some posts. I've, I've got a, a, somebody in my DMs right now saying, hey, man, you know, I live in the the butthole of, you know, such and such places. Uh, it would be a little bit disadvantageous for me to post pictures. Could you possibly post a picture for me? I'll think about it because uh, that'll be like an anonymous picture. I don't know how to really give that person credit. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be like a. I don't even know. I don't, I, I don't even know. Maybe like just a, a, a community post or something. I don't know. I have to figure that out. If you guys have an idea for like people who would prefer to be unnamed, maybe a nickname post. And I'll just, you know, maybe I could just do that. have to keep track of it. Well, I mean, I'll, I, I can just honestly say on the post, I can say, hey, submitted by, uh, we'll call him Nick or something. You know what I mean? We'll just make up a name and uh, submitted by a grower who goes by blah, blah, blah. And then people could vote on it or not. Maybe we'll just do that. I was overthinking it. I'll just do that. I'll just use a pseudonym posted by so-and-so. And I'll use the same pseudonym for that person. You know, whoever it is. I just use, yeah, I'd prefer one, not to do it that way. Yeah, I'd really prefer not to do that way. But if we have to, uh, we have to. So, folks, if you've been avoiding uh, uh, posting because of that or something, you know, please let me know. Open chat. There we go. Uh, cheers, by the Maybe way. Maybe <clears throat> we should have a prohibition contest only. It's kind of fun. That's what uh, I mean. Would the, or maybe just it probably uh, shouldn't because then people, someone would assume yeah. that basically encouraging illegal behavior. Yeah, but we might right. say you're like right. uh, we could Fair say enough. like uh, uh, underground spirit, uh, the celebrating the mm. underground spirit, maybe something red like state that. riot. Because we obviously would never encourage. Uh, by the way, this show, folks, is for en education and entertainment pur purposes only. Uh, educational <laughs> yes. and entertainment purposes only. We would never, obviously, uh, uh, encourage any kind of illegal behavior. Uh, we would never encourage you to break your laws. Uh, please do follow your local laws. This is actually not a joke. Please do follow your local laws because I, I would really prefer not to hear somebody get, you know, their door pounded in or I mean, just some random shit. You know, the stuff you heard about with, with uh, uh, you know, the stuff that can happen. So please follow your local rules, folks. And, uh, uh, you know, if, if you can't do something legally, hopefully watch this show. Maybe talk to people until it becomes legal and hopefully it will where you are. Uh, anyway, uh, cheers to any uh, special branch. What's going on, buddy? Uh, Bingle Labarney in the house. Cheers. Uh, Mike Stonic Skier. I almost called you Spear. I don't even know what that is. A, a Spearer. 
maybe Mike's atomic spear. Holy shit, an atomic spear would be incredible. Uh, Claude, what's going on, Claude? Uh, Lars, cheers, everybody. Let's see here. What am I forgetting? Oh, I'm forgetting for you guys to go take a look at uh, Fumidoro.com before we uh, move on to this delightful discussion that we always have, which is pretty much uh, us uh, BSing about weed and stuff and things. Please go take a look at Fumidoro.com as soon as I actually can manage to open up this freaking website. Be very grateful if you guys uh, would go and take a look. Oh, sorry. Just uh, your hash picture there. Uh, smash. Sorry about that. Take a look at uh, the guarantee. The guarantee is uh, customer satisfaction, pretty much, above all. Uh, you guys should have a smile on your face after making a purchase, basically, on Fumidora.com. So if you don't have a smile on your face, please let me know, and I will uh, do anything that I can to rectify the situation and give you a smile on your face. Uh, so contact us. The easiest way to contact us is over here. Uh, in the near future, I'm going to be updating this, uh, hopefully tonight, honestly, after the show. I might be drunk, candidly, but... Uh, Maybe tomorrow I'm going to be updating this. I do now have uh, Discord, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. If you if you use Discord, if you enjoy Discord, you're welcome to join us over at uh, uh, Fumidoro over on Discord. So please go search that. I'm going to be posting a, a link to that in a second. And, of course, posting it on the page here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, there was uh, people always say sometimes like, oh, what the, 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 how do you say that without sounding like a douche? All right. There are every once in a while people who say like, hey, could I contribute without, for example, you know, leaving my name or basically like, you know, leaving any kind of like notice of my existence because, you know, it's, it's fucking weed stuff. So I opened up, uh, I think it's called buy me a coffee or something. So I have to post that link. I just, I did it a couple of days ago and I haven't really set it up too well. But anyway, there is technically a way over on uh, Fumidoro if you look it up to, I guess, anonymously, basically just like buy me a coffee. Literally, that sounds kind of funny, I guess. Wait, I want to do Americano that. Americano with a, yeah, right? Americano with a the little splash, just a tiny, I like tiny, tiny, tiny a splash lot. of cream. Right? Fucking who doesn't like coffee? Heathen. I <laughs> don't. Hey, do you love coffee, man. What are you not talking about? Not at all. No, coffee. not me. You love coffee. You are lying. Uh, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, uh, go take a look at, uh, I forgot that I was still sharing this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, go take a look at, for example, the Wessinger Swindle. Perhaps you didn't know yeah, was here because you're like, oh my God, I was, you know, he wasn't here for a couple of days. He was kidnapped, he was, man. He was kidnapped man, by the freaking, the, 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 I don't know. The, the, Interpol. That's it. Wales. Wanted. Uh, on a steel horse he rides man uh go take a look at this uh, west engine swindle my friends you can pick up three packs basically of any combo of uh, dread persephone lime river rose black prince ruby thousand one nights or gawain for special price basically that's uh, 30 seats and uh, you'll get uh, a freebie with each one basically of bedrock boogie no sorry not bedrock boogie silago the bat Someone did point out that this is basically bat the bat because Murcielago in in, in uh, uh, Spanish is bat, but whatever. That's kind of part of the joke. It, it doesn't really matter anymore. But uh, it was basically, to my mind, it was a funny joke way back when. Uh, go take a look, my friends, at uh, Thousand One Nights. I think you might enjoy that. In fact, I'm going to be puffing Thousand One Nights here in a second. Black Prince Ruby. I've been saying for a while now. You're actually going to hear from Thousand. I don't know why I keep saying. Oh, you're not going to hear from Thousand One. You're totally going to hear more from a Thousand One Nights, actually. But I keep saying because I'm just so fond of that strawberry. You're going to hear a lot more from Black Prince Ruby. I think you guys are going to see and hear uh, quite a bit more from it. Of course, you know you never know how you could always get hit by a tsunami or something, right? So you can't promise people. But I'm pretty sure you guys are going to hear a lot more from uh, Black Prince Ruby. I've been really enjoying it. Really enjoying the high, really enjoying the the colors and the flavors and the terps. It's, just, it's been a delight to grow. It's been a delight to see the old mom again, honestly, because uh, for kind of dumb reasons, I honestly like 
basically willingly let the mom go. And I've regretted it ever since. You know, I promised a friend a clone and this and that and the timing that I ended up flowering a plant. And, you know, some of you know how that, that kind of stuff goes. And basically, I ended up watching the plant, you know, walk out the door, essentially. And I could have stopped at any time. So it's, it's really nice to, to, to have her back uh, in, uh, honestly, a better form because it's a little bit more vigorous, a little bit more uh, uh, stable. As I said, that sometimes she had this kind of viney uh, pattern. So anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, go take a look. You can buy, of course, individual packs or uh, triple packs. For example, you might have a hankering for Morgana. There are a lot of people who do. You guys have seen her colors and seen us get all goofy from, you know, smoking a little bit and be like, what were I talking about? That's the Morgana effect, my friends. Giggly and uh, you lose track of what you were talking about. Anyway, perhaps you perhaps you would like uh, 30 packs or not 30 packs. Maybe you would like 30 packs. If you perhaps you'd like three packs of Morgana, go take a look, friends. Uh, there are a couple of discount coupons. Uh, what are they right now? If you want 13% off, because it's spooky. Ooh, ooh. It's Hocus Pocus. Uh, if you want 14% off, basically want to save the full 14% off, go use the coupon, coupon code BRAINS. Uh, B-R-A-I-N-Z. Not an S, but Z at the end. Or also Bikinis for Siberia. Uh, I think also Birkenstock is still active for 14% off. So, my friends, uh, go take a look at that. Uh, uh, it was a joke. I ended up not even buying the, the Birkenstocks, and now it's like winter time, and I'm like, I'm probably not going to buy it. But it was like a joke because I was buying, I was looking at them, and for the longest time, I thought Birkenstocks were like just totally stupid. And then I don't know, maybe you get old or something, and I was like, I think it would be kind of funny. I, I, I need some Birkenstocks. I need me some Birkenstocks. And Wes Engine was like, No, man, no, you don't. <laughs> I mean, if you want to date yourself like that, I mean, sure, right. go for it. You Birkenstocks. <laughs> are crocs but everyone wears crocs like oh man i don't wear crocs i don't wear crocs i wouldn't got caught dead in crocs crocs are also terrible because they're goddamn comfortable like at home when no one can see you but the thing is you can see yourself and you look like a clown like i used to wear crocs around the house and you just you look like such a fucking clown you got like wheel mode in them stuff (laughs) you know what they say about crocs they're great till you look down (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> uh, cheers, uh, by the way i guess uh, i've been babbling this whole time cheers d what's going on my friend speaking of brains what's new my uh, buddy brain what's going on panel going on chat i got here some lovely morgana not trying to push nice. the emotional thing anymore but take yourself up to morgana from humidoro.com because it's some dope shit Right on, Especially like the different green ones of the uh, purple one and there's sour cherry green one. Really good. I got all three, I think. Nice. Anyways, I'm smoking on that. And I'm smoking on some Gorilla Gas. And I got some ice stuff climbing something I can't think of the name of. And I think that's about it. Cheers, everybody. What's going on, Smash? Oh, nothing. I'm just hanging out, man. Um, been kind of busy with the new ebay business and stuff <laughs> truck nuts for your crock <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah you man. should get those if you, if you wear crocs <laughs> if you work in a restaurant get and those they, for they your chef chains, they you. swing they're swinging truck nuts for your crocs <laughs> that's the fucking funniest thing and they glow the dark <laughs> glow the dark truck nuts for your crocs i know that's the funny thing if you wanted to like a rave or something, they just have glowing balls behind you. Right. 
Um, no, I'm just hanging out, man. Yeah, I've been busy with my eBay store and stuff. And got another garden started with a bunch of different stuff. Um, feminized seeds specifically going right now. Um, cutting down auto flowers. That's about it, I think. If you're looking for cards, I'm going to start doing <clears throat> baseball, basketball. I'm going to probably do most trading cards at this point. Magic, Pokemon. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, if you like cards, you I I don't have any personally, but I do have access to a good collection. I was just um, being a nerd. Oh, and I can just be a nerd too. Yeah, I do have access to them if you want to buy them. <laughs> um. No. No bullshit. If you're interested in cards, just hit me up. That's really my thing. I really love it. Um. I'm at the post office every day sending out just cards from eBay and stuff. Um. Smash Cannabis 2.0, Instagram. I don't really do anything special. Hopefully, mm-hmm. once I get to like 500 followers, I'll do a giveaway. Um, something. So once I get back up there, I'll do something cool when I get to like five and a thousand. But yeah. So yeah, small, follow me on Instagram. Other than that, Wes finally is back, and I'm excited to see Wes. I got taken by the Yeti. Interpol. Interpol, man. Uh-huh. Big up Smash, big up Seymour, big up D, big up Captain 420, um, Mr. Marduper, big up. I uh, hope everybody's well. Hope everybody's ready for the most interactive and intoxicating show in cannabis. Uh, yeah, let's uh, get into it. How about you, Captain 420? How are you doing today? I'm doing great tonight. How are you doing, Wes? Smash, D, Fumidor, Mr. Marduper, E there. Good seeing you over uh, on another Took show cap. before here. Take it around. Always yeah. I see you, Cap. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> so we got a little bit of headband tonight and a little bit of uh, Cincinnati distilling bourbon. Small batch is what we'll be drinking on tonight, and they're what we have been drinking on tonight. (laughs) Grayson, if you're not kidding, hit me up. I really, let's talk. I play cards, man. That's my nerd. That's like the real nerd in me, and I'm making profit from it. So you're muted, you. (laughs) What is a Porygon? Um, It's a Pokemon. Okay, is it like, I don't know, Polygon with Porta? Kind of. Just has the dumbest. I don't know, por- Porygon. <laughs> porridge, like a hexagon made of porridge. I don't even know. Uh, it's probably super cool. I don't mean to make fun of it. Uh, up and able. Cheers, buddy. Uh, let's I, see who's uh, next. Uh, Mark Duber, what's going on, man? Welcome. Oh, hello. What are you guys um, up to tonight? Chat's got to pick something for me to drink, though. That's exciting. Uh, what uh, do you have? The regions of Scotland represented, or are you just pretty much? Uh, yes, I have every every region. You have and, every uh, region of Scotland represented. Yeah. Uh, all right, space side. Right on. I got a couple Fine. of space. What the uh, fuck. Kragalaki. That's a nice thirteen-year-old space side. All right, I'm, I'm appointing you honorary captain of freaking weed and whiskey I'm Wednesday. Losing my headies. Let's see. Do I have another space side right here? No, I probably gotta go on the other side of the wall for this way. But damn, he's got the bar though. I mean, I remember, I don't really have the bar I'm anymore. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. 
Honestly, I got weed all over though. I like that. That's the best feeling too. That's true. We might have more weed. Yeah. Yeah, he has a lot of weed though. Yeah. He's down in California too, so he's probably like we got more weed. Tomatine, uh, which is yeah. a I like the first one allegedly, we but it is not truly. Same with McAllen. McAllen's also truly a space side. I got a couple of different McAllens here. Double and well, triple. Dude, we defer to you, man. Crack one. No, no, I'm asking chat, like, man. Chat's got a oh. pick. Chat, go for it, ladies and gentlemen. Or honestly, you don't even have to. You don't even have to do space. Pull up. You could pull go, up, uh, put a poll up. You give me your give me your uh, your top three and uh, put a poll there, Jimmy. There's another space side. There's an old Pultani. Three poll. <laughs> no, dang it. No end poll. <laughs> no. What else is new, Marduber? Uh, my chat is glitching here for a second. Yes or no? To... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I might have to do this. <laughs> Everybody says no. Right. They said no. <laughs> don't do it. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, what else? Fashion coffee pot. I do have a Campbelltown. I have a nice long row. It's a Springbank long row. Campbelltown. Campbelltown's a hard one to, to dig up. There's a there, there's somebody who knows their Scotch regions. Yeah, I have a I have a few islas. I got a few uh, highlands. I got a few islands. I got a few space sides, but only one Campbelltown. That was a hard one to dig up. So I I go to like me and my buddy usually go once a week. Because he picks up menthol cigarettes, and I just kind of go for the ride. Um, at a state, and we go to like a state liquor store in New Hampshire, and you look at like they have so many scotches. It's like I wouldn't even know where to start if I like scotch. So the poll is up, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, options <laughs> are uh, Space Side, Schmay Side, Isla. The or Isla, the peatier the better. Drink some dolphin dolphin water, you freaking heathen. Or bourbon. And your mama's on the pool. Oh yeah. <laughs> I should. I do have a bourbon in case of emergency. You see, I figured. I'm uh, speaking of bourbon. I'm going to be drinking a little bit of bourbon from. Uh, mine is not nearly as fancy, but it did win 91 points somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere. Yes. somewhere, somewhere. At some yeah. point, someone gave it 91 points. No, Whiskey uh, Advocate actually gave it 91 points. So. And I, it's so good that I have honestly drank the bulk of the bottle. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be having some uh, small batch bourbon. I hope you guys are having something good as well. Uh, this is really nice, actually. Really tasty and um, spicy. Let's see here. I'm going to be uh, yeah, drinking. Two minutes. Bit. By two the way, uh, reminder for everybody, you guys are supposed to be home and not drinking and driving. That's uh, something that people have to remember. Uh, weed is something we can kind of, you know, joke around sometimes, but, uh, or sometimes we do joke around. With know your limits stuff, but, uh, with the weed. Know your limits with weed. Honestly, that's very important because some people can't. In California, they don't mess around. You see. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, know, know what you're doing with uh, weed. Honestly, you should be at home, honestly, with weed too. Uh, but especially with alcohol, we all know how bad that can be. So, no drinking and driving, uh, but uh, make sure to roll up a you know, perfect time to have a joint rolled up. We started late, so hopefully everyone's home and relaxing. I hate um, to tell you, Marduber, but uh, the dolphin water is kind of leading. Yeah, man. I voted for that. Yeah. Did, you, did you vote for the That's dolphin 40. water? 
We're about to take a nice fat dab of some cherry pie. You always count on the chances. To pick wisely, basically. If it falls dolphin water, then I'm going to go with uh, probably what Buddy Kilowatt's suggesting. Oh. What is Buddy Kilowatt suggesting? Let me see. I haven't seen it. Um, one the most expensive. Me. Drink the one that costs the most. Uh, <laughs> what about if it was a gift uh, from um, your long-lost uncle who is no longer with us, and every time you drink it, you remember of... Uh, as they'd say in the old country, every bottle of scotch is a gift. <laughs> Do they? Nice. Yeah, man. That's all the road me say the same thing. Every bottle's the gift. It's and they're meant to be used. Don't 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 be that guy with the dusty old bottle that's just been sitting there for twenty years. That shit ain't no good anyway. That's my, true, honestly. Like, a lot of people have been saving this stuff, from, don't they? from our Duber to come visit for twenty odd years. <laughs> drink it and think of me cheers everyone cheers folks oh. cheers everybody Dab oh. done. I was pointing at my clock for the world's wondering clock's uh, behind the computer still, what are you uh, what are you uh, drinking and puffing on uh, Captain Number 20 oh he said headband then he has that yeah, I'm puffing on some headband I picked up in Michigan. It's got a nice sweet taste to it. I like headband, man. Is it I like blueberry headband specifically, I guess. But uh it's got a nice lasting long mild effect with uh a nice uplifting feeling to it. And uh, the Cincinnati Distilling Company, that's a nice, uh, smooth bourbon there. As everybody can tell, I'm all red in the face. I've been sitting here <laughs> coughing out this fucker. Is it, is it, what, what proof is it? Uh, 90, 92. Yeah, that's why anything that's like over 40, you know, that's why I, I hate stuff that's like small batch, but then it's like 80 proof. You're like, Come on, man. That's not small batch. Small batch, you don't water it down to get to 80 proof. You leave it whatever proof it came out at good. <laughs> 92, 94, 96. I think I have one that's 100, but most of mine are in that. This has been a long time, honestly, since I've talked about this kind of stuff. The old cask strength bottles and stuff. So, uh, Marty, were you a fan of buying cask strength whenever you can? Oh, yeah. Almost everything I've got is cast strength. I have a few that are, you know, production stuff that aren't like Dalmore. My Dalmore's not cast strength. That's a that's a Dalmore thing. Yes, no, I don't know what you're talking about. So you should be a that's little. That's the more funnest specific. part about well, it. Like, when, when, all uh, of a sudden, out of nowhere, the the Wheat and Whiskey Wednesday actually got whiskeyish. That's pretty fucking hilarious to me. Well, you uh, you threatened that yesterday. You no, uh, here with all my whiskeys and whiskey tell us knowledge. a little bit about it, uh, Marduber, because <laughs> it's uh, a lot of people are interested in this kind of stuff, and very few people know a lot about it. Cask strength is the strength that the liquors comes out of the cask at literally that smashed. I mean, it's, it's unadulterated. Usually most producers will literally water the the liquor down to come to the approved, you know, 80 proof, 40% because a lot of places regulate that. However, small batch stuff is exempt. I mean, if you're a a imported high end bottle, you can get away with because there's not a million of them out there floating around. Though some counties are real strict on that, you literally have to go somewhere else to go buy yourself a bottle that's over forty percent. 
yeah. at least in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite? Uh, uh, do you have a favorite region or a favorite flavor in uh, Scotch or bourbon or whiskey or any of these kind of drinks, uh, Marty? Um, I I believe in yeah, going for your your like uh, your genotype. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely a uh, whiskey and rye guy. Bourbon is okay. I'm not so a big wait, fan wait, wait. of vodkas or, or or rums. Rums. I have a. I have a. You know, here there's, there's one that. Uh, let's see, I just popped that one open. We didn't even show that one. I have uh, a Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve that was aged in rum casks. That's as close to rum as I'll get. I'm actually a big vodka fan. And people say you can't taste the difference in different vodkas. That's what I'm saying, though. If, you, you can. if you're of Eastern European descent, you probably should. I am a from I am from Eastern European descent. <laughs> I out drink every Russian you send at me. I they've tried. I swear to you, they've tried. Uh, literally, like the old freaking Tito thing. Like uh, they kept sending assassins. He's like, uh, you keep sending assassins to me. I'm going to send one to Moscow, and I won't need a second. Like keep sending drinkers to out drink. This is not something to be proud of, really, honestly. But in my younger days, we'll put it that way. Oh me, uh, oh. there's no difference in fucking vodka. It's either smoother <laughs> or less smooth. There are some really good vodkas, actually. I finally found, I've talked about this before, and this is a perfect uh, example to talk about it. There's one really good vodka company that I know of. There's there's a couple more. There's a couple more in the world, and they are really small batch vodka producers. But the one that I was thinking about that I've talked about before on this show was. Uh, Vodka Rachiburski, I think, is what it's fucking called. Let's see here. I'm gonna look it up because you guys are like, the fuck did he just say? And fucking what is he making fun of us? I go. No, it's what? actually uh It's a. Yeah, why company. do you make fun of us, comrade? I have I one of those. Of you. Is it? Good. Is it smooth? Like uh, vodka either gets smoother or less. That's why these are good. Like uh, less. <laughs> that's like the difference in vodka. It's either really like easy to drink or it tastes like rubbing alcohol. Well, that's the thing. Once you rubbing, alcohol. That rubbing alcohol, there really isn't all that much of a difference. So that's what I said. Like uh, a real Nostoyevsky, they'll fucking drink like uh, Russian standard. Basically, they'll, they'll it's from St. Petersburg. I think it's distilled there, and it's just it's pretty much like a decent vodka. It's been like kind of like quintuple filtered or whatever else, and it costs like I don't even know less than thirty bucks for a big old bottle. You know what I mean? And that's I mean, if you see like Russians drinking full on with the sardines and everything else, they'll be drinking that. You know what I mean? And they're not—they're not going to spend like fifty dollars for a bottle of Chopin or anything else, unless they're trying to impress their friends. So this vodka, on the other hand, if you guys ever in your entire lives have any way to put this in your mouth, do it. Uh, it's one of the most delightful experiences I've had in my entire life, and I'm not even exaggerating this. Uh, these guys are from where is this in Poland? Uh, Raczyburz, basically. It was a little town fucking in Poland. Uh, and as far as I know, this might have been a little bit of a tourist thing, but as far as I know, there's one bar in Krakow, in a really hip uh, neighborhood in Krakow, that sells these guys' as vodkas, and they are fucking amazing. They're fruit vodkas, but they're actual fruit vodkas, evidently distilled like a vodka, and they're like dabbing fruit, basically. So in, in the sense that like a good dab is like I don't even know, just taking like a, like a, like an injection into your face of that flower of the, the, the best essences of that flower. This is the same thing. Like basically taking a freaking injection in your face of pear or what is this? Uh, the, I guess a citron. Uh, we don't really have those here, but a pear, uh, what else? Um, black cherry, 
uh, all kinds of different things in here. So, uh, uh, a plum. Dude, it was so fucking good. Like uh, uh, I, I sat there and nerded out basically the, the bartender and she she and I were just taking shots. She was like, do you like this? And she was like, well, try more, try more, try more. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't one of those things where I had to pay. Like she was just nerding out on freaking, uh, kind of like we nerd out on, on weed. She was nerding out on, on amazing boxes. Is that a coffee one? Spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to try the coffee one, but uh, Bro, as far as I know, all for, of them are made for some white Russians. And <laughs> Nothing would make like a better Dude, white Russian than a like Russia, well, Polish, you. you know, coffee liqueur. That shit was unreal. It was fucking unreal. Uh, oh, so I guess you can actually buy it. You know, it's been a few years since I tried it, so you can actually buy it if you play Granted, they're all in fucking Poland. <laughs> but if you're from Poland, four counties in this, Poland, right? Dude, I would I would honestly fly to Poland for that vodka. It's that good. Like seriously. So if you can if you can write this down, uh, look it up. It was fucking spectacular. Uh, and you know, there's probably some other ones too. Like actually, Poland is magnificent for vodka, right? Uh, they're arguably arguably they're better than Russia. You know, and the Russians would be like the fuck, comrade. Uh, but you know those two kind of places would basically argue for for you know who has the best vodka, uh, but they both probably have uh, small producers. You know what I mean? So for example, in Poland, they have this uh, what's it called uh, bison style, and they have a couple different brands of it, and they basically flavor the vodka with a blade of grass that these uh, the only endemic European bison, like they're they're basically bison, kind of like we used to have, but we actually still have. But they have bison. The only place that they're still wild is right in, in Poland, basically. They've been hunted to extinction everywhere else. And the bison like to chew on this one grass. This one grass has this kind of particular flavor. And they put it in the, the vodka, and it gives it kind of this uh, lightly cinnamon uh, uh, flavor. It's really good, actually. But other than that, man, vodka is usually just clear liquor that you just pour down your throat and get drunk, fucking drunk. You know what I mean? And so, for example, Russians, they'll basically, they'll have uh, uh, salty foods or whatever else, or cherries or whatever, or a, a glass bread. of like juice, you know, a little freaking glass of speaking of like plum juice, black bread, shit like that. And basically, as soon as they pound the shot, they freaking put some flavor in their mouth to, to you know, get the, the, the burn, the sting, and actually put something tasty in their face. So, Here's uh, the, I, I have to push back. Like, everybody, you know, oh, yeah. I was saying this yesterday, you know, don't get offended if you fucking love vodka. I'm not going to insult your personal style of life or whatever. Like, go ahead and enjoy vodka. But uh, I don't think that it's like this uh, luxurious, amazing product, kind of like scotches. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. I don't think it is either. I, I, I like it because it's easier to mix, but like the smoothest one I've ever had. It was such an odd thing. Like I've tried Grey Goose. I tried Belvia, all those fucking nice brands and the smoothest vodka for like 30 bucks for, I think it was seven fifty. Um, I guess a company licensed Ed Hardy's name from in France or something. And they like imported it over. It's like, I don't know, Ed Hardy, but it's pretty good. Don't, Judge a book by its cover. <laughs> or a bottle by Ed Hardy. I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's better than it's Grey Goose. Well, I don't want your goddamn forty socks. Get out of here. <laughs> it's better than Grey Goose. I, Some love hate shit on the bottle. <laughs> nah, it actually looks kind of cool. That's why I bought it. And then I tried it, and I was like, this actually isn't that bad. I thought it was going to be shit, but I just wanted the bottle because it's like a. Here, I'll show you. It's like a oh. fancy bottle. Captain's here tonight. You guys can you guys can do your ceremony. Somebody was calling out the fact that I forgot my wrench. 
I forgot the wrench. Did Captain 420 forget the wrench? Or did uh... Well, no. You said I couldn't have one until Captain was here because he does the nighting. Uh... Oh, wait. I do the nighting, but maybe both oh, of you guys needed it. Now I uh, vaguely remember it. All right. So put your name in the chat. There were a couple people. All right. Who's in the chat right now? Because the freaking poll. By the way, everyone wants to drink uh, uh, dolphin water. Uh, 41 <laughs> votes. If dolphin uh, water is what it is, I'm going to go with the. Uh, <laughs> The dolphin water choice, which is going to be Lagavulin. the favorite, the favorite of the lock picking lawyer, which is Lagavulin sixteen. And actually, you were asking if there was a favorite like region or what have you, and I would have to say Iowa, and that's yeah, Laga. And there, uh, well, there, like well, the saltiness, I would say, and the the less peaty. Some of the best Islas have, I think, less heavy peat and smoke flavors. And more fruit, caramel, and salt notes, which are like ones that I like. I don't like a yeah. really skanky, peaty, smoky. <laughs> not necessarily. Sometimes I do, and, and then not to say that there aren't ones that are, but, but usually they have that kind of like greasy flavor. What's a like a the Talisker? That's an island one that's like a, from a different island, not Isla, and like it has a kind of greasy. It's that it's the house. have a way better palate because like I have a hard time like with alcohol specifically to pick out like different notes. I I that's, have part of that's the glass, like Fumi was talking about. If you have a good like tasting nosing glass, whether it's just a like yeah, an I just smell cup alcohol or like, it's, it's it's like I can just it just smells like alcohol to me. I don't all of it smells kind of the same, just burns my nose a little. Yeah, I think that's that's what the 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 specifically the Glen Cairn glass is good at is driving the scent kind of up towards your nose without giving you that alcohol vapors. You know, instead of just getting a wolf of alcohol, you get that kind of you swish it around and you get the it goes up the sides and then kind of like pushes the the swirl pushes it up. That's nice. I, this lager's got a real nice caramely. Hmm. I like it. I can like getting better with the weed note wise. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I, this, I, stopped, it's, I stopped drinking, so it doesn't really like. It's the same kind of uh, palate thing: smoking pot or tasting cheese, or. I think it's a little easier though, because you don't have the alcohol to abstract your view at all. Hmm. Uh, when you guys are talking about, when all of us are talking about, I'm, I'm kind of speaking as devil's advocate here for a moment. Uh, when you guys are talking <laughs> about, you hear, you smell notes of uh, bananas or caramel or uh, salt. You taste saltiness or whatever. What are you talking about? Are you making it up? You know, I've heard this before that people talk about with wine and everything else. They just start laughing like, oh, notes of sherry and cognac and vanilla and noodles and whatever else. Uh, or are you actually tasting those things? Or for example, when you taste weed or anything else, are you actually perceiving those things or are you kind of making it up? Well, it's not Bigfoot's dick. What if the schizophrenics all agreed that the sky is purple? Because reality is what we agree it is. So if we all agree that different strains taste different, there's different a conspiracy theory different. that the Greeks didn't have a word for blue, and therefore the the color <laughs> blue didn't exist for Greeks until like two thousand years ago. And so, what color was the sky for them? Uh, Azul, uh, green, something or other. I think Some kind a, of shade green. Of green. I can't remember. Like, for example, they would call the ocean the wine-colored ocean. Do you Why think they... the wine-colored? Does not wine have a word for blue. <laughs> but there's anyway, not even wine-colored. Moving back to you, Marty. No, that's that's great. That's that's exactly what I was saying, though. Is that you know 
the, to answer your question, it's it's what we agree on. If if people keep making strains that taste different, and whiskeys that taste different, and wines that taste different, I mean, that's do they though? People will will say, "Hey, man, I, I taste like I was talking about, you know, red and white wines." They say, "Hey, um, you know, I've tasted all these red wines, and they taste like red wine, and I taste all these white wines, and they taste like white wine, or I taste weed." I'll taste like weed. What are you talking about when you talk about uh, notes of cinnamon and ginger and cloves and strawberry and whatever else? What are you talking about? My question would be, do these people also eat it like McDonald's? <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be uh, argumentative. I was trying to play devil's advocate because I think a lot of people don't. Um, I heard somebody the other day actually just making fun of. Uh, in fact, I'll be less specific because I don't want to have anyone know what I'm talking about. Uh, somebody was talking about weed in a certain way and then started laughing when they basically noticed that someone was talking about there's some flavors in this weed. Da, da, da. And I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh, that's kind of odd that that person's laughing. I think they're laughing about the fact that this person is describing the the weed that they're smoking. You know what I mean? And I, that, that was normal to me. But then I realized like, there are some people who just don't, first of all, don't approach it that way. But then second of all, they don't have, I think, um, they don't have a language or understanding for the thing. I'm going to back up some, apparently it's already uh, uh, getting a little buzz from the alcohol. It's kind of funny. Uh, I remember a number of years ago, I went on um, a little like, uh, 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 I don't know, a trip with friends, basically up to somebody's cabin. And one of the friends was like a wine expert, basically, like an actual honest to God uh, Sommelier. I think sommelier and also oh, yeah, like wine yeah. merchant and everything. So they basically had a bag of like a bottle filler, a bag filled with bottles of wine, pretty much. You know what I mean? Kind of like we would bring just all the good weed. That person brought all the good wine and then they knew how to talk about it. And it was a really interesting experience because all of us at the time, this was actually quite a while ago. So all of us were fairly young. Most of us didn't have a very good uh, appreciation for wine because, you know, wine's on the expensive side for alcohol. Uh, so most of us didn't know, oh, this tastes like walnuts or this tastes like whatever else. But he let us uh, sit down. I think they were almost all whites, basically, or even all whites. And he actually would tell us, oh, so by the way, so what you're tasting is such and such. And as we were sitting there, he wasn't kind of leading us down the road, but he was like, what are you kind of tasting? What are you kind of tasting? And people would say like, oh, a little bit. This one is different than that one. And he would say, yeah, yeah. Are you are you perceiving a certain kind of like a vegetal note or whatever? And there's no way of getting around a little bit of suggestion there. But he was basically leading us to understand a little bit more about the kind of um, the grammar of wine flavors. And I guess I've been thinking about that for a number of years now. Like what is it about certain things that lend themselves to taste? Um, I'm fucking babbling a little bit. Uh, uh, for example, everyone knows what food tastes, not everyone. Uh, some people don't taste food very well. Right. But a lot of people know what food tastes like. Right. So they'll taste, they know what uh, pancakes taste like, or they know what butter tastes like because they eat every day. I think one of the things that, that uh, separates it is you literally eat food every day from childhood. And so you know what's exactly how like. you know I was going to respond to like. this query. You know what Paris tastes like. makes perfect, just like growing. And that's basically the, yeah, I'm simplifying this now because I realize I'm like talking like a freaking weirdo. Uh, you don't have the experience, for example, with wine that you do with pancakes. You know what I mean? Like even a little kid has had pancakes probably three or 400 times in their life. You know what I mean? Like a 10 year old kid hundreds of times in their lives has already had pancakes, maple syrup, whatever. So if you're like, which kind that's of maple honestly, syrup do you like? And a little the, kid will know the difference. You know what I mean? Because they've had it. That's honestly one of the first meals I ever learned to cook. You see what I mean? So you would you would know. You'd know, okay, this is how you do it. This is how you like it. This is how your friends like it. Every time your friend comes over and, oh, this is the thing I know how to do. Now you know how to make it a little bit different for your buddy or your buddy doesn't like maple syrup, but you do or on and on and on and on. So you become like this maple syrup expert or pancake expert. I've just used that's, that as an example. Well, there can be some maple syrup. Eggs. 
there could be some cultural things there too, because like you said, the amount of experience you have it, you were talking with the other day about uh, how in Europe it's normal for younger kids to have a glass of wine Mm. or beer with dinner. It's not uncommon. And in a lot of cultures, that's not uncommon to like, you know, get kids into, you know, experiencing those kinds of adult things in moderation, even as, you know, children and maybe folks that have more experience throughout their lifetime with things like that have a better pre, I mean, certainly you, you've traveled to Europe and had some truck with Europeans. Would you say that they have a better uh, association with wines and, you know, things like that in general, just because of, and you know, they're a little more picky about what beer they look at you and be like, you're drinking that tourist beer. I mean, you know, it depends on the region, right? You know, so for example, what on probably the West side of the Rhine, it's going to be all wine drinkers and, or maybe a, Actually, I don't even know. But anyway, there's a lot of Germans drink wine. A lot of drink Germans drink uh, beer. Yeah, that's the and point. So a lot of those, yeah, and so a lot of those, those the, uh, even the the wine drinking parts of, of Germany, they would know quite a bit about wine, even like from childhood, like they probably had it with dinner uh, with their parents, whatever else. Uh, same thing with beer. They would know what a vice beer is and a fucking uh, a bites and whatever else, you know, like this is part of their life. Um, but yeah, I guess like the French, the Italians and so forth, they know about wine from a fairly early age and you're right too like now that i'm thinking about it they have like uh um depends on how americanized the family was oh they're not gonna be americanized in france that's for sure well no no i'm saying like my dad came over from italy <laughs> like oh, I he you. had that culture and like yeah I, I by the time you grew up that wasn't like a part there. Of thing. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it wasn't like uh the dinner have wine it was like uh Super, super, gotcha. super special occasion. Gotcha. Yeah, there's this whole American thing now where it's like the opposite, where like nobody drinks anything. Yeah, I, I, I know that from my childhood. Like, <gasps> and I think it's because my dad and my mom, my mom's American, I guess we would say. Like, well, so America has a history of temperance. I mean, that's kind of excess and then temperance and then excess again and then temperance again yeah Yeah, it's really it's really bizarre they like to do bad stuff and then chastise themselves for it yeah oh that was bad we were were naughty my grandfather always my on my mother's side my grandfather always told me we were we were indian native american and I, i asked him i sat down one day and i said so specifically what and he was like i he's like we're blackfoot i'm like wait and then he told me a whole story and every, I don't remember everything. He had like, this is a big thing. So I might be Native American. I kind of wanted to figure it out. That like They have, they have a bullet up here. Uh, slash. Oh yeah, it looked like yeah, black I, I got really interested yeah. in it when he told me and I was really into Indians growing up and stuff like Cherokees and like I did a lot of projects on them during school. If I had to do a project that like doing it on the Native, like Native Americans. I By the way, uh, Marduber, you better be drinking the uh, dolphin water because uh, that was yeah, the dolphin water. Dolphin Lagavulin. water won by fifty percent. Lagavulin. Bourbon or get the fuck out. The most, the most expensive one. So most places keep Lagavulin in a cabinet under lock and key or up on the high, high shelf behind the. I mean, if you've been to a place, fuming you know, like where they sell lagu, is it like? Placed directly on the shelves, or is it the usually ten? Kind of, is is uh, or the eight or whatever it is the, the sixteen, the, the normal one. The sixteen is more expensive. The sixteen is like a couple hundred bucks or whatever. I can't remember. So oh, yeah. no wait, the sixteen is a, a about a hundred and twenty. So that one's not locked up, but the one that is uh, like two hundred, three hundred bucks. That one is usually locked up. Yeah. So a bar set up where 
there's a whole science to like setting up a bar and the visual eyes to bottles and they always put the higher price stuff up higher because it seems more important and you're paying for a better you get and the lighting great usually, use, man they they made the bottle big so they would have to put it on the top shelf mm. yep. literally the guy made the bottle especially made the bottle so they wouldn't yeah. fit anywhere except for the and top that's shelf. where the term top shelf booze comes from it's <laughs> like the, the big big weird unwieldy import bottles that were strange shaped and had to be put on the top shelves well the trick comes is connecting Genie, I know my dad was from Italy. Like that was I know that much. But my mom's side is kind of where everything got lost. Like I don't know anything. Well, let me uh redirect topic here. If you're looking for some high quality cannabis, like the stuff here. High quality H2O. No, this is high quality cannabis. This is some Lime River Rose brought to you by Fumino Seco. Yes. Know that guy. I happen to know that. Yeah, I think you can find it here over on uh, FumadoroSeedCo.com, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Wes Engine, what's the most popular coupon these days? Is it bikinis for Siberia? Uh, I, I Laser Snake. Everybody's raving laser about snake. Laser Snake. Laser Snake. I get a better, I think Laser Snake's only 12% off, though. But if you'd like to save 12% off, please use Laser Snake. <laughs> uh, 13% off, Hocus Pocus. Brains will get you 14% off. I guess choose wisely. There I are think no there might answers. be a secret one. There is a secret one, actually. Uh, you're supposed honestly, to leave clues. Like one we're supposed to. Like, yeah, now that I think about it. We're supposed. To, I was Yo saying we're going to do something. Maybe we should do that. Uh, so, by the way, check I'm out. I'm telling you, three. we should. We should do something anyway. cryptic on your website together. Well, like me and you, like we'll all sit down and be like, "What kind of puzzle could we do for this clue?" That'd be fun, <laughs> like a riddle or a puzzle. And every yeah. month, there's a new riddle Dimitri or a puzzle. Or... Riddle like, me this. Actually, and like it's it. just like a letter. It's not like we can do letters or, or like, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Then the FBI will think we're like passing out cryptic key codes or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they'll try to win something too. That'd be kind of funny. Um, Dude, Mark, Mark follows the DEA. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. <laughs> Bro, I was, I was literally at my attorney's office because I got that upcoming court Agent shit uh, today. And I was just thinking, like, how swanky my attorney's office is. I was like, you know, mm. This guy's got, like, a pond, like, a lake with what? ducks and shit out front. Like, oh, yeah, he's, like, in a big, like, in the Xerox building or whatever, you know. Got a, got a floor to himself. Fifth floor. So it's not his ducks. It's the ducks he shares with Xerox. Yeah, the ducks he rented. Yeah, yeah. He oh, shares yeah. custody like, with Xerox. You know, the marble foyers and the freaking, like, you know, big buildings like that. That's Those aren't cheap rent. Most lawyers don't own their property. I mean, I've actually, I had one really good lawyer. I think his office was in his house. Oh, yeah. It was like a sign thing. It was a super nice house. I've been really told nice. I should take the bar and then I'd be a lawyer who did business out of nowhere. I thought about like, listen, Just randomly take the bar. I thought about doing it. Cause like you can be like, I've, I've, there's people that have gotten in trouble before being <coughs> lawyers. You know what I mean? It's not. It's legal. There's no trouble. Like you can anybody, anybody can go and pay. I think in California it's like seven hundred dollars. <coughs> it's administered twice a year, January and July, and you just go and you pay and you take the bar. But you gotta if you don't take the in like California or New York, Massachusetts, then you may have to go take it again somewhere else when you move. If you move, that's why those kind of three states are the preferred bar test. It's like states. a realtor license. Well, yeah, the, the credentials are higher in certain 
states. And so if you pass the bar in California or in, in yeah, Massachusetts yeah. or New York, then you're qualified to like okay. pretty much everywhere else. But if you took the bar in like, you know, Ohio, you may have to come take it again when you come to California or Massachusetts or they may have I thought about state. it. Like it would be cool to be like a can like do cannabis stuff. Honestly, like but then like I don't know. I just wouldn't want to be in a courtroom at the yeah, same yeah, time. Who, yeah, who wants to spend their day fucking arguing with assholes in a courtroom? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially about something I love. I can go to a grassroots festival or something and just. I think that's probably why I get told I'd be good at it is because I'm the type of guy who likes arguing with assholes. I was thinking about me and Timmy yeah. last night in that freaking Fred Astaire Ginger Rogers moment we had. Who was Ginger Rogers? <laughs> yeah, that's the what? good question. I don't know. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm secure. We want. No one knows my gardens. We were talking, yeah, salts and soils, and we we're like tomato, tomato. Let's call the whole thing up. Yeah, red and ginger. I Sorry, am I am care. I being old? I tell <laughs> no, I'm people, looking for something. Go ahead, <laughs> Mark. I tell people all the time. I don't give a fuck how you grow. I'll just tell you. I've done it. I've done synthetic. And I went back to organics because I like the weed better. My personal yeah. opinion. Yeah. And and of, of anyone with taste buds, yes, they would uh, tend to agree with you. Uh, was See, in, I'm, uh, not, the, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like that. Captain Four Twenty was an Eagles. Eagles. I let West do shit talking for me. Somebody That's was right. there saying they wanted to master all the forms. Like I don't know, like the Avatar or something. They want to learn all the different types of cultivation. Yeah, you know, that's really the best way, at least to oh, me too. To understand other everything. growers is to like work your way through all those and learn all the like the avatar. You gotta learn all the different skills. The only and ones yeah, I, I, I really have. miss spending a thousand dollars that I don't need to spend. I really well, miss. I that. like. I like honestly. I think it's cool water roots and stuff. I like that stuff. I think it's beautiful. Um. I want it like I my dream is aquaponics someday like that like have a little fish thing going but I would love to learn the only thing I haven't ever tried is like aeroponics and I've done DWC oh and like anybody's nutrient film technique no I've never anyone done drained a waste I was thinking I would almost start I was like that just seems way too much man Drain to waste is the best way you're going to do it if you're doing uh, hydroponics, I think. Yeah. yeah. Or or there's drain to amend recirculate as well. There are people who will take that waste and either run it through an RO system if you're big time and, and just use all your wastewater. Just RO it again. Run it through a filter, run it through an RO, run it back into the top end of the system. So there really isn't any waste. It's just a... That's why the Dutch hate that term. Oh, shit. That's kind of cool. I can switch from my computer right to my phone for zoom it literally yeah. i just i just opened zoom up and it says in progress fumidor and it knows i'm on my computer want to switch mm-hmm. zoom knows if you if you're top or bottom what if you're a powered bottom or a power top Dude, it shut down. Oh my. Ain't nothing wrong with being a power bottle. Oh, it's, again. it's like being a salt grower. It's okay. Uh, you're still, and you're still spicy me. about that. What the shit? Holy cow. You're still spicy about that. 
No, that's uh, for anyone who's just tuning in, uh, Marduber was uh, he was a little spicy yesterday because I said that organic has better uh, taste, just flat out. If you mean, I'm and I wasn't all mealy mouth. I wasn't like, oh, sometimes in my opinion, I was just like flat out. Organic wheat has better flavor. Just that's it. That's oh, I'm glad I didn't need needs. to be here to. My point was uh, obviously expressed. You well see, West Engine, you missed out. <laughs> no, I, I I agree with you guys. That's why I kind I stay out of it, but I agree that it does because. I don't know. I just tried. I tried synthetics, and I didn't like it. I don't disagree, but I feel that we should stop using the word soil and switch to medium to respect those aquaponics and non-soil growers. <laughs> you guys, all the, all the cool kids are using are using dual root zone aquaponics these days, anyway. Okay. So, and that's oh a, that's a, so they that use soil. Well, and it's still a medium, though. Soil is a medium. <laughs> So yo, and so is cocoa. So why do they call it a soilless medium? Like it's still a medium because it's not actually soil. It's, it's soil, yeah, I guess. Similar yeah. as like soil adjacent or whatever. Fumy, mm. a good holding product. This is what I got for fifty bucks, dude. Yeah, let me spotlight it. Turn your phone. Oh yeah, hold on. Armington blend, huh? Or Stonington? Yeah. Is that Stonington? Yeah, can't too bad. What like one, two, three, four, five, six. It's not bad. And then two bags of lobster compost. Nice. And they gave me dry amendment uh of the same stuff that's in the soil. And then they gave me some worm castings. I've heard good things about Costamine. Well, yo, 50 bucks though, you guys. You know, this is kind of why I use this stuff and it's soil and I like it. Well, I think that was probably the friend's price, though, wasn't it? Yes, of course, of course, of course. Because honestly, thinking about like, um, oh, do you build a soil? That would have been easily over a hundred bucks. If it was uh, like nectar, because I said before I use like the nectar for soil. They don't really have anything that's this comparable soil because theirs is not amended really that much. Uh, That's kind of why I like it. It basically doesn't have anything in it. So then I would still have to go get worm compost or worm castings, which I would do, which honestly I would think would be better. But just talking about like price, if I wanted to get like, you said six bags of soil. So I think the bags are about the same, like one and a half cubic feet, something like that. So it would cost me like 80 bucks, I want to say, because I think it's like 14 bucks per bag. So somewhere in the neighborhood of 85 bucks or something for uh, the soil. And then I'd have to add uh, the worm castings. That would actually only be about, 30 bucks but we're still at like 120 bucks so he gave you a really nice price actually and then the yeah, amendments so will probably be another 20 30 bucks the big bag is a 1.5 cubic foot uh the soil is 1.5 cubic feet the lobster compost the two bags is the uh one cubic foot so the soil is 30 if you go to a store the soil is like 30 bucks normally here uh the lobster compost 20 where i'm casting's 15 amendment Fifteen ninety nine, I think, on their website. So it gave me a decent deal, and I got it right from, like, I went, I went all the way to Maine to get it, and he drove it down three hours from the factory. That's so, sweet. Wow, awesome! It was cool. I I just like the experience. They're cool people, uh, and give me a killer deal, and I can't beat it. I mean, not too shabby, dude. Seriously, 60 bucks, not too bad. I mean, how do I put this? Um, 
you would still be better off like if you were buying more you know what i mean like if you went to like a bulk place or whatever else but the thing is you're not you know what i mean like this is something i always try to remind people like it's not always the right choice to go to a place that concentrates first of all not everyone has concentrates only we really have concentrates over here but you know like farm stores or ag, ag stores whatever you know that kind of stuff you could buy a 50 pound bag of gypsum or whatever but then you'd have to have like six different bags of 50 pound bags of gypsum and this and that and the other things and sometimes it makes sense just to buy a couple of bags of soil yeah especially for this next one like it's it's, it's gonna last me a little while and i was saying before too like uh, now that you have that soil like if you want to do it you can do it however you want but if you do like a living soil that soil will stay there and you will actually like make like how do i put this it'll become better over time you know what i mean it's like an investment as, a, as opposed to just a like a line item purchase. Can you get, can, is this focusing on this thing? This is that line. weird one. Let me see if I can go. put it down real quick and turn up the screen so I can see too. This is the weird one I was talking about last night. Uh, remind us, and of course, not wow. everyone's listening from last night. What was the story? I don't know. It's just kind of, Growing funky, it's got little white dots on it, but it's it looks oh, like yeah, those white dots or something. What's the story there? Turn your phone, by the way, could you? <laughs> what are you new? There you go. Well, I don't have my holder down here. I'm over here. My uh, head kicked left. Can you move the the plant closer to the light? Because it's shadow right now. Let me shut the fan down. Oh, well, I made it saying uh, meteors from Haley's Comet tonight. Oh, shit. Cheers, Ginger Ninja. How's it going? It's the only one because all these are the same. Coffee Pot is saying it's cheaper to soil yourself versus buying it. I saw that. <laughs> but it's giving me a little funky color, like colorations and kind of funky. So growth. I was hoping to, to get like right next to the light because the phone was not picking up. It was kind of shadowed. So if you could, like right next to the light so we can stare down on it. There you go. That is weird. I would throw that in the trash. It's kind of why I didn't up, up pot it. I just kind of was seeing what it was doing. Because this is the same. That's the same. That's I don't know. What could, could it ever be a good thing? Could it be a mutation? I mean, it could be a mutation, but I mean, like little leaf spots. What the fuck is that? I just kind of put it back there and just kind of, it's, I'll leave it in the, I'll flower it in that fucking little thing. I'll ask Steve first off and see what he's throw the trash and pot another seed. It's so young. I would throw, I'd throw the trash. But the vigor looks good. It does look smaller. It is than the rest of them. It's, it's like half the one in the, you said all six, seven of those are the same smash or these are different. These two are different. So which ones are these? It's still half as big as those others. Yeah. Not really. If I if I put it up to it's a, half as big. Uh, what do you think, Wes? Cut that down. Uh, I don't know. If, uh, yeah, probably kill it. But at the same time, I'm kind of curious about it just because I want to see how it develops. Me too. I'll put it. Um, yeah. yeah. In its own little thing. I've had some weirdos that have like world file taxi or variegated leaves or something, and I ran them out. Okay. Look at this auto one on one saying grow out. A, a lot of people are saying grow out. 
I, I would grow it out. You almost it could be overwatering a little bit. And that's why you're getting those leaf mutations. Um, but and sometimes um, the sensitive ones are the ones that freaking are the really stunners. You know what I mean? It's sometimes well, it's that dirty girl that really. That, I mean, wedding well, cake and Mac are the perfect that's example of that. Gonna, I think they need to get water. Sometimes it's that nerdy girl that needs a little extra love, a little, little push, a little pruning. You know, the PA doesn't like that, that pH or whatever. You know what I mean? There's so, and sometimes that's the one. I had a Morgana from the summer. It was, it was oh, really God. short. I was just saying, I had a Morgana this summer that I grew, and it was like the really shortest, stocky one of them all. Right it turned out to be the best. The best uh, smoke. That's and it was really small. Yeah, it was weird. Well, there you go. I would transplant I that, put that in a bigger pot. If yeah. you're going to flower it out, might yeah. as well. If you're going to look at it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree with Captain Portland. I'm not going to waste a fucking five gallon on it. Uh, I'd put it in a one, maybe. Put it in three. Yeah, like three. Why? Just because it looked different? Yeah, and the other ones are. Had the, this one has the same leaf structure as this one, and this one's doing actually really good. Yeah. This is the other one that kind of looks. I don't know. If it, Who knows? Maybe the fucked up one has five percent more THC to it. I mean, uh, Coffee Pot was I saying it could be a happy is, accident. You know, Smash could be on. the next Chem Dog or New York City Diesel. It's possible. We turn around. Exactly. I mean, dude, dude, the old school headband is like one of the most difficult plants to grow, but when you freaking kill it. It's Jimmy, it is a it is a train wreck cross. Here, just to please you, Captain Foot, because I like you guy. I literally have a pot right here. So I'll pot it. Waiting. If the uh if the leaf spotting developed any further, then I'd probably just chop it. Yeah, but the deformation of the leaf is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it all depends on how the smoke comes out, you know. It don't matter if it's the endless child in the room. You know, how does it finish? Yeah, how's that, Captain? I got you, buddy. The potted tool one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, have you looked at the underside of the leaves? I, I guess I'm spacing out. We didn't even ask you to look at the undersides of the leaves because we saw the weird bite marks or something. But what's going on? on the I underside? brought it up and I put it under, like my, what's it called, my sixty time. And I have this one down here. I think this is a forty-five. And I was looking at it because I I noticed it, but it doesn't seem to be slow. It just seems to have. Coloration issues. And some like, at first it was kind of just a little bit of funky growth, but they look like regular leaves. Kind of wavy. The thing with uh, all the genetics is that we're still like, what, 30 or 40 years into like genetic science, realistically, and all the, the, the uh, uh, sorry, I can't think of the word for it right now. But anyway, the genetic charts uh they're really just like predicted averages 
And you're still going to have like weird outliers out of nowhere. You might have an entire strain that doesn't have an entire phenotype that on paper it should have. And then you're going to have like just weird, random shit sometimes. Um, some of the time that's going to be completely and totally useless. It's going to be a, a fish that's born with three eyeballs. It's probably not all that useful. Uh, but if the fish was born with like uh, three eyeballs and a really killer tail, then you're fucking talking. So, you know, maybe that, that plant is, uh, you know, it has some like genetic abnormality that causes it to look like it's got bugs on it, but it's also tastes like freaking pure <laughs> molasses syrup or something. I don't even know. I'm kind of talking out loud, but I guess I've reconsidered. You guys have convinced me, like, uh, keep rolling with it. As long as it doesn't have bugs uh, on it and yeah. stuff, freaking try yeah, it. Yeah, as long as it don't have bugs, as long as those spots don't get out of control, I'd watch it. I'm always interested to see what the weird ones look like. Apparently, sometimes if it didn't, fun. if it doesn't take over the leaf, I'm not worried about it. A yeah. couple spots, and like, yeah, the new growth has some spots, but it's not slowing it down. It just makes sure you watch it for pathogens. Well, well, I'm gonna keep it away from everything. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'll be as careful. Going. I'll be as careful as I possibly can. But they are. Um, a funky cross so it's a gorilla crossed with a cookie wreck which is a cookie train wreck cross it'd be a really nice cross though i mean uh, uh some lovely yeah this is the one i was that. talking about i um kind of racy stuff I, I like put it in a three gallon and i just kind of let it go and i didn't really take care of it and I kind of was still impressed with the butt at the end. And then I was like, all right, let's actually get it up and get it in some big pots and see what it can do. I mean, folks are saying, I uh, hate on skills, for example, saying uh, you miss every shot you don't take, grow it out, watch it carefully. And I guess I wasn't thinking, uh, it's, a, it's a good point, honestly. And I wasn't suggesting to not grow something, but I was thinking grow something more stable, you know, uh, cut it down, plant something else. But at the same time, you know, what if the next thing you, you grow isn't as interesting? You know, maybe it's worth trying oh, it. So the two big ones are the kryptonite. The small ones are the uh, gorilla cookie rack. Then um, I got some blueberry kush crossed to bubba kush femmes. And then I got the last three white wedding sem. So these are one plus I have. I popped a Michelangelo and a Raphael from Irie. They're all feminine seeds. So all these are fems. So I should have a decent variety this time. And then next time I get to play with you, Tommy, and Caledonian, and myself. That sounded bad. That sounds dirty. Well, you know what? Uh, Ian is making a point here. I mean, this is, uh, forgive me, folks, if this, this is an indelicate point. Ian likes to, to fuck around with us. Uh, but let's just let's just roll with it. I don't think Ian was trying to offend anybody either. Uh, he says, Michael Jordan didn't start out in a wheelchair. And at first I was thinking, well, okay, yeah. But then I thought about it, thought about it. He is an outlier. The dude is six foot six. You know what I mean? Like, uh, how, how often do you meet someone in, in the wild who's six foot six and has not played basketball? That's one of the jokes when you meet a tall person. They always say, like, man, the freaking times people have asked me if I'm a basketball player. Uh, but when you look up, like, the percentage of people who are above six foot five or six foot six, I remember reading about this years ago. Like, when you look at the percentage of people who are above that height, like, a good percentage of them are actually professional basketball players because they're already, like, a really rare outlier. And of those really rare outliers, those are the people you basically are that excel the most at basketball. I'm kind of fucking using circular logic, I realize. But anyway, um, 
I guess I was trying to say that in that sense, you know, he doesn't have uh, uh, pale blotches or spots or whatever, but the dude can jump like nice. four feet tall, he and, and he's also six foot six. Total anomaly, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal, total anomaly. Yeah, yeah they're uh, Yao Ming, especially. <laughs> Like they're just another, it just happens. And sometimes what micro wrestling and like, they have uh, genetic anomalies happen all the time. Even humans, it's, it's kind of crazy. And we see crazy outliers like Yao Ming and the tallest people going up to seven feet, stuff like that. The, I mean, I guess the difference here is that uh, when you would see like an extremely tall person, you assume they're a basketball player in that context. You, so you assume it was an advantage. Uh, in this case, we were assuming, or I was assuming anyway, because nobody else really said anything. I was assuming that those splotches on those those leaves were a disadvantage, or you know, in Ian's kind of language, like a like a wheelchair, you know, like some kind of a disadvantage. Um, again, that's a terrible example, but whatever. <laughs> Folks know what I'm trying to say. Uh, some kind of a disadvantage, basically. But what if uh, what if it has no bearing? You know, like the plants don't really care what they look like. So what if that particular? What if that's somehow an advantage? I don't even know. Like what if the Heat dissipates better off the leaves. My answer to Ian is Ian Stephen Hawking's was in a fucking wheelchair. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck it, Ian. <laughs> uh, you're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, cheers, Mike Steve. What's going on, buddy? Steelbird in the house. Welcome. Uh, Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant had another interesting anomaly. His liver could process just heroic amounts of, of uh, alcohol. He, like he basically could not ever get drunk and he would just drink. And drink 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 and drink. Kind of crazy. Poor guy died young though. Apparently, was a really nice guy. Tommy, we haven't said hello to you, man, because well, I think there's no good reason. What's going on, man? You're wearing that Wu Tang shirt, man. You're stubby, baby. Puppy's fucking with you. Puppy's like, you gotta talk to me, man. Yeah, Bernie. That's my little, my new little buddy. Is that Bernie? That's a good name. Yeah, Bernie. <laughs> Bernie Kozar, not Sanders. But... <laughs> How's everyone doing? I thought it was Bernie Mac. Yeah, well, he's good, Bernie as well. Rest in peace. Now, or... Bernie Kozar, burning joints. That doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, that's what we call them for short. Burned. I got a new rig, and I took a nap, so let me get high as fuck right now. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, what's been kicking, dude? What's uh, what's the good word? Uh, just got just you know I'm saying busy. Just got all the uh, outdoor stuff. Took my last outdoor plant today. Um, so it's always good to be done with that. Trying to figure out how this goes. Um, yes, yeah, that's about it. You know, took the last outdoor today. I'm about to uh, roll up some Chibaris, uh, Chibaris, Charybdis. Charybdis. There you go. It came out really nice. Uh, right on. You know, uh, everything, everything got a little bit of uh, bug rot, but I kind of, hmm. I kind of delayed taking stuff in just because I didn't have anywhere to hang it. Uh, I had. Uh, indoor stuff hanging in my dry my dry room so i uh you know what i mean i didn't want to like re-moisten re the good the good stuff that was already dry by putting 
a wet outdoor flower into the you know the the small dry area. So you know, it's it's, it's just part of the game here in Michigan. Is hmm. you got to learn how to trim around the bud rot. <laughs> No, everything everything came yeah. out good, man. Everything looks really nice. It's just uh, just getting around the kind of uh, smoking it. Yeah. Right on. Uh, this is going to be rough for a lot of people. I think a lot of folks are chopping down basically right now, and it's it's pretty much last couple of days have been okay. So people were chopping down now; they're going to be fine. But if they wait any longer, it's just going to be pouring rain for like the next ten days, fifteen days, some of that. So. Yeah, it's, it's coming pretty bad in Michigan, I think, uh, as far as the, the weather. So, yep, I'm all ahead of it. I mean, most of my stuff I took down last week, and it just really, it just really was dry enough to uh, finish the uh, manicure like today. Recently. Which reminds me, uh, all of you guys, like Tommy and all of you guys, uh, what would you do if you had a, a cannabis male who basically just started actually flowering? Like he was flowering. But he only just now started dropping pollen, like basically at the end of the season. Would you be intrigued by that? Because like this whole time, I've actually been kind of intrigued, you know, because, you know, back in the day, Subcool used to say he was always looking for the latest flowering male. And I'm like, what could be later flowering than when you chop everything? Uh, so, you know, they, like visibly he was like flowering and ready, like had stackage and everything, but none of the the heads had ever Not even like opened up basically. Yeah, none of the bulbs opened up until basically just like a couple of days ago. Uh, so like, is that intriguing to you guys or not? Um, that is, if you're talking about like, you know, outdoor here in North America, it seems it's like kind of too late, isn't it? It's a little bit too yeah, late flowering. Yeah, I, don't yeah. Know what, yeah. I don't know what kind of crazy sativa male he got going, but it's, it's stuff hardcore from right? <laughs> Mexico or something. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. But, it's probably really nice, honestly. Yeah. But I mean, if you're going to take the mail, you can definitely try to if it looks good i'd try to bring it like i tried to do something with it because you can hit it with a female that's shorter and try to get it down like make it a shorter flower and see what what it brings out that's the thing i don't have anything flowering right now yeah i was i was thinking about maybe saving some of the pollen or something yeah. but, uh, yeah. you know basically kind of making that decision now it's a nice looking plant it was basically dry farmed in the in the not the dark but in the dim like it never once had direct sunlight it's always been shaded never it was watered exactly once just a wild plant and honestly it grew nice like it's not huge it's maybe three feet tall three and a half feet tall but dude, I'm, I, I i can't believe that <laughs> like it grew in the place that it did frankly uh so i'm like that's kind of intriguing but you know the problem is that I don't quite know what it is. You know what I mean? I, I, I know the general lineages, but that's about as close as I can get, you know? So. Yeah. The plan I took down today was, uh, was a volunteer. So, mm. I mean, I'm trying to, I can kind of trace back what I, what I crossed. So I think, I think just by the size and shape, I guess kind of by the set, uh, it's probably uh, the GMO. Crossed to, uh, I had a, the male was a gorilla cookie. So it was like some breeding project I did outside. So doing a little detective work to get back to where it is. But just, just by how long it took, I'm thinking it was the GMO. You know what I mean? The size, the shape of the, shape of the plant. It doesn't really have the GMO turf, but. Uh, Major General's, by the way, saying cut the top off. It'll still pop out some pollen. Good point. 
Yeah, and you could even you could even just harvest the flowers and uh, you know, the whole flower and just basically freeze that in like right. a small oh, in yeah. a small jar or whatever, and then you could mm-hmm. kind of, you know, carefully bust, bust those open and do the the paintbrush method on some indoor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've I've froze pollen and kept it, but I never actually got around to using it. So I'm not like the the you know the go to guru on actually storing it. When I when I do breeding, I always kind of do it the natural way with you know the the plant actually in the in the room with them. But that is one way if you just you know what I mean. Mm. You just save a couple flowers because you know you really don't need that much pollen to uh, you know to get where you're going if you're just trying to trying to fuck around with it a little bit. Randy's saying, uh, worth the freezer space to save some pollen, even if it doesn't get used, better just have it. Not a bad point, honestly. Oh, by the way, I was going to say earlier, like we were talking about all like nerdy scotch stuff, and then we changed the subject. Uh, I don't know if uh, Marduber is still around, but I was going to show this. I thought it was kind of a fun uh, uh, website. I was just uh, searching, 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 so don't uh, um, don't quote me if this is you know, actually, I think Flaviar is uh, relatively legit. What's that, Marduber? I was just muted, not done. Oh, right on. Uh, so they're saying here, this is the Flaviar Times. Uh, the name is super familiar. So I don't don't quote me that these guys are legit, but I, th- I think it's an okay website. Anyway, this is apparently the cheat sheet to Scottish whiskey regions. Uh, so they're telling us, uh, you know your highlands from your lowlands when it comes to scotch. Uh, they're saying, uh, whatever, they're saying a bunch of stuff. What are the five regions? Uh, basically, they comprise, as they say here, uh, uh, okay, just read it. There are five that remain undisputed. Speyside, Highlands and Islands, Lowlands, Isla, and Campbelltown. The islands are often considered a region on its own, but they're actually part of the Highlands. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So let's start here. Speyside. Speyside is the Whiskey Manhattan. It's the most densely populated whiskey region in the world and sits in a fertile valley of rivers and glens. Uh, they taste like, uh, by the way, over, home to over half of Scotland's distil- uh, distilleries. Speyside malts from these 50 or so distilleries are known for being frugal with peat and lavish with nutty fruit flavors. Apple, pear, honey, vanilla, and spice all have a part to pay in the Speyside whiskeys. Speyside whiskey also knows its way around a sherry cask, hence the variety between light and grassy malts such as the Glenlivet and the rich, sweet likes of Macallan, a chameleon sort of. So a lot of folks have tried that. Glenlivet, See, but that's what I was saying. They both call themselves Highland, mm. but they're <laughs> technically Speyside. But because if you look at that map again, look where the Speyside region is. It's surrounded mm. by the Highland. So people that are on the edges of it like to be, because Speyside is so densely populated, they like to claim Highland whiskey. Mm. But if you look at a map where the distillery is, you go, well, oh, that's clearly within the Speyside district <laughs> uh what are they talking about they're talking about uh yeah aberlore for example aberlore is this really f- like floral flowery almost like um perfumed uh scotch the balvenie a lot of folks have tried that one that one's actually really delightful honestly and they'll they'll finish that in, like share uh, sherry casks that comes out so delightfully like cherry fruity and everything is fucking lovely uh then moving on highlands uh fruit cake and oak flirt with uh, heather and smoke in highland that's really well written uh, in highland whiskeys wild seas and impenetra- impenetrable moorland dominate the landscape creating a breeding ground for powerful peaty drams 
whilst leaving uh, room for floral, silky elegance. This person really likes the Highlands. Uh, Northern Highland whiskey, such as Glen Morangi, I just mispronounced that, was it Glen Morangi or whatever, I'm not a Scottish person, are particularly spirited with some uh, relief of the cereals and honeys of Dalmore. Uh, in fact, I have a Delmore glass. <clears throat> Head south for the nutty smack of your mama and tulibarding. Uh Let's see here, whatever. Uh, I'll just move on to the next one. Uh, Lowlands whiskey, perching just above England. The Lowlands can play truant from peat or salinity. This pretty freaking person is an interesting writer. Soft and smooth malts are characteristic of the region, offering a gentle, elegant palate reminiscent of grass, honeysuckle, cream, ginger, toffee, toast, and cinnamon. The Lowlands produce drams doted on by lovers of the aperitif and mellow mark. Achentaschen, uh, still triple, distills uh, their whiskey to this day, bringing a bracing citrus edge to the table like an over-lemon pancake. I've had Achentaschen. Uh, let's see here. Glen Kinchy, Linlithgow, Gervens. I haven't had too many of them, but I've definitely had that Achentaschen. Then here's the one that I like the most, uh, Isla, home to the peated beasts. In fact, uh, Ardbeg has one called Beastie, like ye Beastie or we Beastie or something. Anyway, uh, Isla might be the southernmost island of the Inner Hebrides, but it's no less rugged, windswept, or barren than its isolated counterpart. So Isla is up here. Basically, that's it right there. It's basically like out in the freaking ocean, pretty much out in the water. Uh, there's Campbelltown, uh, Isla. Campbelltown's on a island. peninsula. It's just the tip of a just the peninsula. Tip. Just the tip. That's it. Uh, now there's another island right next to Isla that makes a really fine scotch too. That's technically a island scotch, but is uh, really close to an Isla. That's uh, the Jura. I had that one one time, and I have no remembrance or no memory of what it was like. Uh, I was saying earlier that I got this club, or not, well, this club, kind of this club. This, 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 this is not really a club. We're just kind of meeting on YouTube. But uh, this sprang forth, I guess, like freaking, I don't know, like out of Jupiter's belly or something. Uh, basically, from the Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. And I still oftentimes say, like, oh, Chronic Table brought to you by the Portland Cannabis Tasting Society, whatever, because you know who knows where this COVID stuff is coming from. Anyway, uh, the Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. Uh, I kind of, not kind of, but I basically tried to model it after the Los Angeles Scotch uh, Club. Uh, and it was this guy, Andrew, that runs it down there. I think he still runs it. They haven't been running it too much thanks to, to COVID, but they've still been running the fucking thing. Uh, and um, I guess I don't have to tell the entire story, but we got to learn a ton. Yeah. I guess I'm going to freaking stop because I'm already apparently stoned and, and a little bit uh, buzzed. But we got to learn a ton about uh, scotches and stuff by basically trying them together. I don't even honestly remember the original point that I was trying to make, but uh, something to do with Isla whiskeys. I don't even fucking remember. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Isla malts are pungent with peat, smoky, and salinity, revealing their complexity layer after layer. Thank goodness, everybody, that this is a stoner show. Otherwise, people would be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Lafroig, Lagavul, and Kilkoman, uh, Kalila, Bunabane, fuck, I can't, Bunabane, I think that's how you say it. No, no, no. Bunab, fuck, I'm still doing it wrong. Bruichladi, I think, Bowmore, and Ardbeg. And the other one, I don't even have any idea. Ardbeg, I fucking don't know. I got a Brookladi. Do you have Brookladi? And it's it's Bunavan. Bunaban. There we go. It's, it's more of a V. The second, the BH uh, is more of a V. Bunaban. So if we're ever caught as spies in Scotland, we'll be like, hang out with Dube. Dube, so, Dube knows what's up. I actually yeah. speak a little bit of Gaelic. That's pretty funny. I am Eddie. So they're saying, by the way, 
uh, rumor, that the southern or Kildedon distilleries are responsible for the full-bodied briny malts. Meanwhile, the northern distilleries offer dry but far less peaty assaulting drams. Uh, one of the reasons why I like these actually, uh, so um, uh, Marduber was probably talking about, which ones are you talking about? Are you talking about Bunabane? The first one that we had tonight was the Lagavulin. That one is less peaty for sure, and that's one of the reasons why I actually don't like Lagavulin as much. Like I'm, I, like everyone freaks out for it, and I don't really the, freak the, out about it because I'm like, dude, if I wanted that, I would go have like a freaking Speyside or a Highland whiskey or something, you know. The Brooklatic is a uh, unpeated as well. At least the classic Laddie is a unpeated. That's right. So, I, so yeah, for, for example, I, like I love the, the Ardbegs. Bowmore is kind of in the middle. The Kalaila Ardbeg Lafroig, those are fucking military grade smoke. And I like that. And it's it's very interesting to me because in cannabis, I very much uh, uh, gravitate to, and I, I think a lot of people kind of laugh at me because I'm, you know, I'm always saying like, oh, I'm not that into gas, I'm not into dead bodies and fucking halitosis and whatever else. And so, for example, I'm basically more into the space side and highlands, honestly. Like I'm more into the, when I think of the the balvany, you know, how, how um, just delicate it is, like the sherry cask finished balvany. It's just such a delightfully delicate drink. And you drink it, there's so many, complex but like just very delicate aromas you have to just kind of think like oh what is that what is that what is that it's just like this freaking thought in a glass uh but somehow with uh with cannabis or with uh with um uh whiskey i like the cannabis equivalent or fuck, i'm just speaking like an idiot i like something that tastes more like dead body skunk you know what i mean like so what i make fun of in cannabis i basically like in whiskey so, for example, like I like love the, the nasty Isla. terps and I the, love the, in the whiskey, like, like the eight-year Kalila cask strength. It's like being punched in the face by like fucking band-aids and medicine. And the same thing, like Lafroig. I think I had like an eight-year or even like a seven-year uh, cask strength one time at that uh, tastings at that uh, Los Angeles Scotch Club uh, or one of the events that anyway that they were putting on, and it was just like getting hit in the face with a rancid band-aid towel or something. And I was like, I love this. This is, I want more of this, which is hilarious to me because again, with cannabis, I'm very much somehow different. I don't like the dead animals. I don't like the dead bodies. I don't like the BO and all that kind of stuff. I'm very much more into, you know, the strawberries and the cherries and everything else. So it's very much like cross type for me, basically is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I can't figure out whether that is. If you, if you I like love the, Talisker though, by the way, yeah, tal- Talisker, Talisker yeah. Talisker's a banger if you like that yeah. nasty, smoky, smack and you that's in the, the face. Thing. I love the just like aggressive fucking woof, you know, with the scotch. Uh, and again, it's not that I don't like the aggressive uh, uh, weed. Like I do like the really like, uh, I had this killer sour that I miss, you know, having. I'd love to get that again. See, uh, we're having to another tomato, tomato moment because I'm exactly the opposite. I love the rotten, nasty foot fungus, you know, terps when it comes to weed. But I prefer my scotch on the on the lighter side of things, unpeated, less smoke, more salt, fruit, caramel. I'm the same way with my bourbon. I like my heavy indicas, my skunks, but when it comes to my alcohol, I like the sweeter, smoother alcohol. Interesting. And this is another thing, too. Uh, do you like your alcohol chilled? Do you like it on ice? I prefer my bourbon uh, with ice. If I'm drinking scotch for tasting, room temp with a little drop of water, if you like. If I'm drinking it for 
pleasure. Like after a long day's work, I'll throw like, or if I go to the bar, three ice cubes. Why three? Is that some kind of uh... <laughs> to not overwater it because bartenders are morons and don't understand that they're pouring a freaking fourteen dollar shot of scotch over so much ice that you've now ruined it, and now it's just a glass of scotch flavored water. It might as well be a cocktail. I mean, throw throw a cherry and an orange in there and call it old fashioned. Uh, what was I going to say? We were talking about like flavors and stuff earlier. I, know, I guess we can just bullshit on us then. We don't have to have fucking scotch appreciation hour. But um, what about MJ BizCon? Come on, that that should deserve a corner. It's going right now. I'm sure somebody's doing like cocaine off of a urinal. I think Potent probably did that. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone, if I had to guess, uh, he showed up in the chat earlier. But I bet right after this, probably on the way to a party where there are, uh, I don't know, little people carrying uh, entire roast beefs that are marinated in cocaine. I would imagine because yeah. Vegas, they probably marinate the meat in cocaine. Right? I mean, I, I assume so. They do ranch it a little differently out there. <laughs> Viscon is crazy. <laughs> it's stupid. I've been lost. Terrible. Oh, I didn't add Tommy in the freaking Instagram chat. I shared a meme of a guy spit those that, that terrible self-defense move class where the guy spins around out of the knives. <laughs> and, it was, and it was like the MJ, prepping for MJ Viscon trying to do a stand-up oh, was dying to go, man. Uh, Tommy, uh, so what was it like? Because Smash was just, he was he was practically kicking himself. He was like, oh my God, I don't want to go. And I was I kept saying like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's the party for you. No, it's not. I mean, it just uh, it depends what you're into or what you're about. You know, if you if you got a business and you're really trying to expand and uh, make you know connections with a bunch of uh, suits, you know what I mean, a bunch of snakes. Uh, but it's yeah, it, it's basically what you said. It's a bunch of I don't know. It's not very culture oriented. You can't like smoke in there or nothing. Mm. A lot of people party like out in the cop. parking lot. And, you know, another thing too, I was thinking like, there's going to be a lot of like hard drugs in a place like that, right? Like it's kind of, it's Vegas. So there's going to be a lot even, of pills, like well, I mean, all those, know. the Indo expos and stuff. A lot of the salespeople are kind of hot. I mean, it's one of the kind of dirty secrets, right? A lot of the people are kind of right. tripping a little bit. So, I mean, if you've had some issues maybe with opiates or anything else in the past, maybe not the right environment to be, or what do you think? Um, I mean, you know, I, I guess maybe if you're, uh, you know, it kind of, if that's what you're into, maybe you can find yourself in some trouble like that. But uh, I mean, like, if you were going instance, to the parties, you know there, what I mean? Like if yeah, if that was, was the there, goal, was you know. Dan said on like trying to start my, you know, get my license, and uh, I had I had meetings set up with people that I had, you know what I mean? The previous, oh, let's meet up and talk about doing these huge equipment orders and yada 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 and. You got business to do. It's a place to do business. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, different. people don't smoke there. It's not a sash. It's not a cup. And yeah, you are more likely to get hit up by some sales guys. They're like, yo, you want to go do some blow and like hit the strip clubs, you know, then you are to like find some cool homies that want to like take you back to the hotel room for dabs. And- That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, not really the environment. I think Smash is looking for a lot of weed people are looking for, you know. The hotels I mean, it's are not, not, it's not that I'm making a judgment. Nobody wants you smoking in the rooms. They're all freaking super crazy about it. Right. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I I just, yeah, I don't know. It was way too corporate. Way too mm-hmm. corporate. I, I used one of those, uh, you know, whatever, but not like not like a Fitbit, but whatever, something, the step tracker on my phone, and it was like, walk like 
I don't know, some ridiculous amount of miles, like 10 miles in two days at that conference, walking, you know, walking back and forth. And, uh, yeah, I was basically, by the end of the day, just exhausted. You know what I mean? I would just kick back and, you know, smoke one and then just go to bed. And I was was treated more like a job. And I do like, I like gambling and I like, uh, you know, obviously I like drinking and hanging out and stuff. So Vegas is not like something that's, I'm like anti-Vegas, but you know what I mean? It was, I was mixing the two worlds. I was trying to be all professional in in a place like Vegas. (laughs) No, no cocaine for me, but you know. Yeah. But don't be expecting Freedom Rally or Cleo Cup or right, you know, right, yeah. Emerald Cup or something like anything like that. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. <clears throat> Since you brought that up, the Clio Cup, uh, Buddy up there in Michigan has a uh, competitor that came in and started to cut the uh, prices in his store. So anybody needing anything in Michigan should go to uh, Clio Cultivation because Buddy has now uh, changed his business model and uh, he's now a wholesaler. So, uh, you know, the prices in the store are wholesale prices. What is it? What store is that called? Is that Grow Green or no? No, that's Clio Cultivation. Oh, that's what the store is called as well. I never, I've never been, but I got you. Yeah. Uh, Captain, aren't you on? Aren't you on the west side of the state? Are you? Are you uh, central. I'm a little bit out of the state right now. I got you. Yeah. Cheers to that. You're down in Ohio. Watch out. Cops don't stay out there. <laughs> Actually, Ohio is medical. They just don't allow home grow. So, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm okay with my Michigan medical card. Right. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to go into the laws, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm from, originally from Ohio, and I still got family back there and stuff. So I'm back there pretty frequently. But uh, they don't. Yeah, they don't even have, if you got a medical card and you uh, have a jar of herb that doesn't have the medical sticker on it. Don't matter. Don't fly. They still give you a ticket. So, I mean, it is what it is. But the, the Ohio State Patrol—they're they're trying to give you a ticket for anything they goddamn can. So, it's what it is. Yeah, I've had my run-ins with them before, and you know what? Uh, as long as you know your laws, it's okay. Right. Right. You know, as long as you correct them a few times right off the beginning, they leave you alone. That's for sure. Well, you got the right look too. You ain't a wook like some of us. <laughs> me, me, me and Smash and D are over here, you know, long hair, beards, and you know, Tommy Tommy's got a little bit better. I mean, you seriously, you get treated way differently. If you look well, straight, you got a clean shave. Oh, hair, dude, I whatever. have piercings and stuff on my eyes, like yeah. both my nose and yeah, stuff. Tattoos, piercings, long hair, beard. Cops are going to give you a way harder time, automatic, just because yeah. they're like, you a freak, bro. What do you got in your pockets? <laughs> but yet I show up at a festival in 1996 with the normal band with a big yellow butt on a green band. Short hair, clean shaven, and no one will share their butt with me. <laughs> 
I mean, you win some, you You're lose some. You're a narc, I guess, man. Shit. Yeah. It's no fair. <laughs> so I, I figured out, hey, you know, I was all worried about driving with this big yellow butt on the side of a green van going, doing festivals. And it was like, just take your own pot with you. They're going to look at you and say, that idiot ain't carrying shit. Most of the time, if I'm going out, I'm bringing my own weed because I'm not going to want to smoke any of the shit that's there. I'm coming out. You'll find better. You'll find better weed smashed. I I know what you mean. It's easy to get frustrated because there is a lot of swaggy shows. A lot of of commercial stuff is just, you know, it's just, it's commercial. Yeah. You know, we're just still so fresh and, and, and green. Um, like, in the, if you don't know a home grower, you're kind of still getting all that Cali pack stuff. That's what it is. Yeah. And little by little, you know, you can, uh, I don't know, how do you get the word out without handing out all your weed? Because, I mean, like, it, it doesn't grow on trees. It grows on yeah, know, trees, uh, but. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to do something, like, organic, like, do something for organics here. You know what I mean? Like an organic cup, maybe. Think about plants. Uh, well, we have, or seeds. we have the harvest cup coming up, and it's whatever. You can enter Turptown Throwdown and stuff, but none of them really promote just organic coots mix and stuff like that. Like, you don't see a lot of that. I have to be honest, it is pretty rare. Uh, the majority of growers grow with something else. They grow synthetically. That's that's kind of the bulk of growers. And then uh, you'll find these days, especially because a lot of people are kind of you know transitioning, you'll find them doing like, you know, bottle organics. You know, it's one of the reasons why like the nectar is so popular. Like they're trying to transition away from the synthetics, well, the cannas and whatever, but they're still not doing the full on. These companies the, the have stuff. people delusional thinking they're sponsored because they sent them free stuff. Listen, you're not sponsored until you're getting paid. Right. And that's the truth. That's true. Well, I mean, that's debatable because like you say, uh getting around to nutrients is not being sponsored well, by a company. No, yeah. But like uh Bodie just got freaking 20, 30 you know, lights. Is that sponsored? You get, you get 30 post fixtures, you know, you get that's, di- yeah, yeah, that's a different dollar value. That's you know, a different thousand like, dollars. Yeah. Okay, and so Bodie's let's pull name. a middle ground here. You got like uh Mr. Grow It. Most of y'all probably seen Mr. Grow It's channel. He's been around for a hot minute. He got that Dutch Pro series that he does. They give him free newts and probably a little compensation too, but not a lot. Guys, anytime you enter his code great. on their the website, question. he gets yeah, yeah. money. Yeah, the affiliate link. But like, but I what's, mean, that's what's not, the question? I would say it, that's sponsored. what I'm saying. Is is that sponsored? If you get free shit yeah, and an affiliate 100%. link. In fact, on YouTube, you are required to to to. Uh, uh, if he's not actually specifically saying that he is sponsored, he's actually in violation of the law. Like, you actually do have to. Uh, yeah, but people are pretty specific about that. You have to, to close uh, disclose. You get money and stuff, and whether yeah. it's through an affiliate link or whatever. Uh, uh, so I would say that's sponsored for sure. Yeah, but no, you know, yeah, getting like, a couple of bags or something. Yeah, that's not sponsored. You know, and that's one of the things with like the the. I guess I'm not going to say the specific brands, but there's a, a number of brands of uh, mostly Chinese lights that will email you. They've emailed probably oh just about everybody that everyone. can email you. Like, would you like yeah. to try yeah. this? And blah, blah, blah. That's not really a sponsorship. You know what I mean? Like they, they send you a light that you and sometimes pay for. You sometimes pay the shipping or whatever else, but sometimes oh, they send it to you for free. 
uh, and then you pretty much write a review. It's not really a sponsorship. Either. Yeah, or you get like, uh, you're like, oh, a nutrient company, and they're like, here, take these nuts and try them out. And you get a, a whole, freebie. you get, yeah. yeah, you get like six, 12 bottles. You get the whole full bottle lineup. Yeah, they were just cool. They gave you a full bottle lineup, but they're not going to like, they're, you're going to go back to them and be like, can I get some more? And they're going to be like, yeah, give me some money. <laughs> well, it depends on your metrics, I guess. That's, it, yeah. But I'm saying like, we're talking small time, like people who, I don't know. Like the light LEDs and stuff. Yeah, I did that shit for a little bit. Um, couple companies. Bro, look at look at High again. They're like fairly fresh to the game, and they grew up like out of nowhere. Just like blew the fuck up. They're not long term growers. Been doing this for ten years. They're plainly new, fresh to the game. Oh uh, yeah, channels. but a sponsorship's a sponsorship. I mean, like you kind of get contracts to be a sponsor. Like there's stuff you sign affiliate links isn't a full sponsorship. Realistically, it's like a partial sponsorship. They're kind of just kicking you back five. And if you're lucky, 10%, like 10% of a sale. But like uh TO on the stream last night was, uh, he was watching and he said he uh, hit up Inkbird and gave him, they, they offered him one of those cheap Chinese lights. Phoebe was talking about to test, you know, for, for nothing just here take a light test it you know take some pics show people you know you know there's a new company coming up that I, I i'm interested in i tested their cob lights before and they've always been really uv a like diodes and stuff they've always been pretty heavy with them um they like having a, like uvs and they just came out with a new fixture that has three different like three different dials and one includes uva um 30 watts of uva and you can turn it on whatever you want like go down there an hour you know what i mean i think i and then they have white light and then like because most of our lights just run white light like generic k five thousand calvin white light much and i I wouldn't mind like mixing up the spectrum a little bit more that's what that whole mixing up the spectrum thing that's that's playing with misinterpretations i think like uh when they start using the i don't know you you can supplement the lights but a lot of those companies aren't really supplementing their lights they're just basically using cheaper components and trying to pretend that that is like the old blurple stuff they were trying to justify like we're supplementing this with great with what the plant really wants and none of that was really true. You know, it was based on like that one yeah. study with the, the Cree curve with like NASA plants and shit. It was just, it was a horse. And a lot of those Chinese ones are the same thing. They'll use a lot of 5K white, white, white ones and then mix in with that a lot of heavy reds that are right in that uh, A curve of the photosynthetic peak so that your par meter or whatever just blows up. I've got freaking blurples that'll get 3,000 par on my apogee. It's mm-hmm. gross burn plants it's terrible um it, it's about they've come a lot like no they've come a long way though like a lot yeah. some of these companies either either did good like they tried to make a better light or they just kind of kept making shit now um, that's the kind of thing i'm behind is the checkerboarding of the fives and the threes or the threes but, and fours however they do that i think hlg does it with threes and fours hlg just came out with a new um 
board too. But you see right here, like UV, and they have the far reds, and this veg is just straight white light. Um, I wouldn't mind. It, it, it looked like it looked like they had two different kinds of LEDs on there, though. They didn't look like they were all five days. It I looked think like they're all Samsung. So yeah, I think no, but I mean, it looked like there was uh, different channels, like a, a three thousand maybe and a five thousand, and then yeah, the, I think it's three thousand K with far reds, and then they have the five thousand K. If I, I mean, if you get a good, even, consistent coverage, I mean, I don't trust par charts that come from manufacturers usually, unless they're like well, backed by a third party laboratory. So Migro, whatever that dude is. Yeah. So I kind of, I wouldn't mind. I don't spend a lot of money on lights. I just want to, I kind of want a thousand watt, a true thousand watt from the wall. And I don't want HPS. A true thousand watt. That's too much. LED. Yeah, Yeah, bro. You need like six by six to cover that. Oh, I know. I want, it's going to be. You want to see it out of a tent. Oh, so you want to take it out of a tent and put it in a room? Because literally, it's too much light. It's literally too much light in a tent. Oh, I didn't show you. I have like a 12 by 12 area. Oh, well, and for that, you would be better off with two lights instead of a power, more powerful light. Like you would yeah, days and, and, thousands, and then the bedroom's going to get to 600. And then the clone the area. thousand right in the middle of that 12 space, you're going to have great light right in the middle and then the outsides yeah. are going to be swag kind of like that so you'd rather right? have like, two different lights it's going to get cut up a little bit i think it's actually i would have to measure it but it's 12 feet width wise and i think 18 feet long oh yeah you don't want that at all no that's the wrong light completely wrong light well it's going to get sectioned or sectioned off to two different rooms but then you need two lights anyway well i have the 600 I guess I'll you know what I'm saying? I have the quantum board 600 HLG right now. Gotcha. So I'll be able to put that in the bedroom. And then I'm going to need something because it's going to be a bigger flower room now. I'm going to be a six, uh, probably a seven. But how big is the flower room going to be? Bro, get a swaggier light for your bedroom and put that HLG to work flower and plants. Well, I have I have an HLG 100. I have another little Shit. 100. I have it's not ideal, but you can veg out. I mean, we we did it for decades under T fives. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, like, that's what I'm saying, like back in the back in the day, T eights and T fives were like what everybody vegged under. It's totally doable. Oh. Mobs or grow plants LED up two feet lights. high. You know? I mean, yeah, LED shop lights are like the the dude. My YouTube video, the the ninety nine dollar Home Depot one hundred and sixty wall watt LED dimmable. Right. Plug in. It's you can buy one at any big box store. They come from like Commercial Electric. It's basically a quantum board with a driver mounted in a damp proof housing. And you just wire it up. You just got to put your own cord or whatever on it. And they, they run 110, 220, 277. So you can wire them into like 220 and actually pull on my 220 line. They only pull 148 watts per because they're pulling double. I'm not worried about wattage, really. Um, well, I mean, you should. It should be a part of your and and, and calculation in any growers. It's one of your inputs. Trying one to of the most expensive inputs, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, just up there with water or soil or pots yeah. or whatever. Yeah, the most expensive, actually, electricity. Normally, people do 
half of their light, like if they're putting a thousand watt light, they want 500 in the bedroom. But I have, let's say, six, seven, eight hundred watts of LED lighting right now. I need to fill three spaces, but the bigger flower area is going to be probably 12 feet wide by seven feet long. Seven you get what I'm saying? Twelve so you, need by seven. Two, you need two lights in there. Yeah, you need actually like probably four lights in there, but you need at least two lights. But if I don't, if I get like something like a big fixture, you don't think it would fill it? Do you have no, a fifteen no. foot ceiling? It's gonna be too bright, right in the one spot. Then it's not. I mean, how tall is your ceiling? I still I'm think talking. it's wrong. But how tall is your ceiling? Do you live in a castle? If you do, if you have like a fifteen foot ceiling, maybe and ten. Yeah, but bar style shouldn't be too bad. No, it's, it's still going to point all of its light straight down. The, the two points of light will give you so much better coverage, Smash. Like the two points of light. I mean, so you already got like LED go boards spreading the light really well. But like if you, two points will give you so much better coverage and give you so much better coverage over the whole room. <laughs> Why don't I just go with a Scorpion Diablo then? Like, Honestly, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd go two of those in your flower room. Yeah, or checkerboard, like use those 600s and checkerboard some CMHs in there. That's a big space, actually. So it's bigger than you Because think. here's the thing. When you move out of a tent and into a room, you are in a cool climate in the wintertime. You will be losing heat. Good with heat. Trust me. My, I, I, I'm good with heat. I have a heater down there if I need it. Just I have everything set. If it gets too low, things kick on. Yeah, man. Why girl. not just use heat and light and light that light that makes heat rather than using a heater? You could be using a light that is a heater. Exactly. Because my LED is not hot That's what I'm saying. The LEDs produce heat. They, they produce the same amount of heat watt for watt right. as anything else do. They're just more efficient at producing light. They do still produce yes. the same amount of heat watt for yeah, watt. Yeah, but it, it doesn't. Exactly. It's not. Doesn't keep the tent hot. As That's like what I'm saying. So, say you put two Scorpion Diablos in there, so you're pushing like 1,300 watts or so at the wall. Mm-hmm. One one double-ended valley that was cranked up to 1,100 would generate more heat by far. And still not enough to heat that room in the wintertime. I was looking at like a bar style. Like thin thin bars like this big. I saw it. Those bars are best honestly put close to the canopy. Like that bar style is already good at spreading light. So you put those closer to the canopy. Yeah, that style right there. You put those closer to the canopy. That's for like vertical grows. Have you ever seen those with like the, the microgreens and stuff? They'll literally put those lights like a couple of feet away from the canopy uh, in, you know, vertical racks where you'll have three, four racks uh, up top. Uh, I guess they used to do with microgreens and stuff. Now they do it with cannabis uh, where, where you get the like, how do I say this? Uh, um the people who do the overlapping light stuff, they use the the HPS fixtures that are not the the bars. They use the single source, like they're the the bright. What am I trying to fucking say? Exactly the opposite. They're specular. It's still the wrong word I'm looking for. These are already diffuse light. You want the opposite of diffuse light, but multiples of those. So this is basically for like racks. Okay. Am I making any fucking sense for my two? I get what you're saying. I don't but feel drunk, but I'm talking like an idiot. I, I trying get to what say you're that those lights are built for. The, the spread lights are already meant for being spread right over the canopy. 
And so if you're basically getting like a thousand watt version of that, you're looking at the wrong light. You're looking at like some weird unicorn that doesn't do the right things. You would actually want in that space a bunch of, let's say, spectrum kings. You know what I mean? Or uh, I don't what's have the that high of the ceiling. What's the, how high is the ceiling? Max seven and a half HE. Oh, well, again, you don't want that bar. No, you want basically like multiple lights instead of one big light. Like you don't have the ceiling space or anything else. Even if you did have that one light, it physically would not spread to everything because it is already a bar. Like you'd have a bunch of space on the outside that wasn't getting any light. See, this is where I talked with an LED expert. And for doing something like that, you would need a spider light. And then you would need two or three bars, extended bars out on that spider light that would be going at a 25, 30 degree angle upwards. Well, um, some of these things spread because I talked to him about doing a nursery and he pretty much told me stick with uh metal halides because it will give me a better spread on the floor because I'm using it in a big open space. I'm not using it in a tent or an enclosed smaller room. That's what I was saying about well, moving I don't, tents. sorry, listen, hold on. Wait, well, I, mean, I didn't describe this either. I'm not going to use the whole, like, I'm going to need room to walk around too. So this whole room's not going to get completely used. So I was trying to get something big along the middle section and kind of like I have a, de- a decent section to walk around but there would be a like a seven by seven area covered eight by eight maybe seven by seven still 49 square feet so I was just making seven uh hold on seven you would need like four lights seven, are you gonna fence that in smash uh, like it, you're gonna box that all in 18. You're gonna box in a room and then well, I'm gonna have segregate that. Yeah, I'm gonna or have some blanket put up. Yeah. I can take I'm gonna have wall I want physically I want to be able to put the walls up and kind of close it in, but really I don't want to have it just open dead space. You guys get what I'm saying? Not really. You're gonna so, have fans in those you know, the insul- you know the shiny insulation. It's like stiff, like the Artec or whatever. Yeah, the boards. Yeah, so I would have a couple of those. I would I would mm-hmm. put up against it when I wasn't in there to try to reflect any keep light in. Get what I'm saying? But I would have to. I, I have it drawn up, like like I would take the board and just kind of put it against it when I'm not in there, just to reflect light. So I wanted like off whatever sections more has more space. I don't I don't like that idea. It's too rickety. And and um, you're better off with reflective surfaces that are supported by something. I'd stick it in the corner before I do that. I don't have a corner. I mean I could put <laughs> it in the corner. <laughs> Wait, I don't have a corner. Wait, there is that corner. <laughs> well no, because the one corner I would want to use on that side has a fireplace that I would have to take out. And I'm not trying to do that. Smash, you might want to go to uh, MJ BizCon. They love talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> they got so much to sell you. <laughs> so many people. They, I'm not, who would sell me shit? I build my own rooms. So I just need a light, and I don't. I, I, I would be happy to sell you all of that. 
I'm in a shed about the same size, and I built that room that's on camera right now out of that same R-Tech kind of board and two-by-fours. Yeah, support it a little bit. That's it on the backside, yeah. Uh, but then again, against the other side of that room is now covered that's with what drywall and has a tent against it and stuff, so nothing touches the backside of that wall except for a couple of spots where I have ports cut I mean, I'm a, I, I saw a potent Ponic shirt last night that had the, the don't trip, I'll fix it. I got duct tape or whatever. And that well, made me. If I'm going to run, <laughs> I'm thinking Oil if tape, I'm going to run the 600 in the bedroom, I'm going to want at least a thousand to 11 in the flower. Bro, I'm telling you, put, put less I think you're effective thinking wrong. lights yeah, you're thinking in wrong. your bedroom. Get that HLG to work in the flower. Put some shwaggy lights in your bedroom for vegging plants. Or a CMH. That HLG is your ace of the yeah, hole. Don't don't put that in the bedroom and do some other weird shit. That HLG six. You're thinking of it wrong, and you're thinking too rigidly. Oh, I got to have half of my veg and flour, and twice the yeah. flour and the veg. And the the uh, half uh, the idea that you have half your wattage uh, your mama for your flour. Yeah, whatever you have in flour, you basically have half of that for your veg. That's for a cycle where you basically have like a three four week. Uh, veg and you're constantly flipping pretty That's much as soon as your your flour is done you already have something ready to go and you can pretty much flip almost right away maybe you can flip the lights right away or within one or two weeks i guess i should have so said that it that way. way that's for within one or two weeks but honestly you can very easily veg one more week and then you basically have let's say instead of a, a 600 watt of veg you have maybe a 400 watt veg all you'd really need is maybe one more week to what about time what about a couple of these then and by the way, a 600 watt light in a veg tent is too much light, like way too much light. You're gonna and if you segregate those place. flower chambers, like Fumi's talking about, where you got one and the other, you'll be able to use this pro. You'll use this pro tip where you can put a single oh, like two of these. You put a single bulb in the room during that's on 24 hours for the first couple weeks they're in there, and just crank your lights up high, get that DLI up keep the plants lit with weak light overnight and they'll veg without it having to change timers or any of that stuff. You leave your shit on flower time, turn your lights up high or bring them down close to the plants and just what put about a single bulb in there. It'll keep it light. Maybe one of these and then <laughs> something else for the veg or something. Maybe I buy one of these for the veg and move the 600 and, or I buy two of these. Yeah, I mean, three? you don't even uh, you don't even need to go that heavy. How big of a veg are you talk about? Tell us more about that light because I couldn't see. They were giving me U moles and shit. I don't know, like uh, what was the wattage on there? It said three fifty. Oh, okay. There we go. 40, wattage four forty. Not a bad light on paper. So, yeah, on paper, I mean, oh, price certified. That's good. I don't know anything about the brand, but yeah. I mean, but well, honestly, they've been around in lighting for a long time. They just kind of got into the grow light scene. But three fifty, I would save the money and take any old whirlpools or whatever I had. I don't have around. anything left anymore. I literally have one HLG hundred. I have one eighty ninety five watt. Wait, you uh, have a single board. HLG port? You could veg like a freaking three by three tent with that. What a hundred? Yeah. Well, I have two. Yeah. So I'm saying, like a single HLG board. But one of them is going to end up, like the 80 or the 95 water I mean, is going to end up over the anybody, chlorine Anybody shit. else who's over there running a bed space, correct me if I'm wrong, but a, a 
decent hundred ish watts should be able to veg out a three by three ish space, right? Keep the plants vegging and alive. You might have yeah, to yeah, rotate sure. them around a little bit. Yeah, you're not going to get monsters. You're probably not going to be able to immediately flip them to flower as soon as you move them in the vent in the flower tent. But you don't have to buy another can keep several mothers. Yeah, uh, especially like well, I kind uh, of let me think. Like you, you know, half the year I turn my veg lights down. Like honestly, like there's there's all kinds of times when the plants just don't need all that much light. I kind of want to be like you said and have stuff go in and kind of keep going every month or two. You'd be better off with two flower tents as opposed to one gigantic flower tent that you pretty much turn into He-Man every time. Like, honestly, you'd be better off with less veg light because that 600 is too much for that tent. You're just going to blast the shit out of because that's for all your seedlings and everything. Like even putting that at the ceiling on the tent, you're probably still, still going to blast your freaking seedlings. So you'd have well, to have probably another tent have- already. I have it dumbed down to it shuts oh my off. God, why would you dumb down the 600? No, 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 no. That's the wrong way. That's the flower light. And then if you want to add another flower light, yeah, go ahead and do right that. Now. And now uh, get a veg light. Like get a veg light. A whole nother take... light. Cause I just, yeah. I just turned up. Cause I needed to do the fems under something. Cause the other lights are being used. So I just turned the 600 down so probably about 100 watts you're fucking wasting it i don't know why we're yeah talking yeah about by the time by the time you wear that 600 out like you're gonna be, like there's gonna be tendings on the market that are so much better like you're gonna want to change five First times of all, how do you wear day. those lights out like you lose yeah, exactly. literally three thousand hours well, fifty wait, thousand wait. hours what if you're what if you're supposed to percent that's for a loss of 10 percent supposed to run them at 80 percent anyway <laughs> to extend the life Oh my God, those fucking lights. No, man, they, they, man, last, they last so long. They what last are you forever. Yeah. What are you extending? Like, like, well, and, by the, and like, the literally, by the time you're going to, there's going to be some new technology on the market that we're all going to want in three months. Yeah. Like, yeah, but so what's the problem with me turning it down? Because you're it wasting will last it. You're using forever, a Ferrari right? you're to take your it. fucking yeah. goat to yeah, kindergarten or something. You, I don't even know. Exactly. You could, those, you could be using those singles to do your vegging and for can't right now. Murder. You're taking Everything your Ferrari to a go-kart track. But when you move rooms. Literally everyone else is telling you, Matt, we're going to change the subject because literally <laughs> everyone is telling you. Chats over here. And then you're like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. I can't take a whole room Keep taking your Ferrari to the, to the go-kart to the track. Store, to the fucking 7-Eleven to pick up the hot dog. I'm deliver, sure. He's taking, the, he's taking the, the Ferrari to deliver like Home Depot. Pizzas, yeah. You deliver yeah, pizza you have, in a Ferrari. That's what you use. You can turn it down and it's meant to be turned down. That's why no, they have. No, in a no. flowering environment, not to 100 no. watts. That's silly. <laughs> I would, they, they, they would minimize pizza. it then. <laughs> they would minimize it then. You literally got yeah. everybody rolling. Smash. It's funny. <laughs> it's a fucking light. Any type fucker. of light, dude. The light in your kitchen is a fucking normally a light you can dim up and down. They're meant to do that, especially these uh, newer the, LEDs. the efficiency is not nearly as uh, as clear as you think. It's not. It's uh, especially since Actually, they're like semiconductors well, dimming, and stuff. It's not nearly the same as you think it is. Dimming I an LED in, increases the efficiency hugely. Actually, he's he's right there. No, no, no. dimming an LED actually increases. But it's the not efficiency. like it's. Uh, how do I say this? But it's it, not as but if like it's. Like, 
But what he's talking about is like the old school Vero 29 overdriving and then well, dimming where you run them at high voltage and then dim them down so that you can increase the efficiency. But like no, he's good. he hasn't the, talked about the efficiency. So that's the thing. He hasn't once in this conversation talked about efficiency. No, I'm just so that's, not an, that's an, not an important metric for him in any way. It looks like, I mean, you know, within reason. Uh, so I think that honestly, we're, we're just honestly approaching it the wrong way. Use the right tool for the job. You have a perfect light, like you have a Ferrari Ford doing fast, awesome driving. Use that car, whatever you have to do, switch the lights. Like I've had to do that before. If you get a better light, that's a very, that's a very normal thing to do. Like everybody does that camera, like photographers do that. Like they get a new camera, they replace the freaking old camera. The old camera becomes their backup camera. Uh, uh, if you're a, different. You wouldn't a do that surveyor or something. Your, your, your first race car shouldn't your be. Yeah, but I your first race car in, shouldn't be a Ferrari or, or a Corvette or a top end car. It should be a Honda Civic or something like that or Integra or something like that. It shouldn't be. A but he won the thing, so you know. It's either I took down. Race rocket. I took down. I had just had four plants come down flowering and I was trying to stay consistent. It, it's either I took down that stuff before I would take all the plants out, take the lights down, put them in. But I was just like, we'll just turn it down because when they're done, I'm going to go in there. They're I don't understand. Done. What's the problem? So they're flowering and you're worried about doing something to them or what? I just didn't have time to go in there and take them down. And I just wanted so to start So what's the complication? Something. I still, I feel like I'm taking crazy. Nothing, really. I don't understand why we, why, what's the problem with the light? You're like, you can't, you can't, you can't. Why can't you? What's the problem? Why can't you just use that? That uh, what's up, Bugs? Why can't you just use that HLG for flower? Is that like normally what it? That's normally what it would something be. or what? But Jesus so like, there's Christ. some kind of complication. What is the complication? Because you keep saying normally it no, doesn't work. It would be just for flower, but I had the veg tent since. That's I what just, I'm asking. What's the butt? What's the butt? I'm telling you, you're you're interrupting me. Sorry, <laughs> but. The veg tent was being used for my auto flowers and everything was pretty much close to being done. Literally, I just cut two down. There's two more, a really big LSD and a really big uh, what fast but sour diesel variation of sour diesel. And how does this keep the future from happening? How does this well, keep didn't. flowers that's what you're talking about making from happening? Well, that's I was trying to start seedlings. You've seen where I was starting. That's kind of I had. Oh, seedlings. You can start under a light bulb. Yeah, yeah, Literally. I started everything. Like so, so let me like get this straight. Because you I, have auto flowers in your grow, you now need to keep your, your vent as lit as that's your the flower that's, the, that's the problem here. I had them under T8s. I, I usually, like, the T8s were in that room we were looking at. But then I was like, well, I don't really want to change these out when these plants are bigger. So, And it's only a two-bulb, four-foot strip. Instead so of that like, $350 weird off brand light, you could literally pick up a 300 B spec for your veg for the same price with the Croptober deals. I've always said I want Yeah, seriously. Like, you've got I've always said I like the, the Dude, you got the, I don't even know. Like the HLGs are like the Bentley. Brand of that. That's, well, I wouldn't say it's a Bentley, but that's like the freaking Ford of lights right now, right? Like everybody's talking about <laughs> HLGs, right? Oh, because Ford's kind of generic. We would say, what? I would say no, they got the V Raptor and shit. I wouldn't say that's fucking generic. Ford is? Yeah, fuck? Ford. Ford's like a really? generic company now. It's like an American company. It's not really like fancy. 
Dude, I don't that's, think HMG is all that fancy. I think, I think that's, that's the marketing. I think, that's I think the, the marketing is made you think that it's something that it's not. I mean, it's a fucking light. It's a fucking Tommy. It's a fucking that... LED, man. It's an LED. What is luxurious about it? Does it suck your? I don't know. Give up, dude. Rude. I, I don't, it does, what does it fucking do? What does it yeah, fucking no, do? It's, it's a light. A it shines light. It's not a piece of Diablo. It takes a hit. I'm sorry to make fun of them, but it's a light. They are. Marketing. They are. HLGs. Except for the actual chips. They're made here. I mean, they put those chips on the boards in America. Which is good. I approve that completely. Yeah. Other other light companies, you don't know. Like where they're going to shit. I got into a floor flex the other day where they're why why are you chipping your lights apart? And they're like, Oh, we're chipping them apart because we want to show you the drivers. And I'm like, but if you make the lights, why don't you just get a demo or something? Why are you beating the light apart? It's just so bad. Oh, because you don't make them. You didn't have a I choice. I just wanted to. <laughs> I don't know. I was it, it, it's me being lazy. So like you guys technically are calling me out on being lazy for not putting the smaller lights in there, but I'm just didn't want to switch stuff. I I just kind of wanted to keep them in there and grow them in there. So they're just I just going to turn the light. Is you're you're losing out because of that mentality. That freaking R spec could be pumping. Yeah, and it, I don't have anything for it to pump though. But you will. I don't know. You're trying to plan this. I don't know why we're still talking about this. Everybody else is basically telling you to do it, and you're arguing. Smash. But but you guys don't. Under, if you guys have, I that, think everybody else is wrong, and you're the right one. That's, that's I'm just definitely the correct. That what you guys answer. would want to do. You guys want me to take apart. We a want you to use the race flowering. car on the racetrack, and we want you. To, I still but I cannot don't figure out what the problem is. So you're you're currently flowering that. You have that light in the flowering tent and you're worried, just in simple language, do I understand this correctly, that you're worried about somehow disrupting the flower cycle by taking that light out? Is that the problem or is there some other problem? Forget it. Let's just move on. You don't get it. I can't figure out. No, I can't figure out what other problem there could possibly be. Like, that's the only problem. I just had, there is no problem. That's the fucking thing. How far along in flower That's what what I had and I had What else could it be? But Marduber, what else could it possibly be that's the problem? I didn't take out plants and move lights and tents and switch lights and move things. How far along? So that's what it is. Are you within a couple weeks of finishing something? And even Wes said LEDs get more efficient as you turn them down. So I figured, fuck it, we'll just run it low and we'll start some stuff. And as soon as they get big, we'll put it on high. No, they get more efficient, not, and and even that, they don't get more efficient when you turn down to zero. They get more efficient when you turn down to like 80%. Not 10%. Yeah, 60%. In fact, they get less efficient when you turn down to 10%. It's probably at like 60 at the top of the tent. Oh my fucking God. No. See, I don't, I, I turn mine down on the bench. Because I don't need it, sure. but that's only there. The rest of them I, I mean, run on full because, I like, I like at the end of the day, bitch. like I I know, like, look, the lights I already have are already outdated. There's already better shit being made, and like, guess what? In five years, I'm gonna want to change to that shit. Well, I just I don't know. I was being lazy, and things are flowering and happening. And well, how my close? Little, how close to finishing time. flower are you, Smash? Like cutting them down. So then wait till you're done with harvest and then move things. Well, I already, but me, I wanted to start stuff. That's why I was being impatient. That's why I was like, well, I thought it was well, okay. You started you under the you same light. Well, no, no, no. Guys, I thought it was okay time. to like <laughs> turn these lights down. From what I understood, it's okay to turn these Sure, lights. it's okay. If you so had three of those lights, I would tell you, why not? If you're not hurting anything, you already had, like if you won three of them or something, or someone gave you an incredible price on three of those R-Specs, 
I'd be like, sure, man, use one in veg, yeah. one in uh, two in flour. That would be awesome. That'd yeah, be a great if, setup for you. If you had two to cover the space and wanted to turn them down to 60 or 80%, I would actually endorse that. That's if you don't have decision. anything to use them on, why not turn but, it down and start playing so you can use it? Well, why turn it down? I mean, that's all you got. Because there's stuff flowering in a in the twenty four hour in one in one scenario because I, I didn't want to run my HLG six hundred twenty four hours with autos, so I ran the shitty lower lights twenty four hours. Well, you shouldn't run anything twenty four hours, no matter what, whether it's auto or not. Like it doesn't do any better. It was actually um, twenty. I, I give it two hours to sleep, but you get what two I'm hours saying. ain't enough. Two hours ain't enough. Diablo. Scorpion Diablo. Brand new. And I'm vegging uh, like Diablo 14, 14 clones over there because uh, my, 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 my other clones are like being cut. I have See? 14 clones just sitting here in a tray waiting with this whole, I got all these pots filled, but the irrigation's all run. Everything's done. But, you guys but seem I don't to have a pot ready to transfer. So I'm, so I'm doing it. So what you do to veg is you leave these on 12-12 or 11 13 whatever you run and then you put a single led bulb like this on 24 hours that's not going to stress the plants out and overlight them but it will keep them from going to sleep so you can fetch okay. i mean i can Man, do something what, like that. okay guys where on the earth do you find a place that has no hours of darkness first off and you're trying to like teach your plant this is how For life auto is flowers Ooh. no auto flowers don't grow Siberia? in a place like that there's at no the South like Pole. Bikinis for Siberia. At the South <laughs> There's Pole. There's no place like that. And nothing grows there. Right. It's, it's wait, frozen wait. ice on Auto top flowers. Of Auto flowers. Every <laughs> living thing requires... Okay, photosystems <laughs> too happens at night. So like when you don't do that, you're forcing it to do it in the day. And it's not that's not natural and it doesn't work as well. It like I don't care what you say. Like, there's no point well, in running it past eighteen early. hours. First off, uh, when your plants uh, go to uh, sleep, unless you unless you're giving them seven thirty to seven fifty nanometer, they don't go to sleep right away. So they're taking two hours to fall asleep. So smash as soon as your plants fall asleep, you're waking them right up. That's no good. Second off, like what fucking what plant can go with no sleep? What animal, what fucking thing can go with no sleep? Man, rest it. It does stuff when it's sleeping. The, when you think it's sleeping, it's doing other things. It's sending exudates down to the roots. It's doing all kinds of other things. I've noticed better well, results 24 hours with my autos. No, you're you're fucking wrong. You're fucking no. wrong. You know, I, man, my garden, keep smoking whatever the fuck you're smoking because, had, like, it is not working. They've done bro. way better. No, dude, once I ask any fucking knowledgeable grower, smash fucking twenty four hours I, light I, does not improve you can, anything. Smash, no, anyone that grows autos, you right. can talk to them oh about God. Even the autos, man. Even the autos, they got to rest. Even the autos. 
fucking want to sleep, bro. Where do they grow? Oh. Where do they come from, man? Where do they come from, Smash? Where do autos come from? Not, I'm not, I'm just telling you what I should Where do they come from? Seriously, think about it logically. This is the point. All right, one person at a time. One this person. is the point I was making with that small LED light, is if you're going to light them 24 hours, make sure that some of those hours are a very low light so that you're not lighting them under full intensity light 24 hours a day. Because yes, autoflowers grow in areas where they do get nearly 24 hours of non-darkness. I wouldn't say 24 hours of light, but they yes, there are places up in siberia and alaska and stuff where you can grow plants they have weeks of darkness and weeks of light yeah well no there's still darkness i am at the 56 parallel i live in zone two yeah i live in zone two all right now it's not light it's just not darkness it's when it's just dim out very dim. Siberia is not nearly as far north as you think it is. Siberia is basically where like Alaska and uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin. Hey, we're just gonna just just to show you, um, like this is what comes up when you Google. Okay, that's Google best best. Uh, <laughs> two fast four buds. Yes, and these are all people who don't know how to grow. Fucking type this. That's it. Smash. You basically just found a website by people who wrote something by the dollar or by that's, the that's penny. That's fast buds. That's actually fast buds. Like the, they they. Uh, but then that's I'm telling you, their the strain the grew better under twenty four hours when they told me to do it. It grew better. I swear to God. Plants. I, Smash, there is no plant yeah. in the world that Whatever. grows under 24 hour okay. light. They well, grow. you guys don't agree, but, but I, guess I do it city in parks. Looks like, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, what's Smash going on, Bugs? Wishes. What's that? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, Bugs is trying to have the popcorn this time. It's not. It's just there's multiple sources that it's come from. I'm sure so those sources grow boof shit weed. I got fucking guarantee it. I guarantee it. I've done 18 with the autos. I actually have done them side to side smash. Just keep burning your money in electricity, bro. Just keep burning your money in electricity. That's what you're doing. It's who I'm not worried about. 16, 8. Everybody goes 18, 6. I go 16, 8 to save a little on juice. And I just bring the lights down closer to the plants. I light them harder. Make sure they're getting 700. 700 Nothing wrong with that, Marduber. I agree with that. Shut them down a couple more hours. Let them have a little so more sleep. My flower is usually DLI. around 10 or 11. As far as what plants need it for light, it's DLI. That's the real PPFD. All these numbers are mumbo jumbo. DLI is where it's really at, which is yep. something that you need PPFD to know. You can't have DLI without knowing your PPFD. But you take your PPFD, you multiply that by how many hours of light you're giving it, and you see the DLI. If you're giving your plant more than 40 to 50 DLI, you're doing some otherworldly shit that like plants aren't used to. Oh shit, man. Well, I didn't know that. I just I just thought that it took I just left it on 24. Well, I started those 18 and then I just moved them up and they were at three hours of sleep and then i said well i'm cutting them down soon so i'm gonna pump them at 24 and then dump them under no light see lars larson is saying that he veges under 12 hours on with five five on one or five five off one on, gas five, five off. yeah and you can trick there's lots of ways to trick plants for sure but 
DLI is kind of where you hit a threshold where the plants just simply cannot handle more light than that. There's no, there, there's no way they could deal with it. Yeah. And, and not maybe only that, it's but the only time better to grow roots is at night. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. And, and maybe, the, maybe it's working better for you smash because you have your light turned down so low that it's taking 24 hours to get to your DLI. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, it looks, they look beautiful. Like the colors come well, out. Like what we're saying is, you could bring, get a par meter, get your plants down into the good par range, do some math on DLI, and you could save yourself some headaches. Well, I know, I know. Like, trust me, because I brought when I bring things outdoors <coughs> from under eighteen, <coughs> under full sun all, all day, they can stay vegging under. Let's say I. Put them out there minimum 14 and a half hours. And, ow, motherfucker, I just burned myself. And they haven't flipped. Fuck that hurt. Well, I know. I get, I, I don't know. I run my veg at 18. That's usually, that's all I run my veg at. And I flower under 12, 12. And actually, when I flower, I actually kind of go down to like 10 hours of light. And then I cut down. I don't do darkness or anything. Only with auto flowers is where I do the funky shit. Give them 24 hours of light, a couple of days that, before man. I chop them down. That's, it's, this whole discussion has been basically because you're doing some weird shit to the auto flowers and none of us think you should be doing and like that's the whole like, <laughs> impetus to go but by. But you guys know ice. the auto <laughs> flowers is where I play with things. Like those are for just buff whatever. They're not like the, the stuff I'm going to so get some really stuff. nutty lights Like go out and build lights, like build lights out of like, I don't even know, uh, artistic freaking arrays or something. You want to add spectrum. Like, I'm not even kidding. Go to like a circuit. Not as, oh, not, how would you, you go to like a, I guess you'd go to like a, uh, like a stage supply store, maybe fuck. I don't know. Anybody in this, uh, the, the chat that knows what I'm talking about, you'd go somewhere where you're trying to get like colored lights and stuff for shows for like actual rock concerts. And you can build your own shit and then go real nuts because you'd have like a kaleidoscope for your auto flowers. That I would be all in favor of. You can have like auto flowers are fun to be the ones to test because they do not turn into hermaphrodites when you do funky stuff like this. So (laughs) I've pulled, I've pulled them, I've pulled auto flowers under 18 and put them in 12, 12. I've pulled auto flowers and put them under straight darkness. I've like, I've just played with autoflowers to see if I can ever get them to turn into a hermaphrodite. Because someone asked the question. Yeah, they do. And I've never had one. And I've I done have. some funky fucking oh, shit. Oh, they out just like anything else. Oh, they hurt. You, know, you yeah. just leave them long. You just leave them longer than they say. And they will, every one of them oh, will. I don't know. It's called rudder, rudderization. They do it. They're the first people. To, they're the first ones to do it. But almost every strain will do that if you run it long enough. That's yeah. like their final act of preservation. I just re-vegged uh, Gawain, really nice plant. And then uh, it threw nanners right before it finally, like it re-vegged and then threw nanners. Ooh. This is way after the flower and everything else. Uh, threw nanners basically right before it threw normal green leaves. I've had yeah, stuff so throw nanners during re-veg too. That HLG is on right now 16 hours, I think. This is if this shows up. 17. This is uh, seventeen uh, hours. Thousand. This is apropos of nothing in this conversation, but I'm just kind of goofing off and I'm rolling a joint, and I found an obvious twin seed and an obvious regular seed. And show <laughs> I up. like the twins. I told you you should do but something. You see like how that. much bigger the twin is? I like guess my plant, twin, but one is a twin. My twin didn't look like that. Bro. Oh no, 
My twin looked really like a race. So like there's something in there. Cause I looked at I was popped the Morganas, it looked just like the male seeds. They didn't give me any real different bigger or anything. And two two little tails came out. That's cool. And you're like, woo. Looks like two, you know. I always say they look like sperm before they go in soil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good analogy, so. <laughs> But you just no, you guys, fucking little beautiful I, little plants for me, but fuck. with my with my photo period, I out of my mouth last night. God damn it, doing that fucking dragonfly earth medicine shit. Fuck. <laughs> now I'm gay. That's yeah. how it happens, man. That's how it happens. Shit, man. With my photo period stuff, I keep under like Here's 17, 18 hours. Here's and then I flower under 12, 12. Wait. Auto flowers, do, I do weird stuff with, yeah. Um, I, I will take the abuse for doing that. <laughs> but if you guys had room to experiment, you would too. I mean, would I? Like, uh, I have the, op- I have the Actually, option I do, of experimenting, and I, and I would prefer to have the good weed. Like, Weston, I'm curious what you would say, like. Look, I, I, what? I, I still limited prefer time weed. to invest everywhere, right? right? So, like, I don't fuck around. Like, I do what works. Well, yeah, that's, looks, that's it. What are you hoping like, will happen? experiment a little bit. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try this KNF crop against this fucking... Listen, people, <laughs> listen all nutrients here and see what I like. Well, West, here's kind of why I did it. Because you hear a lot. Autos are supposed to be grown under 24 hours. If you ask a lot, a lot of, like, mm. auto people... No, say, man. 18 to 24 hours. Those people are then, fucking wrong. Listen, listen, listen. And I figured, why not try it? <coughs> so I pumped why? them up the last couple of days. Uh, because every four days, you're burning an extra day's electricity. Why are you that's worried why. about my electricity, that's... bro? Because it costs money, brethren. It's an input, like anything else. You can yeah, pay it for me if you want. But stop worrying input. about it if you're not putting money in my pocket or paying my bills bro i'm trying to help you keep your money in your pocket i know what i trust me i watched my electricity bro if it was something crazy i wouldn't do anything this is the first time really playing with the 24 hours like i've never really done it i usually keep autos under 18 i really do but this time it i was like fuck it let's pump it up one time and see what it does because that's what you hear so i was like let's see what it does one one of my plants gave me a little bit more color. I will say it did, but it didn't. Ian make it says, "Let's all let's all do an it, auto you, flower challenge so we can autos, increase our yeah. knowledge on auto flowers." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ian, I, just trolling from the chat. God damn it! No, I, I love seriously. Auto I mean, that, that goes back to what I was saying earlier about like mastering all the freaking forms so that you can really hold forth on you know anybody's topic. Yes, well, I'm going to go back to riding really with training like wheels flowers. so I can be the master of riding with training wheels. And if someone, if I hear someone saying, <laughs> no, but it's important that you have gone through those training wheels at some point. Well, I am I about hear... to do my first ever indoor grow. Congrats, uh, Bugs. Am, nice. I am on training wheels. Yeah, Bugs. Nice. <laughs> but of and course, ride it till them fucking wheels fall off. <laughs> I've got three lights. I just need to get a tent. I need to get my seats what started you, popping. What are you growing? <laughs> Hold on. I haven't decided yet. 
I still have two <coughs> Vian Louis I have to harvest out in the yard. So, and and I'm still drying and hanging my great big plant back right behind this. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm just happy now that I can be like, listen, don't. When I hear someone say something like that, I can be like, I've tried it, bro, and it didn't really do anything special. <laughs> That's kind of why I do things so I can say I've tried it and I've actually tried it. But I love growing indoors. I love my photo periods. Like, bugs, listen, my photo periods are my babies. I'll give them the 600. <laughs> I have two. You've got to give, you gotta give your flower. I'm just going to finish that. I'm just going to say that. Like, It's like what, going over some of the garage. Like, have you ever been to like a, I don't know. It, it's made my heart hurt a couple of times where I've been to like a wealthy person's house and I've seen these undriven sports cars. You know, mm-hmm. like oh, they're yeah. obviously worth tons of money, but like they're meant, they're built to be yeah, driven. Yeah. Like Ferraris are built to fucking scream yeah, the yeah. Motorcycles that get ridden one weekend a year. Yeah. No, cars that get driven one like month a year for like three days. <laughs> that is what kills you. You know, but I have it. I the fucking doing funky shit with auto flowers, and I don't know. I don't want them near my <laughs> photo period. So I just left that ten over there and started a couple plants. I started, you know, and I didn't want to change the lights. I was being a lazy. Switch the lights. It's not a big fucking deal. You I'm gonna lights. Holy shit! Well, they're gonna the, come the, down. The plants, well, here's usually the plants do kind of freak out a little bit. It's kind of weird how this much they're sensitive, true. even between like different brands of light or different wattage of light they need a few days sometimes to kind of adjust i don't know it's weird but it is again because basically their food is those lights but even then it doesn't take much you can flip from an hps to an led you can flip from a cmh to an led you can do all kinds of different stuff it's not a big deal i'm probably gonna end up like i wanted to get them started and the tent was being used up so they're gonna end up in that tent under all the other LEDs in the veg tent. I just need to finish up the stuff, but they're only a week or two away. I actually have two pulled out, and they're getting cut down when I go down there tomorrow. Um, and then yeah, I another. See, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I want to see how that. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. How you grow with that R spec? <laughs> see my, you see my grow with the R spec. I think he means turned up. I mean to say like. Everybody's always hyping up those HLGs and HLG this, HLG that. I mean, the GML is basically all HLG all the time, right? Oh, like they're the fucking wall-to-wall HLG channel. So I'm just like, uh, do they actually grow well? Like, is it, is, good. It, is it hype or is it like Gelato 43? You know what I mean? So I was when curious, I have it full power. It in the full power. So that's Dude, honestly, I would do that. Like, and if you want, if, if, you're, if you're ever curious, people are always wondering, like, oh, why don't I have Instagram followers? Instagram, whether you like it or not, you know, there is an algorithm that basically pushes down cannabis people. But in the very end, the interesting people do better. And so, for example, if your channel, if any of our channels, including my channel, just always stagnates, sometimes it's some algorithm or someone reporting you or whatever else. But a lot of it usually is because other people are more interesting and you're less interesting. You know what I mean? And that's that's a painful reality for a lot of us to swallow. But the fact of the matter is that so if you were looking for something to grow the fuck out of your followers, it would be growing the shit out of like that HLG 
Scorpion Diablo. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't I know. Thought it was it was just released, yo. They just released the light. I think it's half the power of the Scorpion Diablo in the same, like, so that's formation. By that, it's just black, blacked out. It looks, it looks like criminal spec. It's dope. That is clever as hell. Yeah, the anodizing. That's that's the Gromouse influence right there. I bet you a million dollars. That's that freaking yep, Gromouse. Absolutely. It's literally blacked out criminal spec. That's exactly the kind of thing he would do. Genius. It looks good, though. It really does. Remember all those cool lights he was building for Loki Grows and all those different people? They were all anodized and had cool fucking designs. That's 100% Gromouse right there. Well, yeah. So I prepare. That yeah, that's 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 a good. warning shot right there. Like prepare for cool lights that basically have no use, that, let's say, in a warehouse, <laughs> but they're going to look sick in your fucking home grill. So. <laughs> I mean, the, the 600 looks good when I had everything other than the last row. I almost filled that five by five with three plants. You guys, you guys, there was a little bit of space. I could have did a little bit better, but it was the only three plants that had flowering. I ran the 600 under, I think, at 80% the whole time. 90%, 80%. You know, I have to be honest. I'd buy the shit out of one of those lights. I mean, not right now necessarily, but I would totally buy it. Like, uh, I was They're just... Nice. Uh, uh, Red just released the new camera. Like I don't know, some of you guys know Red, some of you guys don't. I guess, but Red is this like the guys that created oh, awesome cameras, the dude that, oh, right? God. The dude that created, but they're just go. like cinema cameras. Yeah. They're not. Yeah, yeah no, they're like camera. fucking the ones if you want to do like fucking high end like snowboard fucking filming and shit um, like that. Those are the cameras to have. Hard, so they just like, released one. I realized I just burped the kit in the microphone. I'm sorry, but anyway, yeah. uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> That's what I should be saying. You're welcome. <laughs> fucking <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 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 but anyway cameras i can't even remember it's like thirty thousand or twenty seven thousand or whatever and you got to get like six thousand dollars in accessories so it's like yeah i think that's what it is it's like twenty seven thousand and then you got to get like a bunch of accessories and so to, to really use the fucking oh thing God. they charge for the charger they charge for the battery charger can you believe that the charges for the fucking yeah, exactly <laughs> at least apple doesn't charge you for the first charger that comes in the box anyway no, no, uh, they do that's the thing is that they, 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 yeah they, they charge they now the Fuck 12 and 13 say. have it come with the charger. They're oh, my God. They so yeah, don't knows. send me no fucking charger. Uh, so Red got the idea from them. They're like, cha-ching. Anyway, uh, 8K, blah, blah, blah. What was the point that I was trying to make? Oh, uh, some uh, review. I was watching. I was eating lunch and basically watching a weed reviewer and a, a camera reviewer thinking like, oh, let's dream about a $35,000 camera. And the guy was basically talking about it. Like, it's this luxury this, luxury that. And I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, man, with like the skull and like the weird accessories they have on there. And then like tons sure. of people get all these like blinged out accessories too. like some of the filmmaker people. First of all, some of them are trust fund people. But second of all, some of those people make good money. And that's like their Stradivarius that they do stuff with. Like some of those people like bling out the shit out of their stuff. So I could totally imagine. Yeah, that's a looking night, honestly. Like I, I could totally imagine somebody real quick. Like, it's even, it's dude, it's anybody, even, can you imagine? Released? Yeah, Mark, they're gonna release the shit out of that. They're I have a question have for you. You said the Scorpion Diablo. How many watts is that thing? Six fifty at the wall. So they're saying this. They're saying this is a smaller version. It's only six hundred. I thought it would yeah. be a little bit smaller than that. The difference oh, still, is so that's no. Sick. The difference yeah, is that it's got the supports on the boards, which is unlike the the all the other ones which have them pinned to the edges and the LEDs go straight through. It's weird. It looks like they gapped out two rows of LEDs on each side of the, or the, the inside board there. 
which that's a it's an odd it's an odd way to do it but yeah i, I think I, it, I'm interested i need mean, to see more about that that's cool because it's the the that's the weird thing about the scorpion diablo even the scorpion r spec like they're really in this weird shape size where it's like five by five. Who the hell decided that everybody should be rolling five by fives? When yeah, did that happen? Five by five spaces. Where's Where's Tommy on this one? Like it used to be four by fours and four by eights. Like it was all four by fours, four by eights. Well, Everything was in multiples because of HPS lights. And now because of the like variance in size of LED bar, you know, all of a sudden some some people decided five by five was a good idea. Yeah, everything. I mean, four, four well, by four is what I do everything by. Just, just. I mean, the, the OG, five by five makes it easier 10, though because it's all yeah. five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Well, yeah, but that's completely bass backwards of how you build anything. If anybody who builds stuff knows that everything comes in four by eight sheets, mm-hmm. yeah. why would you make things five by five? Are you trying to be difficult? <laughs> I mean, might as well just make it like six by six and then make it easier and now two four by eights, you know, but nobody makes a like like quite like well, that. I think really. they I think what they're thinking Close, is I guess. everyone puts it in the middle. So that you know what I mean? Like they always you want a little bit of room around it. I don't know. Most people use tents or reflective walled small chambers, like that I, I know do. of. Anybody anybody who I see still five. growing in big open room spaces, I'm like, you're you're missing out. You're missing out. Like oh, so what? this is the kind of shit I'm talking whoa, whoa, about. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, what? What am I missing out on? My big yeah. room has Reflet- my, my my multi lights fucking Reflet- get better too. coverage than fucking. I'd love I to have, have a red eight camera. little room. That'd be fun. Oh wow, that's tents, beautiful. Like, but do you have reflective surfaces on the walls? The, yeah, the walls. Right there. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the size of walls the room are painted is flat white. Are the walls reflective? Are the walls yeah, flat adequately yeah, close to where the lighted area is, where you don't have more than like say feet two feet yeah. gap, three feet gap from the walls? Cowboy That's what I'm saying. Handle. People that I see growing with like a lamp in the middle of a bedroom or in the corner of a bedroom with nothing around it. One lamp going, in a bedroom uh, is hardly you, a grow. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, it is what it is. You see a lot of people out there that don't bother boxing it well, in and hang up blankets or. If you guys seen, I was in where I had a couple of plants sitting downstairs and I could look across to where the tent is. I want to end up filling this whole, that whole space. Start like there's building a, chambers, bro. I always a, look at you guys in the tents and I'm like, why the fuck would you be in there? Like working in this little <laughs> tiny enclosed fucking little space. Fucking I bought one that I can open up though. I mean, constantly sure moving I, around. Like it, it's a pain in the ass. I like a fucking big room. I love my rooms. My room I is made fucking sure. awesome. But yeah. my whole tent wall comes off, two walls come completely off. I made sure my tent didn't have like a small opening. I could literally open it up. And I think at one point I want to just kind of open it up and then put another tent next to it and kind of fill in the gap with some stuff. And then the next thing is how long does a tent last? Like, does a tent last? When I built, when I, when I build a room, like it lasts forever. Yeah, but a room's forever as long as you have the tape. If I did, well, I was in a small tent for a long time. You guys, well, other than outdoors, when we started indoors, I was in that small tent for a long, long time that I built. And I decided to get bigger. And at like you see five by fives and 
they're always priced pretty decent. And you see all these lights are specced by five by five most of the time. So a lot of people get suckered into it. I kind of like me where I was like, oh, well, that would be cool. A five by five area. And you think about it and you don't really put it in perspective on how big a five by five is. Because since I was our tech smaller, is like 10. 12 bucks a sheet, man. Yeah, like why build you're just why starting a, to get bigger? Why buy a two hundred dollar tent when you could go out and buy a hundred dollars worth of drywall? I paid way less than two hundred dollars. You're crazy. Well, one hundred and forty. One hundred and twelve. Oh, okay. That's well, kind of a cheaper tent. It's not going to last all that long. It definitely won't last as long as <laughs> some a people don't have. No, a you do though. definitely get what you pay for. Like the gorillas last longer, but I can even oh, say yeah. from experience, the sun huts and the jardins but, and stuff—they actually last a fairly long time. But here's, they're way more rickety than the gorillas. The, I'll, the I'll say, I'll interject here that the tents are basically a gigantic compromise. But as far as I can tell, the one big advantage is that they're an isolated environment. So within yep. that little environment, you have basically like a little universe that you can have. And a if you do it right, you, you can have a little microclimate. You can even actually have and, a series of microclimates right next to each other. You could have a veg, flower, veg, flower. The plants wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Yep. You could have them on You're different areas. You could have, you can have all kinds of stuff. Uh, Ninja, we were talking about Ninja earlier. He has like breeding chambers right next to each other where he's breeding one chamber, another chamber, another chamber, all different chambers, all different males, all different everything. Those are basically wooden tents. You know what I mean? And that's the the one advantage. The disadvantage is pretty much everything else. You know what I mean? Like all the, the conveniences and everything. Sure stuck forever. There, on and on and on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you if you move though, say you're like in a situation where you're, you know, what I'm saying, uh, whatever, renting, you can you can take it down, you know, and and things like that. I mean, that's, that's why I like our tech, though. No, that's why I like our tech. Our tech's great for that kind of shit. If you're in a temporary spot, don't bother with the drywall. If you're not gonna be there forever, get some foam sheets. You know, build that. Yeah, build, yeah that's true. But you I mean, guys see what I had. Two by fours are expensive nowadays though i mean but i mean i guess what he was saying is that the tent even has a floor so in that case you know you, you take your plants you take your tent and you're you're gone basically and that's it. like if you have a landlord or something, i'm not advocating that you, you know, yeah. lie to your landlord honestly you should just Man. ask me, but. as, as but, i mean you've seen uh, my growth so you know what i'm all about mm. i mean I, I have a construction background so i know how to, yeah. to construct walls and stuff anyway you know mm. what i mean it's not as soon as you have a construction background, it's weird. You start building it. Well, initially, I was going to build something, but it was kind of iffy where I was. Now it's kind of okay. Bless you. So I just want to have like a room oh. where the grow Where's is. My back? I'm hoping to move out and have my, another house. Other so spot. you don't want to invest a ton of money, right? Because that's one of the other, I guess, advantages. You don't invest Tents a ton of money in a... You yeah. can be a nomad. You can be a, 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 you know, Mongolian herder over there with your with your Mongolian autoflowers. Move, your, move <laughs> your yurt around. Here's the thing. With, like, our log, I can leave here and leave 12 plants for my mom and sister. I can go to my new place and have 12 plants for me and my patient. So, I'm saying, guys? More sites. Yeah. Yeah, trust me. I know all about that. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean you can't uh, build a good site here. You would actually be better off building a good site there and then moving that, on to the I have site. to. You guys remember I had to fix the basement. It was flooding and stuff. That's kind of where the tents came in. I got the tents because it would be a temporary when I 
fix the basement, to finish fixing the flooding because little by little I'm fixing it. Basements are raw, bro. Basement grows raw. That's a whole different universe. We are gonna put a drain in the floor. We're thinking about putting a drain in the floor. Get a get a decent dehue. If I, I have one, decent, I know. I mean, like an and in or a quest. I mean, like well, a decent, like a commercial dehue. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in a basement, <laughs> get something that's like three hundred pints a day plus. Mine's not that bad. I mean, I use a seven <laughs> pint uh, a day. Um, but my humidity, like in the summer, gets really high. Down there, it can get up to seventy-two to yeah, seventy-five. You so bad the dehue works. The dehue works going. real, real, real well. I keep the PM down, man. When it's that swampy, when it's swampy, the PM doesn't spread. It's when it's dry, PM yeah, spreads. But, but- Batritis and and yeah oh, yeah that's, that's up at eighty that's up at like eighty or mid seventy oh you you're saying that the ambient the ambient humidity is in the seventies and that you're yeah yeah just yeah, yeah. to hold a steady sixty I I can get it to hold steady sixty well, it's sixty if you move it into a larger basement though be prepared more humidity <laughs> like I have this I have this basement since I'm going into winter it's getting colder. So instead of using the dehue, I'm using heat to fight the humidity. Yeah, I used to, I used to rock about a sixteen by twenty basement, split up into a couple of chambers, and God, fucking humidity and mites. They, they I don't, don't want to get mites. Up. I haven't. Yeah, had any well, once they, problems, that's the problem God. with basements is once they get in. I see that. That's wood. <laughs> knocking on it. There's, there's no way to get it. It wasn't me that did it. It was it was an offsite like Tommy was talking about. You know, you had a, a homie that wanted to set up a site, so I set it up and had it running and put my lights and got it built out. And, you know, got him got him rocking and rolling. But like, yeah, and then he brought in some clones from a buddy and. I don't in. bring clones in. That's a big thing, though. I don't bring any. <laughs> we yeah, yeah, well, me neither do I. <laughs> but I've had fucking spider mites. I had them outside, but I never. I think I don't know why I didn't. They didn't come inside. They were rusted in come. my case, but like you know, <laughs> it was, in basements, yeah, keep, keep in basements, with you. <laughs> in basements, it's hard with like mite control because once they get into a crack somewhere. It's so fucking hard. They're just they're they're in there, and the, the conditions in the cracks are so ideal. In all the spots that like where you know, you're not controlling the climate and not dehumidifying, shit, oh, bro. Do you know like my, my my basement has a walk down set of stairs that kind of gets put on a building. They're like pre made, yeah. like uh, yeah. pre, but it's like it has a door and stuff. Right but around that. Seam what what for I did was I went and I laid I laid two by twos all down the walls and stacked freaking Artec on top of that. Night D, did he already bounce? Oh, Tuesday, have a good one. Take it easy, bro. Good night, dude. Yeah, that's the only reason I really got the tents. I would have ended up. I built my first tent by myself for my room right here. My groups. As soon as we started to legalize, I built a little tent. I bought the reflective material. I had plastic, PVC. I was like, I'm going to build something growing indoors. Fuck this. Started right away. And then what we started, shit, man, what time? When the show started, kind of, I was like, I'm going to get bigger. Like, as the real start date. 
Yeah, like, Trey Valone's got it. Might still catch you right in on Nats or whatever. I mean, like, that's the thing. Yeah. Well, you'll get aphids from ants and stuff, too. So, like, that's, that's like, a, a big thing. I like, love ants, that. ants travel on aphids. I love that Sierra Natural aphids Solution. Travel on it keeps the freaking shit from <laughs> anything even that's in your medium getting into your plants. Um, shit, man. I think ants yeah. just uh, feed off of the... Uh, the aphid shit. I don't know if they really they do. I mean, they might travel. They do. They farm them. They try to bring them to their new place. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I've, uh, I mean, yeah, I've had aphids outdoors. Not, not this year. Green lace wings crush them, dude. I mean, outdoors, even outdoors, I know people say they, they mature and fly away, but they're really not that expensive depending on, you know, you know what you're doing, and I I noticed them like straight living. I know I've said this before, but them green lace wings, man, they they crushed it for aphids. I mean, that was an outdoor situation, but and I, I've never used them indoors. I've never had them. Beneficials in flower. That's what I was telling somebody. I said, man, do some IPM and veg, just basic stuff, organics, yeah. whatever you got to do. But if you want double, you know, double bag that shit. Throw throw some fucking beneficials in when you flip the flower, especially if you've been having issues. Yep. So somebody on Reddit was saying, "Oh, I I had mites, and so I threw all my plants out. When's it safe to pop seeds?" And I'm like, "We'll pop them whenever, but start a good IPM. And if you're concerned about it, get some yeah, yeah, that's the wrong way to look at it. Just toss no, them all. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not criticizing Wes or you know a couple other people have, have uh, chopped their their grows down. Those were advanced growers, and they knew when to cut, when to hold them. They knew when to fold them, right? But in yep. the meantime, like especially newer oh, these, growers, if, if like, they yeah, hear the advice, oh, just chop it and start over. You learn nothing. You yeah. only learned how to throw yeah. your stuff in the trash and pay more money. You know what I well, mean? I've never, never just chopped, but, but I do shut down. Mm. I do shut down. I do. I do like to leave a pause in there after I've had a fucking in, in, in insect infestation just to let clean things cool down. Let all clean. those eggs die off, and yeah, clean. So let I all those eggs get a hair dryer. There's your hot tip for the day, tent guys, and you know if you're growing a room where get a hair dryer. If you had bugs and you want to get it real clean heat they'll live through all kind of shit but get a good heat gun or a hair dryer and hit all the cracks hit all the fucking spots get everything I, get to, I gotta buy some more ninja toads but you guys are right i should have i should have left the t8s in that tent uh, longer and then oh, i just go. got impatient you can't be patient impatient and lazy at the same time like i said those are contrary things you gotta pick one either be lazy well, and just up. ride let it ride or be impatient and fucking get it after. <laughs> well, there was, yeah. Well, I mean, I get you. I was just being dumb. I could have put some. I could have left. I could have put another light in there. You're right. I should have. I should have left them under something a little bit smaller. But I thought you guys did teach me that these lights. I thought they were meant to be able to turn down to that low, and I didn't know that. I thought it was fine for them. It can, yeah, but especially if you're rocking it you like can, several I don't know feet off would. and turning it down, like you're you're really minimizing your you know, use I mean, out of that light. You could well, yeah, why didn't you just buy a 400 rather than 600? He won it. I know, but like, yeah, but this, okay, well. Why didn't you just win a fucking Ferrari? Shit, yeah, no. why didn't you just win a thousand watts? You should have won a Malibu. <laughs> there would be hate but, on you talking shit about Ford. He said Ford is generic. It is. Come to Michigan talking that, bro. They don't fuck around. Ford is turds. Entire Michigan is like, drive a Ford, and I'll tell you, Fords are turds. 
Ford, Chevy, fucking GMC, Chrysler. They're all dude. Don't even get with that because honestly, there's a whole thing. Like Henry Ford was honestly kind of a piece of shit. Like uh, in a very real way. I I probably shouldn't say this. Uh, Hitler was inspired. It's worse than that, dude. It's worse than that. You You could actually say that Hitler was actually juiced up by Ford. By Ford, what was Ford's book that he wrote? I can't remember. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But the company's different, you know. Fucking Henry Ford's been dead for a long time. Uh, so Poten was talking about this this car in the chat. Dude, this looks sweet. I didn't drive that. Poten's chilling in chat. Yeah. Damn. That fucking thing. This one is model sized. Yeah, it's yeah, Batmobile. Batmobile. Batmobile right? Yeah, it totally has Batmobile mobile vibes. Hundred percent. Fuck, my torch just ran out of juice. Oh, in fact, it's Duesenberg, uh, Duesenberg, whatever however they said it. Wasn't that the one of the original Batmobile uh, inspirations? What, they make new Duesenbergs? I thought that company went out of business a long time ago. What, no, that was no, that was yeah, thirty nine was the model. Uh, they do make for. the what is that one called? The 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 fuck the uh, oh, Martin no, Martin no, uh, the wood car. Uh, there is a car that they still make. Uh, shit, what is it called again? Um, Shaquille O'Neal had one one time. They made a, they made a special edition one because the guy's like eighty five feet tall. Uh, they made it like three feet longer. Yeah, you need to make this bigger for my feet, right? <laughs> what size twenty four, I think. Size twenty seven feet, dude. Oof. <laughs> dude, my dad has size eighteens. I got I got thirteens, and they're pretty bad. 13 is like the cutoff. 12 is like where you'll find if you go to like a really fancy shoe store that kind of have up to 12 or like 11. There'll usually be one. There'll usually be one 13 in every store's run. It's just if you're lucky enough to get it. Uh, there's, not that many, the, there's not that many 13s. My old man used to used to get go to like, the discount uh, stores. You got to go to like Ross or like TJ Maxx yeah. or whatever. You know, you go go to those kinds. Of yeah, things. but if you're looking for nice shoes. The worst, nice size to be is 10. <laughs> yeah. the worst size to be is 10. That's what you, you can't get. Them. Shoes always yeah, pulled, sold out, them. man. Yeah. 10 triple yeah. E here. Why can't I think of the name of this fucking, fucking car? Does anyone in the chat know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. You said a wood? Like a wood? Not yeah, a wood the frame wagon. is wood. Like, it's not an iron frame or steel frame. It's a wood frame. Uh, it's a convertible roadster. Yeah, and they still make them, I think, unless it went out of business the last couple of years. Ian says Hitler Wagen, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hitler von Wagen. <laughs> I've been like, have you guys ever heard of the Ariel Adam? It's like a yeah, sweet that's little, awesome. That's a sweet little that's a sweet little car. I would love that's to own a- one for track like track days. That would be a dream come true. Yeah, that's that's pretty easy. That's pretty fulfillable dream. Smash. You just got to save some no. money. Yeah, they're not that much. They're, no. they're not that bad. Yeah. They're like, what, 45, 60,000? Yeah. Or you guys are going to laugh at me because <laughs> you guys know the Pontiac Fiero. You guys remember that fucking Yeah, I remember that. Car? That hoop TV used to burn. My kid's <laughs> freaking theater class, class teacher. Fireball. So, <laughs> look at tits one, too. I, I would like to get one and make it nice and put one of the V6 3800 supercharged engines in it because my, like I really like the Grand Prix and stuff, all the supercharged V6 stuff, 
but they're all front wheel drive. And when you do that, you can get it into rear wheel drive. It's actually pretty fun. I'm happy, bro. I got a Subi. I have Audis. Normally, I'm looking at an Audi. <clears throat> I'm saving for an Audi right now. I'm pretty close. I'm hoping That's that I really, I really still want a boxer. It. I'll allow it. I really want it. No, mine's a, this one's a V6 twin turbo. Wagon? No. Four door. Oh. So is it like it's, an A, A8, A6? No, six. I had an A8. I crashed it. I had an A6. I had an, I had an A6. I had an A4. Then I had another A6. And now I want another A6. Uh, I got I got my dream car. It's an STI. I had a Subaru Forester, and I was gonna put a turbo on it because it had the the same engine as you guys. It just didn't have it was naturally aspirated, but I crashed it. I think you're right, top floor. I think it is the Morgan that I'm thinking of, but I crashed it. <laughs> That's a weird phrase, bro. Did you need a you need an iPhone case for your car too? <laughs> Life proof case of your car. Dude, my fifteen year old came my fifteen year old came back from a birthday party the other day and said that uh one of the kids there had just got a Bugatti Chiron and I was like, No, lies. Chiron? Yeah, lies. <laughs> I was like, lies. You ain't lies. hanging out with that fucking kid no more. Fuck that little that car punk. that car fucking <laughs> red. I was like, No, no. And I need to go see that kid. On. Yo, car keys wallet, motherfucker. No. I was like, no. It no, has no, four turbos. Four. Count them. That's so much work. Uh, three, four. Uh, uh, uh. It's literally the world's fastest production car. I think it beats the Plaid still. Two million dollars. Yeah. They're no, no. Now. They're all sold out. Like they, they're, they're going for like eight to 12 for like a base. If you could find one. If you could. They, they only made 40 of them. What would you say? It was your your kid? Uh, your yeah, kid? Was, yeah, my kid went to a birthday party. He was like, "Oh yeah, my friend said he got it." I was like, "Did you see it?" And then he was like, "No, I like right, your yeah. friend's blood smoke, bro. He ain't got no Bugatti." <laughs> I was about to say you're gonna. I, mean, I, I, I gotta God say, I, I like live in a pretty freaking rich kind of town. There are plenty of Yo, Maserati. Should I buy a super shit hot. around? Should it's I go? Not, I got a neighbor with a Lambo. I'm gonna start a neighbor with a. Canadian girlfriend in a Lambo. <laughs> I'm gonna start a GoFundMe, but it's for me to drive uh, a Subaru Baja. You guys remember those? Canadian girlfriend, not that exotic. Bro, <laughs> there's somebody in my town that's got a Baja SPT. I have never seen another one like it, not even on the internet. Oh it yeah, was yeah, literally a, a Baja that was done by Subaru freaking Pro, yeah, that not STI. Back. But like, it, but like it was tuned. That little yellow truck. Problem. Yeah, this one was silver, but yeah, it's a Baja, but it's a Baja SPT. It's like tuned by the Subaru Pro ProTune team, the same people that do SCIs, but not the problem the with team. cars right now. Like, I would love there's really like I would love a Volvo wagon. I really want an R, but they're just sky everything skyrocketing yeah. in price, and then. Anything that you can run on biodiesel because the world's going to end and then you're going to want a car that runs on biodiesel. My car, my Audi's not going to. I mean, most cars aren't TDI, turbo diesels. They're all gas. Even TDIs. Uh, If a chick has an Audi, he just can't commit. We can't. We can can run them on corn. Like, (laughs) if I need to. That's kind of, I mean, like, 
I'm not that picky. <laughs> like, any howdy. This is what it is. I, I like Audis. a girl that just ain't walking. What about, no, I don't trust BMWs, not Audis. I think the problem with BMWs is not the cars, it's the drivers. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (sighs) That's operator error. God damn it. All right, I'm taking a fat dab, everyone. As a a Subi driver, everyone's nice and friendly. We all wave at each other and stuff. Yeah, so do the Jeep guys, you weirdos. Yeah, Yeah, until you boost them, then you realize why why nobody boosts Subis. Would you think boost like 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 relieve somebody of their subi? No, that's where you add that's where you add more power to your subi. That's where you add more turbo. You see you see Subies, it, but most subies don't do. uh handle oh, boost I, well. I got I, I got cob tuning. You'll see it. I would if I had the option to buying an STI or an Evo, I would buy an Evo. Evo for sure. Yeah. Every day of the week. Oh every day of the week. Those the are the only guys Evo, I don't wave at. Evo, you can tune to 600 horsepower on stock internals. You try to do that with a Subi, and you will have uh, you will be fucking spewing also, fucking <clears throat> cooling out of your head gasket. Also, the right. Evo comes with a knob where it was before Subaru did it, where you can switch the differential to yeah, being more the, rear. I got, the, I got the DCCI. You can lock it. You can go all through the modes. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. It's also got the sport. The one, right, so Mark, you'll appreciate what I'm doing. I actually was looking at turbos and stuff in ECUs today. So the car I want is a 2.7 turbo. I'm going to end up trying to go to NF2K. If anyone's ever heard of that or into cars, it's a big car event. They do roll racing. And I want a car that can go a good almost 200 miles an hour. That's what I'm building or trying to build. And I don't want to have to put a lot of money into it. You must not have the kids. car in the veg tent with the HOV. Oh that's not possible. <laughs> nah, yeah. It is. Um, I mean, a couple thousand. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Here it is. Get yourself a, a Tesla P90 no. D and then strip all the fucking weight out of it. Have you seen that guy? He fucking roasts Fox bodies, bro, all day long. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Texas. I, I mean, like, honestly, if you want a fucking like car that's going to go like 187 I miles an buy hour. one of those. <laughs> build one and i want to roll race and they don't roll and, race good yeah he's not the, 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 he might have a little he might have a little pick up and go on the fucking on the on the 60 foot but like i he's not he's not like smash that he's not roll racing he's not doing 100 he's not gonna make 200 yeah, miles we're gonna, an hour we're gonna start, no start, making 200 miles they an start hour. at 40 t- yeah, 45 got, miles an hour roll racing they're gonna die at like 100 and i'm gonna be, still be pulling my turbos are just gonna be kicking in most of the time you got to build a unicorn. Yeah, the, uh, the fastest electric in the world is uh, was a Corvette uh, C5 that uh, they converted to electric. And it, but it, this, the key was it had a transmission in it, and that's what fucking the electrics don't have is a transmission. So they can Trey, get going posted, real fast, but they can't go fast. Push gears. Trey, I posted a video the first day I drove. I got my license back. I actually saved that. Posted a picture of how much money it fucking cost me to get the it arguments. Back. That shit sucks. <laughs> Car arguments. Car arguments see, on a weed show. See, I, anyone? I met X asking a good one. Does anybody have experience with Pi or Arduino for room automation? This is something I'm curious about because I've been curious about running non-terrestrial. Oh, someone that used to come on here had 
a pie, but who was it? There's a on rollitup.org. There's a full uh, there's a full write up on how to do it. Uh, check it out over there. Is what I'd say. Um, there's some nerd. Yeah, but raspberry pies, but it's not. I haven't really ate it. Just cut out. Yeah, I was like, wait, help me make. Yeah, you can make a little raspberry pie into a computer. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Using something like that for room automation, either I'm guessing environmentals or light controls or a combination of both. And uh, I've been curious about a similar thing. It looks like I'm gonna have to go learn Raspberry Pi because, like, hmm. ain't, no, no, ain't, ain't nobody else jumping out there. Oh, raspberry Lars, Pi is the only thing I've seen. Lars Larson. See, wait, wait. I think Lars and iMedic are both in Cali too, right? You guys are both South SoCal guys, right? See, so. we got to start our own our, our own tasting society. I, that's why I made that comment. I think we got enough SoCal. Yeah, I, I, smash that thumbs up and freaking leave a comment if you're in SoCal and you so, want to get the tasting society going. So, Mark, if you, yeah, raspberry people do raspberry pies or arenos. I can't even say around all the time. You, they're programmable. Yeah, I mean, I see it on simple. Reddit and stuff. Pretty, pretty fucking simple. Um, but there are actual just like if you looked up like light triggers and Arduinos and stuff, you could probably just build like our like a circuit board yourself. <coughs> if you know what know how to do that. I see him talking, but I don't hear him. <laughs> stand in line for a year and get 15 PlayStation 5s and run your entire grow off of PlayStation 5. <laughs> That's how it roll, man. I'm working on a Tesla wall, but I don't want to call it a Tesla wall. I want to call it a power wall. I'll just call it a power wall. I'm working on a power wall. So wow. uh, much power. Well, <laughs> solar powered <laughs> wall. Power. It's just backup battery. So if like, the lights go out, man breaks in. He's like, "No, I have a patent on more power." You ever see those? More power. That's like, it's like the best way to store power right now. I think uh, batteries in solar panels or wind power. If you're in the right the right spots, water power. If you can, I was gonna say, don't store power by like uh, a standing <laughs> army in Asia. Or don't what was it? That would have been funny if I'd said it differently. Are you using yeah, ions or are you using uh, lead acids or smashed? I would be. I'm gonna try buying. Like in the end, oh. it's gonna try buying old car batteries, lithium ions. Oh, you're gonna use lithium ions out of like a Prius, the Prius or a, a Leaf Tesla. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. I mean, but like, yeah, that kind of a thing. I just said Prius because you'll probably find more of those wrecked and cheap. <laughs> Yeah, the wedges. Remember the wedge Prius that they came out with? I wanted one for the longest time. My homeboy flipped one on St. Patty's Eve, drinking and driving as he shouldn't have been. And the cops told him he that flipped the Prius. Oh yeah, rolled it like seven times. Dude, you gotta cops, almost give the guy the a cops, high five. The cops came because he mm-hmm. left his fucking passport and his phone, and they were like, "You were texting when this went down, weren't you?" Because you left your phone, his iPhone, and he left it unlocked. Sitting on his and it was in the car. The cop, like he left. He came on foot. He showed up at my house. He walked like miles, got a ride from some guy, showed up at my house, and literally was 
perfect until he stumbled at my house, tripped over and fell and scraped his knee. And the cops were like, oh, is that your, like what, you, what happened from your accident? He was like, no, that was afterwards. Literally nothing happened to me in the accident. Drunk people, right? Thank God nobody else was involved. Dude, that's yeah. it, man. I remember uh, Rick Adelman. Uh, he was the coach of the Blazers, and he has like a, a sister's whole family or whatever. He ended up quitting the Blazers and taking care of her family because they got killed uh, in front of this strip club. And I, I knew it because I used to pass by this when I was a kid. Uh, like tons of people would like. Uh, it was a two-way road with um, a median thing in the middle, and there was a strip club right in the middle of this like just mile of nothing, basically. And people would get fucking sauced. They would overserve at the strip club. It was kind of notorious for it. And they would overserve at this place. People would leave, just drunk off their fucking tits. And they would turn left in the wrong way because they would, because it's a two lane road. It was two lanes on one way, two lanes on the other, like basically a four lane road. So they would fucking go the wrong way. Basically, in the fast lane, they would turn left. And the drunk drivers, every single time, they would survive and an entire family would get wiped out. And so basically, like Rick Adelman, the coach of the fucking Blazers, like, his whole side of the family with the kids and whatever, like the, the, the adults all got murdered because this one fucking drunk turned left on the, the wrong way. They ended up closing that, that bar after that. But that was we a have story. that happen on our freeways here all the time. I worked Pardon? at a bar. <clears throat> Good bar. But that happens here all the time on our freeways. Hmm. I worked I, at a bar that was like rated, I think like number three in our county. But like worse over like every they had drunk drivers or something like that. Fucking they got hit with a bunch of fucking fines and they kept getting hit with fines because people were getting pulled over. Like and they're like, Where'd you come from? And they're like, Oh, the lazy dog. Um, lazy dog. <laughs> or yeah. Um it was fun, but they did overserve you for sure. Uh and you see it a lot. And it's not just, I'm not just calling them out. I think they're closed anyways. But like you see it a lot in the industry. And then you see a lot of the workers drink after hours and then they drive right after they're done cleaning. Right. That's yeah. restaurant staff, right? Like uh, Barduber, uh, what's the percentage, would you say, of uh, restaurant staff that are not in some way like drunk, stoned? Uh, I, have a, I have a saying. If you're ever on the road and you can't find any smoke or you're in a foreign country or a foreign land and you're somewhere abroad or it's far from home and you, you can't find any weed or can't find any, whatever it is you're into. Uh, go ask around the back of a restaurant. Mm. <laughs> so does, does that answer your question? Yeah, I, I mean, like uh, it, literally uh, it, it, it's definitely, generally a place where uh i agree with that miscreants, miscreants and social misfits uh abound and people that are into whatever also, who has more tattoos accurate. uh pirates of the caribbean or a restaurant that serves fancy steak uh our restaurant hands our be the restaurant these days pirates <laughs> like tried to avoid tattoos for the most part those were generally used to like identify pirates as pirates by non-pirates like that was something that you got done to you not generally a huge choice except that's why a lot of them got into it was because they wanted to cover up cover up the <laughs> marks that they were given Somebody was like, Dutch East India Company stamp. And you're like, yeah, no, but no, thanks. Can I get an anchor over that? Big anchor. Big anchor would be great. That's funny. Mm -hmm. 
they all wear uh, eyeliner too. <laughs> oh, you got three three cuts in your freaking cheek? Yeah, no, I'm gonna get a tattoo over that. Can I just swallow? It's interesting when you say that. Like I didn't. Oh, nicking your ear. Let's put a lot of jewelry on it. Nobody will notice the fact that somebody nicked your ear. But you know, it's uh, very interesting when you say that because I'm just thinking of the complete disparity. Like in the 20th century, there were a ton of people tattooed. Like the, the not just you know the Jews, of course, everyone knows the Jews were tattooed. Like some Canadians <laughs> and so on were tattooed, but everyone knows specifically the Jews, and that's what I was thinking of. Uh, Jews have a prohibition about doing anything with their body or their skin. So, for example, yes. even when they're they're bodied or when they're when they're uh, when they pass away, you can't embalm them or anything else. You have to bury them as My quick as possible. Aids is tattoos. Hey, yeah, you're, not, you're not allowed to have tattoos, basically. You know, and it's it's kind of forbidden. Basically, oh, if you, you do have tattoos, holy shit, your family might disown you and everything else. Well, and so, for example, the, after the, the Germans tattooed a lot of Jews, they left the tattoos, even though you know they all hated those tattoos. But none of them covered it up. Very few, very few covered it up. Anyway, uh, smash. So my best friend's mom, he's Jewish, really like grew up. I used to go to Hanukkah at his house and shit, like. For some reason, he would he got a zombie tattooed on him. Well, he got tattoos all over, but this specifically really pissed his mom off. Um, and it ended up it had like it was a zombie coming out of the ground, and then the grave behind it had a cross on it. Oh, that's probably the part that he really pissed her off. Yeah, yeah, and he wasn't thinking. He didn't think about it. You know what I mean? He's like the zombie would have been fine, but she it's was like a Buddha or something. Yeah, he wasn't thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because you know story. here in the West in America, the you know Buddhist uh, uh, symbols are basically like uh, secular, right? But they are actually religious symbols, right, I Captain Four Twenty? Doesn't that kind of wig you out a little bit when you walk by like a restaurant? And there's like just a haphazard like Buddhist um, symbols, and you're like, this is actually religious. Um, ace quite secular itself religion i mean so, it's not really a secular religion it just has a very different it approach. can be it's you you don't wait, have wait. to believe in buddhism in, fails the litmus test for religion tattoos, man. Uh, Nico, Nico they Sigmund. don't have yeah. an organized central church they're all broken up by faction so there's no oh, like even the, even there's christianity by that metric has it you know, they, yeah, there's only the that, catholic no, church and well, there's the everything else well, yeah but well, i mean you could still, argue that the tibetan lama is the kind of the boss of the, the, the buddhist sure. you know theoretically because uh, a lot of people listen to him so you, could, nobody, you could argue nobody, that he fulfills the, the role of the, the catholic to them church. or like so, you know the, the, there's not a structure <laughs> baptists not don't tie they're not to the pope either let's get off religion real quick and <laughs> yo, i would be banned nico i would be banned from my family if i ever got ta- uh, got a tattoo um i know you can't be buried in a jewish cemetery if you ha- get a tattoo i have tattoos I my true. mother I don't think my mother, true because many jews were tattooed by the germans and they didn't prohibit well i think it's like other than you know what I mean? I think it's that's like, true. Maybe in a very orthodox. Uh, there's a verse. There there's a that's verse in said. the first five books of the Bible, which is the books of Moses, that says, "Thou shalt not mark thine skin or whatever." Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. But I mean, that is the that is the process, and that's why process. it's common. Throughout. It's very clear to them. All the religions. It's very clear to them that that means you don't tattoo your body. 
And the, yeah, the one above twenty guys says eight so minutes till. You care? You know. I uh, well, I'm. I mean, yeah. Even I technically grew up Catholic. Yeah, so you're not Jewish. Lars wants to be a tattoo artist without tattoos. <laughs> Gen, Gen's those, uh, That's those like Indian, a chef who doesn't eat food. Those yeah. inks that come from India. The or wait, like a grower who doesn't smoke, right? That's a grower who doesn't smoke, man. You can trust their weed for sure. They know what they're talking about. Or a guru that it doesn't grow. Uh-huh. A guru that doesn't grow. A grow guru, like. Uh, Oh, there's Steve. a billion of those. The one Steve doesn't like. Right? A yeah, a yogi. He's got, what, like a $50 bed? It's literally like it's 50 bucks. Dude. It's not even a thousand or 10,000. You don't have to have to, you know, have pressure. It's literally it's Is that what you're dollars, saying? Dude. You can't. You can't 50 bucks. Show me a picture of your fucking grow. And I'll apparently the guy still can't do it. It's fucking ridiculous. 60 oh, bucks. $60. actually grew. Right. I think I remember that going around. Yeah, it it such a, I mean, it's such a baller. I I love it because it's not like I'll pay you ten thousand bucks because uh, that's what uh, uh, Coot was challenging somebody. I can't remember who it was, but for like ten thousand bucks, he's like, you know, basically the same kind of thing. Like, uh, show me your plants. Basically, it was actually not oh, I think about the same uh, thing. They were going to do a show side me your by plants, side. A side by side, right? Uh, for ten thousand bucks. Well, that's high pressure. Blah blah blah. You know, I can understand why someone might not want to uh, get onto that. But fifty bucks, dude, you can show a picture for fifty fucking dollars. Come on. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'd take you right out there to my fucking dude. Now, now you can start offering. You start offering. Not if you don't have plans, bro. <laughs> right? like, that is so a problem. I'll pay that anybody fifty dollars <laughs> if they can show me it. pictures of the plants that this guy grew. I mean, that's what it is. It's like, oh, for, you can't even for fifty. Wait, you can't even hold on. Right. What did you say, Mark? Oh, I said that's when you put out a bounty and you start collecting like fifty dollars on anybody who can prove like that they grew a plant. Like, <laughs> oh, right. anybody else it? Give me a screen grab added, from a YouTube or something. Anything. I just ain't nobody I just added ten dollars. Right? We want to see it if you can really show us and have, like prove it's his garden. Wanted, dead or alive? <laughs> I'll pull down my plants for any. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard to show plants. <laughs> I just showed. I just showed some, right? <clears throat> That's what it is, man. It's not hard to show some plants, and it's not hard to have a few healthy plants. You know what I mean? Even if you have a garden of ten plants, yeah. you know you can have yeah, five shitty on. plants. You can still find a way to make five plants grow halfway decently. If so if you gonna- can't even get one or two pictures out of a garden. Boy, oh boy, are you a trash grower. I mean, that's, or, you're uh, that's just a, a, or you're in a spot where you really are really paranoid. I've known some people like no, you man, you can get a yeah, just listen to me and get a macro lens or, or the iPhone now has the portrait feature where it'll back and it'll blur out your, the, the background. Oh, and yeah. that shit cannot be reprocessed by the NSA or some garbage. I'm sure you uh, can upload it to Imgur and be like, here's a link. You know what I mean, and and run strip it through something metadata. that strips all exactly. the metas. Exactly, strip the metadata. Fucking hell, they had apps for that on the goddamn phone. Yeah, yeah. Or Not I mean, to like mention, I said, you don't. Yes, the, the, the director of the NSA is like, watching you personally with your three plants. Yes, they give a shit. You know what I mean? I have literally one, two, three, three cameras pointed at me almost all the time. Plus my PlayStation. Those are your camera. own cameras, not the NSA's. 
allegedly. But they're connected in the NSA has got full access to them cameras. Do realize that I was only because you follow them on Twitter, you realize I was doing like federal transportation too. So like I'm on the list. People are like, Oh, you want to go travel overseas? I'm like, Yeah, you don't want to go with me, bro. You want your like everything inspected? I mean, they'll open more than your luggage if you get what I mean. Oh, that was what uh, Pope was saying. He's on the special inspection line. So anybody who goes with him basically the special cavity search. You want to ride you don't want to go with me, bro. Depending how far they want to go, the second inspection is they pat you down physically. And yeah, but if, if you feel been, like you if have you've been tagged as a previous mule, you're automatic. Like, and anybody, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I got busted. And they as might, a you mule. might not even, I think you get on no fly list if you, you get caught. No, I can fly. I just get the, the, the full Monty. <laughs> Sir, uh, right this way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, after day, detainment room number can, two. Homeland Security, Homeland Security, TSA, no problem. Customs and immigration, it's like, we're going to need you to come over into this room. What about, you just had cannabis, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, but like a hundred and plus pounds. Yeah, I was just oh. going to say, I didn't want to say it out loud. You you got busted, I think you mentioned like a couple hundred pounds, so that yeah. was a bit, yeah. It's not. Why? Wait, I'm yeah, that might be a little bit next level shit. I got, I got my... a special kind of list, a like little different list. Yeah, <laughs> I got I'm my like, drug felony for a dirty pipe. Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck I mean, I got, I, I got my first ones for a lot less. I, I, I actually, here's a funny story. This old, this it's almost twenty after, so we'll we'll load up our dab rigs and and you all can sit around the campfire and prepare for a, a duper story here. Um. I literally got two felony cannabis charges in two weeks. Hmm. Uh, one for sales. Well, not sales. Um, rent for storage of a controlled substance was how they wrote, wrote it up. It was a felony charge. They came in and knocked on my door. And apparently my girlfriend had sold some pot to some teenagers down the road. And I didn't know about it. Oh. And I was on my day off. They came and knocked on my door. Luckily, they, there was no bags in the house. But they caught me with like a quarter pound, and this was back in like 2006, so um, or 2000, yeah, early early 2006. Um, and so how much did you have? Uh, just a shy of a quarter pound, uh, three and three quarter ounces. Yeah, we should say that for people who aren't listening. What is that in grams? No, 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 in, in grams, you're talking like a uh, hundred grams, yeah. I mean, I was just, just shy, a quarter pounds, about you know, 113 grams, so. Yeah, 114 grams. Still not all that much. The only time, the only time I ever got caught with marijuana was with for a quarter pound. The only time I ever got caught was locally, and they kind of just took so, it. I got caught there. They took all my money though, too. Oh, and of so uh, a friend of mine says, "Oh, I heard you were like you need some money. You want?" And I, I, I'd been involved in business with these people they work for the you know uh, mexican cartels uh homeboy is now since dead i heard he uh got his uh uh male parts cut off and shoved down his throat for tapping somebody oh, in the in the family that was untouchable i guess so 
I mean, that's the life I've. <laughs> so this guy that hits me up and he goes, I heard you. Oh my fucking hard God, up. I've heard hey, of that. The, the cartel shit wanna... where you, if you strip the cartels, like the, the daughter or whatever, yeah, oh yeah. they'll cut your balls off and <laughs> shove them in your mouth uh-huh. as they kill you. Oh my yeah. fucking God. <laughs> he got one of those. Jesus. Um, so, <laughs> so anyways, this guy hits me up. He goes, I heard you were hard up. If you want to you make a little extra cash, you know, just uh, take a Mexico run for me. You know, you just make a run across the border. You go down, we hang out yeah. at the titty bar. You know, we'll, we'll go have a good time. And then you, you just grab a car and come back across. We'll provide you with the car. So, un- unbeknownst to like, us. Well, I saw Cheech and Chong do that. And that yeah. They went, they got, they, I mean, they, it was great. Well, yep. and it yep. was cool. Yeah, it was like three o'clock. Yeah, morning, but the pot Saturday wasn't night, stored Saturday in the morning. van. The pot was the van. So these these numbnuts stuck it in the the no no. The, not only did they pack the rear quarter panels of the car, they also packed the speaker box in the back. And we hop in this oh. car at like three o'clock in the morning. We've been at titty bar. We've been drinking. It's a little bit, but not like a lot, you know. And we're like, oh fuck yeah, it's got a system in it. Shit yeah. So we start bumping the fucking stereo. When I fucking pull it up, you know, whatever everybody else is coming across TJ at fucking three o'clock in the morning, you know, everybody else is bumping their stereos and fucking having a good old time. We think another of it. They packed the speaker box full too, and we didn't know that. And apparently, with every thump of the speaker, it was sending out waves of of smell. And this drug dog walked up and jumped in the fucking window of the car like I had a ham sandwich in my fucking pocket. <laughs> Just like you know, went totally off. And yeah, from there on, it was off. And this was literally within two weeks of the other bus. So I managed to actually get convicted of the second one and sentenced and served my time before I got convicted of the first one. So they couldn't call either one of them a prior. So I managed to get away with like minimum sentencing on both and barely managed to get away with outgoing upstate. But like it was a very near miss. And I ended up spending the better part of a year in uh, county custody. Yeah. Jesus fucking I Christ. So I'm looking up the strip club. Shit. Somebody in the chat was like, oh, what strip club was that? I'm looking it up. Well, Apparently Lanos. Rick Adelman's son now died in a drunk driving accident as well. Because fucking he was, cursed. He was Boleros back in, in 2006. Boleros and TJ, I want to say that was on uh, God, what avenue? Do you know who Sheriff Joe Arpaio is? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's whose jail I spent my time in. Mm. Jesus, the rotten baloney guy. We call it the, the strike guy, like, sadistically fuck with prisoners the just to fuck with them. Guy, he's yeah, still, he still yeah, he put you guys in like the fucking desert the in the pink, pink underwear tents. and whatever just yep. to fuck with you. Apparently, you right? that was me. Yep, you were outside in them tents. Yep, Damn. summer and winter. Yeah, that's Man. rough, bro. Like I got summer and a winter. Yeah, I used to live uh, down in Tucson, but isn't it summer in Tucson? Yeah. Tucson. Yeah. I used to live outside of uh, Tucson, and I think it was called Vail. Yeah, that's where uh, I-10 and I-8, it converges, and it goes on south to Tucson, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I lived out there just for a little bit with some kind of shady character. Arizona things. (laughs) And I hightailed it to over in uh, SoCal (laughs) for the good old (laughs) heyday. The good old heyday, the backpack days of the... uh, well, yeah, it's Bad only packs, been this lunch boxes and cups, man. It was beautiful until November. It's still less than a year that we've been fully legal here. Jesus, right, right. When I was when I was there, it was just about to possibly go like some medical 
Uh-huh. I was actually there, like trying to help some people set up and get, you know. So you were here like, like five years ago? No, so? no, this was, no, this was, uh, I don't know, it was like 2010 or 2009. Was a, so 10 years ago. Is Buzzy, you in SoCal? No, I'm in Arizona. Oh. No, I'm Close in Michigan. Enough. No, I'm, I'm, in I'm in I'm in Phoenix, the Phoenix area. Right. That's wild. That's wild. You you had to stay in the tents. I always thought about that. Like this, this is fucked up. Yeah. I have a, I have two plants that are still growing outside. I yeah. mean, they're ready. They're ready. I but I can let them. They're my indicas, and I use them at nighttime, so I'm gonna. It doesn't matter if they go a little long. There you go. By the way, I don't know if you guys are still interested in that story, but anyone that was still paying attention, someone was asking, "Oh, what was the strip club?" I couldn't find it. I was, I don't know, maybe I was just fucking stoned or whatever. But I was. It was an old story. It was from like 1993, 92, 93, 94, something like that. Anyway, it's on the Pacific Highway uh, 99 in Sherwood, basically entering Sherwood from the south. I think literally it was right here. There was a club here. It's amazing how uh, times change. I remember I was in Europe not too long ago, and a, a woman was telling me who lived in a in, in like in a village basically for like about 30, 40 years, and was telling me how entire swaths of forest used to be in apartment buildings, and then basically were taken down or were covered over basically by wilderness that you would have never guessed. Entire other areas were taken over, just all in the course of like 30, 40 years. Like civilization comes and goes and comes and goes and comes and goes. Anyway, I, I think. This right here was where this kind of, it was a shitty one level strip club, basically. It wasn't all that nice of a building. And I think it got condemned, basically, not too long after that. The whole family died. So here's what I was talking about, where you have a two lane, a four lane highway, basically. You know, the old, this is not a freeway. This is a highway, the old school where there's actually stops and stuff. But this is what used to be the fast roads. Uh, this used to be the Pacific, you know, from the, from literally from Alaska down. Uh, yeah, the old highway one. Yeah, this is the yeah. old Highway 101. Yeah, absolutely. Now they call it 99. No, no, no. This is 99. The 101 is on the other side. But anyway, this is 99. This used to be one of the main highways. Anyway, uh, I guess I'm fucking digressing. Uh, as you can see, two lanes on the other side. If you were trying to leave a strip club drunk, you would not actually be able to go there. You'd have to actually go around, right? You'd have to go smash all the way around. Them. Nah, but smash somebody the gets drunk and, they're like, uh, and they just go this way. In my Jeep. Forget. That it's a four-lane road, and they would always fuck. And literally, like every I'd couple, that three months, up, there was man. some fucking horrible accident. It was yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible. So the city actually shut it down because there were so many fucking murders. Basically, like literally, if they had someone murders. like me with with my jeep. They would have had fucking a dirt road made across that median already. Anyway, the strip club out here in Purdue literally got turned into the dispensary. And the city was so happy to give them the fucking license. They were like the first dispensary around. And they were also like the worst reputation, all nude, no liquor. Oh, it was like the worst trip uh, too. Like the, the nasty one. I think it was called Flesh. <laughs> so interesting, the, the variety of, of uh, uh, cultural, like, I don't know, what, what am I looking for? Um I don't know, like strip clubs are super, super normal here in Oregon. And I've, people have asked, like, why are there so many strip clubs here? Like Portland, for example, has the most strip clubs per capita of, I think, anywhere in the entire world. Uh, 
and I mean, Nevada, people have just surmised so that it's just rainy Arizona, here, and so they're just like, all right, <laughs> they, girls, I guess. They're committed to just, like, watching <sighs> Pum Pum and not getting in. Really? That's know. fucking sad. It's a fucking sad existence. Uh, Some people yeah. need to store it in their mind for spank bank for later. I guess. They need to get all worked up. Man bugs, I don't know bugs. I don't know. Some people need... Some people know. need to fucking go get all worked up. If you took that same amount of money invested in a, if you if you took that same amount of money and went to a went to an, a reputable nightclub and you know perhaps danced with a few women and stuff, you you're probably gonna get now. Let me tell you what's gonna happen to the strip club. They're gonna fleece you for every cent you have, and you're gonna, you're gonna, gonna walk get out no uh, pussy. With zero chance of pussy. Zero chance of pussy. I think I I talked about this earlier. If you're in an unfamiliar place and you you can't find something you need, just go... We had the back restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> anything you need, man. Anything you need. If you need a three-year-old used Rolls Royce, they will find There's it. There's a waitress they that, have it. that is they like, have just it there. broke up with her boyfriend. Yeah, three of them. Oh, exactly. Oh, That's <laughs> favorite victim. I mean, uh, <laughs> and she has drugs. Yeah, probably. And if not the dishwasher, bro, he's got you covered. She knows how to use the caterpillar. Yeah. No, not the caterpillar. The uh, fuck, what's it called? The uh, cheese melting thing. Uh, salamander. Salamander. Why is it actually called a sm- salamander, by the way? Is it just the brand name? No, because back in the day, they thought salamander breeds fire. <laughs> uh, is that really what it is? Yes. <laughs> that would be fucking epic. They thought salamanders lived in volcanoes and shit. And yeah, and so like when they I came up it. with this thing that like melted stuff on the top, like breathed fire, it was of course a salamander. <laughs> the salamanders are off in the corner laughing. They're like, "Bro, we have no powers. We're wet and squishy." Meanwhile, oh, we we real fucking fire. We can't change colors, colors man. We can't all shit. The fire. We Some of them are real poisonous, right? At least salamanders. That. Yeah, there's some that are real poisonous. I mean, poisonous, but none none like, that are venomous. If, if you lick them or something, you'd have <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, there's some that are poisonous. You'd have to like put but them none in your of mouth them are venomous. or like touch them and then suck on your hands or something. There's no, yeah, nothing. So they're not gonna hurt you. So essentially, you'd have to be, blow a lizard. That would be your well at this point that's your fault for licking the toad if you had dude I know people have smoked to. the stuff out oh, of the yeah, toad. I would smoke it. Oh, yeah. I would, would try to smoke it. We were talking but about we do. That's what they've done. I know people who have done it. They I said it got them fucked up. Yeah, you know what MEO five? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, who hasn't done that? I mean, who hasn't? You know, Hamilton Morris. Make me think of Neil Morris all the time. Yeah, so Hamilton Morris is actually having a new uh, pharmacopoeia series coming out. I think it's season two. He did uh, Xenon Gas, which I never even heard of before until his show. And I guess in Europe they have like places it's where on you can the just periodic table smash. Jeez. Well, no shit, but I never played with it. <laughs> it was um, all nitrous. Like yeah, that's all nitrous we heard. oxide. Yeah, yeah, that's all we heard. Nitrous. Whippets. Never heard this stuff. Crackers, whippets. 
Oh, I showed people I still have a cracker. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, mine's a little little dinky one. You can put in your pocket. Hold on. Yeah, actually, I was just gonna say not to not to. Uh, it's kind of funny. Not too far away from that strip club that I was thinking about was another strip club <laughs> that a buddy of mine. Oh, strip club. Dude, this coworker. Uh, I think he was a cook. Honestly, so he didn't make all that much money. But he would go to the strip club where, ironically, the strippers make more money than the cooks. And he was convinced that the stripper was his girlfriend. And the stripper was very happy to persuade him to do that because you know these days they call that oh, what a girlfriend experience or something. Like dudes are yeah. happy to pay for that, right? So it is kind of a strange thing, you know. But back in, back in uh, a long, long time ago, when I wasn't a happily committed man, um, you know, I, I had not that I like frequented a strip club recently, like frequently, but like, what, what is, is this? It's a lightsaber. No, this is so. the, a cracker. Oh, that's your tiny little whippet cracker. Yeah, yeah no. it's so it it. the same thing, but it actually Dark. makes whipped cream too. Yeah, you put a balloon <laughs> up and you crack it. <laughs> oh my god. Yours is that that's that's this part, the the the, the top yeah. shaft. <laughs> but this is so but you I know, married, you use these too. I married a dancer. We <laughs> had two Let's just say I used to rain a lot. <laughs> Turns out they're normal human beings. I've met a few of them. Yeah, nice yeah. she made really good money. Surprisingly, mm. it was this not is... like no, it wasn't like it wasn't like she would bring home like fucking thousands of dollars in oh, one yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's some places. No, that's you what can't they do. Yeah, no, there's strip clubs like in Atlanta where they're bringing home thousands of dollars and stuff. There's strip club. There's some. There's some strip clubs that are really, really up there, and they're very, very busy all the time. Yeah, it's not all. It's not all seedy. I have to be honest. I don't really see the appeal because, like I say, like. It's not like some Hong Kong or I don't know people who've seen the videos of the Tijuana, it's, all the weird, crazy shit they do. Uh, they're like, it's all you can eat buffet sealed off by gas, glass. You can't have none of it, but you can look at all of it. Like it, to me, it never. Uh, it's sense. weirder than that in Oregon. I don't know what so strip clubs you're going to. Different rules and <laughs> yeah. stuff, but yeah, it's not. I mean, it's you can't. Uh, touch oh yeah, them. okay. Well, if you want to pay for it, I they guess can you can touch, touch anything you, all you want in their mod duper, but I ended up paying for it. No, Bugsy's no. got it basically. Like, Bugsy's got it. Well, they can touch you. You can't touch them. Yeah, yeah. Much. They can touch. You can't well, touch. Well, also, unless they tell you you can touch, and then like then that's mm, or if you go all, to the champagne room, you know. There's also topless full like there's there's variances between like just dancing topless full nude. Cat four twenties just back there with a fucking shitty grin. Yeah, so Kind of hilarious. No alcohol It's a weird he's thing because uh, I think they were they were rarer in in other countries. I don't know. It's some kind of a uniquely American thing, like a strip club. No, where it's it's no. not actually a prostitution thing because that's the thing. I think in in probably Europe or something, it would just honestly be yeah, a brothel, in Antigua. You know? We don't have no strip clubs. We just have fucking whorehouses. So like, you just <laughs> cut to the chase. Red light <laughs> district. It's the red light district. Yeah. Yeah, you like Amsterdam. Okay, here's the deal is that in those places you pay a sex worker for sex work. So if what you're into is stripping and girlfriend talk, then that's what you're getting. And if you're into something else, then that's what you're getting. You just it's a it's a service rendered thing in places that are more civilized. It's that same puritanical uh temperance, anti-alcohol, mm-hmm. prohibition, American way 
war on drugs bullshit. I've said this before, Marduber. I wonder if you, you might be one of the few people who actually knew the, what the fuck I was talking about. So uh, I, I wasn't making this up from whole cloth. I, I used to hear quite a bit about how the weed community and the, especially in Portland, I don't know, maybe this was, this was a uniquely Portland thing or something, but I used to hear from a couple of buddies. I guess I can probably shout out a couple of them. Uh, Stevie was one, the guy that created the Ruby Jack. Uh, I want to say Cannabisian also told me about this kind of at his meetings. Anyway, the point is what I'm trying to get to is that there used to be quite a bit of solidarity between the strippers and the weed community for a variety of reasons. They use the same delivery services. They use the same taxi services on and on and on. Uh, they use sometimes some of the same money services under the table. Uh, but uh, they have the same kind of uh, issues districts. with the cops and stuff. You know what I mean? So do you know what I'm talking about or no? I've said this yeah. before on the show. They're People banished like, to the same red light districts. The this shit. is the thing is that yeah. like those are communities that run hand in hand is any communities of, of vice. Dude, you're right. In Amsterdam, whatever, the coffee shops you know. are in the red light district, aren't yeah. they? I mean, it's like, oh, are you looking to party? Well, you go down to party town for that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) There's, I mean, even even in 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 I've been California. There's there's places there's like streets you can go that are like you know the red light district where there's like hookers out there and dealers out there. You get whatever the fuck you want. Guys on the street corner fucking hustling their game. I've been on the street corner hustling their game. I mean. I bet I used to have the girls to go to private parties and they would need to bring someone with them. You know, when they meet a couple, like it would be me and one other person. For like Smash a Smash was that guy. You look like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was mean, Marduper. That was hey, mean. I had to make the money, man. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I mean, no, but like straight up, like the, the top knot, the beard. Black you gotta rock that top knot, man. It's like a, it's like a Chinese emperor top knot, dude. It's fucking lethal. It's a mess. I just I just got I've been growing it since I got sober, so I just keep it going. What you gotta do though is you gotta become like a like a samurai and or martial arts master. Um, so happy I bought a lighter today, man. My, no, no. my lighter. You realize that I, there's more than just martial arts to that. There's flower arranging. Top not there's flower arranging. No, 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 yeah. There, no, there's real. flower arranging. There's, <laughs> there, there's tea ceremony. There's gardening. I mean, there, you there's definitely like tea like, ceremony. Well, no, there's more than just like being a warrior to like that Bushido samurai lifestyle. There's there's like fine arts too. They did not neglect the the finer things. Mm. You got to be able to arrange flowers as well as you know take somebody's murder murder a motherfucker mm-hmm. <laughs> and appreciate <laughs> that flower on my way because. Well, no, it, that's what the thing is, is to teach you to appreciate the, the the finer things in life because life is fleeting and it could be gone tomorrow. Live in the exactly. moment. Exactly. Enjoy, enjoy the enjoy the exactly why you should spend all your time the trolling random channels on the internet, right, yeah, Marduber? Because yeah. life is fleeting and you could be vanished from yeah. the earth in a blip. This moment is all the time. You should spend hours and hours and hours I, yelling at people, people on the all internet because the they're wrong any, about some Anytime I'm thing. not wearing silver bracelets or a fucking jumpsuit. I could be Dude, in the can worst you place. Believe Marduber that they were using the wrong brand of camera. Can you believe that shit? The gall of those people. Can you believe that they did not recognize the superiority of your brand of camera? Well, who? What? 
this is a thing, dude. This is a whole thing on the internet. Like, my or, or even you bring up Apple my versus bandit. Android. Yes. Oh my fucking god, the the comments. Like vegan? anything on Reddit, Reddit can be a wonderful place, and it can be a shitstorm cesspool of garbage heaps. Uh, any anytime an Apple product comes out, if you are mildly curious, like I've I've said before, I'm like a reluctant pro Apple person, right? Because I've they've really fucked me over with customer service a couple times, honestly. But anyway, I still use Mac their too. products, right? I'm like Mac macophile, yeah. but like, yeah, I'm like, dude, like I'm kind of. What is it? I'm like a Catholic Mac person or something. You're I'm like really like guilty a, about it. You're like a uh, abused <laughs> fucking uh, partner. Like, yeah, yeah, man. I do it. Yeah, man. Man. I like, you guilty. keep going back because the sex is so damn good, but like, God damn it, week, you know you can get punched in the face. That's it. But the funny, it, man. funny thing is with my hair, like, I keep it under a hat always. A lot of the time, you guys didn't know I had long hair until I took my hat off. That's, that's I because I think you told us. I think you kept telling us, "Oh, you guys." My long hair, hair is a fucking goddamn result of fucking COVID. I said I wasn't gonna cut it to the end of this mm. shit, and now the fucking this shit's never ending. What the fuck? <laughs> that's right. good. You got some nice curls there too, Wes. Nah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Curls for the girls. Curls mm. for the girls. Oh, yeah. dude, I, they touch it all the time. Speaking of strip clubs, you want to fucking like have a good that time was my life clubs? in Antigua, get bro. A, get when a perm. The first school I went and to, the, the first fight I ever got into was because mm. was because people wouldn't stop touching my fucking hair, dude. When I was, that, I was I was in this school and it was like it was me and like all these other black kids. And it was like no other white kid in the school, and they just kept touching my hair, man. That's how I got in my women first Women like fight. the most bizarre things. It's it's really strange. Like, men are always puzzled by the things that women like. I basically have Marduber's hair, pretty much. Like, uh, uh, Marduber over there, he's, he's the... Oh, when I look at your hair, temple, I know yeah. the I know the annoyance that you probably feel. Now you maybe have kind of grown into it, right? Maybe, you know, as you grow up... There is an like, awkward You know what? You're like, you fucking, you start to own it, basically. And you're like, that, you know what? This is my shit. We call uh, it Jesus in the Middle East. same years. fucking hair, man. Yeah, exactly. Like it goes in 15 different directions. It's curly. And anybody with curly hair basically wants to be straight on and on. But the women, oh, they'll come and randomly like fucking fondle your, your hair out of nowhere. Chair. Yeah. I have these really thick eyelashes, which is no end of bullshit. I get stuff stuck in it. Uh, like if there's ever a dust storm, nobody ever has any problems with a dust storm. I get covered in fucking dust in my eyelashes because they're like a filter feeder squid or something sucking right. up dust. You may but be the women a Welsh. Like, oh my fucking god, your eyelashes! Hey, you may be a Welsh. <laughs> what I want to know is who convinced the women that these eyelashes and these fucking giant lips is what men is into. <laughs> oh yeah, the the gigantic, the Brazilian. Yeah, the fucking the, the duck lips. Like fucking, who's into that? Like, why know something funny? Like. Of people, I have a decently long beard, but it's really curly. My hair is not curly at all, but for some reason, my beard is like a like squishy. In other words, you have a pube beard smashed. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. I get. I get the same pube beard myself. <laughs> Bouncing on a Brillo pad. It's like a thirteen-year-old on my chin. <laughs> that's fucking terrible. Try to straighten it. I've been straightening it out. It's a pain in the ass, but it gets really curly. It's That's like an so afro. Max is dabbing with minors. I can't even <laughs> say it. Wait, wait. Farmex is dabbing with minors while we're streaming this. He's in- <laughs> he wants to do a podcast. He's always dabbing with minors. <laughs> he wants to do a dab show with minor cannabinoids. 
But of course, he's Farmax, so he has to say he wants to be <laughs> Pretty solid, really. It's one of the best names that I've ever heard of. The, the question is, will you get reported or not if it's not THC? Oh, yeah, you're getting reported if you're dabbing with money. But wait, if there's no THC involved, then it's not like... If they're minor, can it happen? I don't know. That's a you're that's a literally, you're Whenever I figuratively, or whenever I have to <laughs> do something with my nose, I'll say I'm. I got to have a meeting with the miners and turn off my. <laughs> that's when I'm digging around up in there. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. That's a mine, mine ER. It's no, DGI just unveiled the world's first four-axis cinema. That's a cool camera, yeah. That's an interesting camera. Hey, do you what's the specs? What's the how many like how many Ks, bro? How many Ks does it have? Does it all they have all the Ks? Is it four K, six K, eight K? I think it was actually six K. Now that I think about it, or five point six or some shit. <laughs> That's a lot of Ks. That's yeah, a lot the of deal Ks. Is the human eye really has a eight, hard time. Eight K raw. Is it AK? Uh, Holy shit. Wow. You Jesus can't even Christ. see that. You can't That's see like, that. Exactly. Like the five something is like where the human eyes cap. Like you really, unless you have exceptional right. vision. Full frame. Uh, available in yeah, both six. But what eight. it allows, it al- what it allows you to do is zoom and to yeah. make macro pictures. Right. Yeah. Like, like Not to mention there will eventually be more real estate. But it's free real estate. It's more real estate. It's more space to cut in, zoom in, macro in, yeah. get in free real estate. You could take that 8K and then take half that image away and you still got 4K. Yep. True, that's organic. Uh, I smoked salvia one Dude, time. Dude, TJI makes good shit, I have to be honest. That's that company that I just kind of like, I love to hate them or hate to love them or Fuck whatever them. else. Like uh, I just saw, uh, they have the the Air Two S drone at uh, Costco. And I was like, oh my fucking god! And Basically, I might have to pick one of those up. They're not expensive Wait, what is it? too. The, the Air Two S drone. I think. Uh, yeah, because they're mapping sure our world for invasion. That's what I've been saying, dude. <laughs> for real, straight up, robotics and everything like, else. Man, hey, why do I have something the rarest Beanie Babies of all time that every millennial kid pinned after? What? Newsweek two days that ago. Like, that okay, like that's wrong. Garbage. There is no millennial kid ever that loves Beanie Babies that much. I mean, like we know what they are. I was into it with my mom. You're a millennial, my duper. I was just gonna say, I feel like you're on the older side of that. I felt oldest, like you're with me in age, buddy. I'm the oldest millennial. You might seven, be literally seven, seven, ten, eighty-one. Claim to fame. That's pretty good. Cut off. No one else say that is the oldest millennial. Yeah. The end of oh, June. Oh wow! I am so. I am the oldest millennial. If you, if you wiki, if you wiki it up, it millennials start at mid nineteen eighty-one, which is nineteen seventy-nine. I still might have some of these in the fucking garage right now. Huh. But it's the people who think they they, they don't want to be classified as, as something post-millennial. It's those folks that were born after 1992 or three or four that are still like, no, I'm a millennial. No, no, you're not. Oh, uh, what are those now? The... Um... Shit, I can't even remember the new ones. 
I gotta go. Zennials, aren't they? Zennials now. Got it. I don't know. Fuck, I'm not. Hun- don't quote me on that. I don't fucking know that for sure. There was a gen- generation Y, right? Because okay. before yeah. millennials, we were Generation X. And before that, it was baby boomers. Generation X was a- above us. That was like Kurt Cobain's that, generation. That was me. They're like in their 50s now. That's me. Uh, uh, so it goes X, Y, millennial. Gotcha. No, it goes X millennial Y, I believe. Is that it? Fuck, how do we not even know this? Oh, X, Y, alphabet people. Alphabet M- people. Millennials <laughs> were the ones who came of age at the millennium. Oh, I know. Yeah. My daughter is Generation Y, and she was born in 99. Yeah, that's some call them Xennials or Gen Y. I can y. tell you that it bothers me tremendously now that now I don't feel comfortable anymore really watching like. Or looking at Playboys because See? I'm like, those girls are so young. <laughs> I'm I like, oh, those those children. I, I think I've reached that age now. I'm like, oh, I know, 100 percent agree with you. you know, my no, my no. youngest <laughs> is 22 at this. I'm point. like, yeah, no, I can't keep it real. That was that. <laughs> my youngest is 22 at this point. Not, I'm not trying to criticize. So, by the oh, way, according to Wikipedia, it goes. The the lost generation from 1883 Wait, to 1900, hey, the guys. greatest generation. Go ahead. That's World War One. Ancient dog-sized sea scorpion unearthed in China. <laughs> oh, hello. We it, have I, huge I, I, I yawn about that unless it's a scorpion diablo. That's an <laughs> ancient sea-sized scorpion diablo. <laughs> Yeah, Scorpion Dog, Di- ancient Scorpion Diablo light <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> the Devil Scorpion, bro. El Diablo. I read, I read the news. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely read the news. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, why is your sentence or no? I don't know. <laughs> I believe I definitely read the first sentence of every news story. I eat bagels. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta see if it's interesting first. Over here, reading the freaking title on Reddit, but never clicking through to read the article, and then going into the comments, start some shit right away. Dude, you never read the articles, uh, Marduber. You're not a redditor unless you never read the article. Yeah, only read the comments. You do not know how this works. <laughs> That's because I'm a worker. Don't you know. don't I'm, upvote I'm, or I'm, downvote I'm, anything unless you vehemently disagree with it. I'm Mr. Marduber on Reddit, too. Yeah. How about that? Whoa. I don't have a Reddit, and I don't have a Discord. Actually, I do have a Discord, but I don't have any. You should have a Discord. You should join Fumidoro on Discord. Uh, you, did you post it? Did you post that one? I don't have that one. I have a lot of terrible Discords, and like I would like to have a good Discord, so. It's already on my computer. One that it might actually participate in. Did you get my memes today, Wes? Oh, now I see what he meant. Uh, Potent Ponix was saying he improved the Discord. Now I see what he did. He uh, added a grow room, a sports lounge, a humidor, a smashed dab bar. Look at that, a smashed dab bar. You see smash, you're going to have to have a Discord now. I'm this not making this saying. up. There's smash. literally a smash dab bar. There's a there's voice a fucking chat drunk. You can just go hang out <laughs> in. You can just go get into voice chat, chill there, and talk with other people without having to be on live stream. You can turn it to video if you want. I'm telling you, get with the Discord, bro. 
It's You're going to like Morgana's Pleasure Palace as well. Oh. <laughs> it's literally there. I just tried opening it. I don't know if they have it anymore. You can do it through a browser window. It's probably because you turned your HLG down so far. That's probably why. (laughs) (laughs) You can't run Discord at 35%. You got to run it full. Turbocharged, even. So join up, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, has anyone got Windows uh, 11 yet? Oh. Uh, no, but I know that Snazzy Labs on YouTube was making a video where he goes eh, about it. I you always get more likes when you do crazy I'm views stupid. on the, yeah. the thing. You gotta be, you gotta be uh, inflammatory. You're trying to get that. me to download it, and I'm like, eh, I don't know yet. I always Mando wait. Not. I wait a year. I wait till they make me if I have to. The only reason I got ten was because I wanted some of the features. I just don't want to go back to the stupid panel style. Bro, I ran XP until they made me get rid of it. Do you remember those little gap years of like PC? It was like funky as hell. Yeah, that's that's why I ran XP and like uh, NT in like through those gap years because I did not until they like forced me to get rid of it in like 2012. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. What did happen? I don't know. <laughs> I said download. I wanted to yeah, point this out from our earlier discussions. It's really brief. I didn't want to get back into the thing, but I just want to close this note as we move on. But I was uh, I remembered thinking about this when we were talking about all kinds of random stuff with the lights, and then we just forgot to mention the square footage. And I remember, oh, that's just very clear. So for again, Smash, I don't want to dredge this back up, but I just want to mention this. You were talking about originally the space might have been, and I think a lot of growers will, they get their eyes too big for their stomach, right? Just like when you're you're cooking or anything else. He was talking about a seven by 12. I realize I'm not looking at the camera, just looking at the notes. But a seven by 12, that's 84 square feet. Well, a six by six, which is already a very large tent. It's a way bigger tent than you think it's going to be when you open it up. Like a five by five is actually a big tent very difficult to reach across a five by five actually you'll end up having to do all kinds of weird gymnastics to really do proper gardening in there so six by six unless you are shaquille o'neal is kind of a deal breaker that's 36 square feet well of course a five by five is 25 square feet these are all different metrics and you have different amounts of light hitting all those different square feet so people should really remember uh thinking about those things uh by the way uh 84 so the seven by twelve minus a six by six. So if you had, let's say two of them next to each other, if you had a seven by 12 and a six by six, if you just subtracted one from the other, you'd still have a 48 square foot difference. In other words, a 48 square foot tense tent, which is still bigger than the six by six. So in other words, if you, if you subtracted an entire six, I mean, by shit, six that's almost if you, two five by fives. Yeah. I if mean, you sucked out an entire actually, six by six out of that seven by 12 space, you'd still have, over that same space in that same space. It's, it's more space than you think it is. So for anyone listening, and again, not smashing, but trying to attack you or anything, just trying to say, anybody like trying to scale up their garden or anything, think about your square footage. Think about how you're scaling it. Think about how your old light 
fit over the space. Down. Now that new light will probably have to fit over the same amount of space on and on and on and on. I mean, when you see those, those big warehouses like the Jungle Boys, or whatever else, they use the overlapping light and that basically... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're like smashed over there going, I don't give a fuck about my electric bill. Well, not only that, but the inverse square law no longer really applies. I care about the whole, it. Like, the, the, the crossing it's turned and stuff. down. No, I was saying it like a joke, though, is that, like he's saying, they overlight, they have overlapping lights so that the, in, in, the inverse square law doesn't apply because there's so much light coming from every angle. I can't figure out what I gotta figure out what's going on. I'll figure out Discord. I'm trying to download it, but it won't. I had it and I took it off my computer, and now it's not re-downloading. So I gotta figure it out. Oh, um, I it's made late. food. I feel you. I, I made food. We might a fuck while. off a little bit here. I think this is last call, ladies and gentlemen. You guys I've, ever make uh, food and leave it on the stove because you're high? Dude, oh, yeah. that reminds me of that little dicky video. I've left food on a plate before and just forgotten about it. Woken up the next morning. I was like, fuck. Well, I started to make a plate. And then you do eat it. <laughs> if it was good, it was a sandwich or me? something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ow. Fuck. Um, I'll take another dab. One more dab. I, I don't know. Is this, a, is this an American thing or is this like a North American thing or what is it? Like, uh, many Europeans are horrified by the, uh, the, uh, now, okay, the pizza I'm talking about is kind of American pizza, right? With like a little bit of cheese and everything else. I am really talking about the American style pizza. Americans, I feel like, are pretty comfortable with the idea of cold pizza for breakfast. And I would, I want to say that many Americans are actually even very fond of this as a delicacy. Like they well, actually, actually, actually cold pizza. And Europeans pizza are was actually breakfast food originally. Pizza Where was that? actually breakfast. Yeah, it was actually breakfast food originally because you would cook things um in uh accordance to temperature of the oven so pizza was one of the first to be cooked because it required a hot temperature and as the oven cooled you cool cook other breads throughout the day so pizza is actually a breakfast food pizza typically wasn't served it was actually he's talking about leftover pizza like cold i mean it's interesting i didn't know that either but even still i am talking about the the cold leftover because a lot of people would be like oh yeah cool i prefer my Back you in prefer it in general cold? Well, now you're yeah. stupid. I was going to no. say there's a time for joy and no, a time for no, sadness. No, there's a time for hot and a time for cold pizza. I prefer you, my pizza after like 12 hours rest. Okay, so now I think there's something wrong with you. So I have one of those. It's not a, like it's an oven, but it's a heat lamp type of oven that you would get. Those are uh, pretty cool, actually. You know what I'm talking about? It's yeah. got two heat bars on both yeah. sides and yeah. shit. It heats a pizza back up real fucking good. So if you can get it, if you put it in the fridge and it cools down right, you can heat it back up to be pretty good. Why? I'm saying that's, specifically that's a, though, like this is the thing, it. like that's Europeans your, are totally, yeah, like the congealed like, cheese. Just eat the cold pizza. Yeah, uh, that's the whole the thing. Day, the texture, the flavor, like the mozzarella. Pizza, the, I'm not broken. This is, I don't know, maybe this is a specific regional thing more than anything. Okay. But I've talked to the number of people that were horrified at the idea. Of cold pizza, and I'm Back like, I actually look forward. You've got to realize that pizza is a is a super regional thing. Um, in, in a lot of places back back east, oh, in I haven't the Midwest, caught shit from like a New Yorker. I've caught shit from like no, no. 
I'm not talking about German I'm talking about like where Smash is at, like 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 Massachusetts or like Pennsylvania or something. You, you got to realize that like pizza out there can often mean some real cardboard type bullshit unless you get it from a chain, and then that means that you've never known anything except like Domino's or Pizza Hut or cardboard. Wait a second. Are you calling East Coast pizza shit? Because I feel uh, like obviously, no, no. You, obviously you've never tried Tooth Mix fucking pizza dough because that shit. <laughs> obviously, I've never been to Arthur <laughs> Avenue in New York. There's places, and New York's fucking got some fire pizza for sure. There, I mean, that's like the the, the home of where pizza first immigrated to the United States. Uh, but according to Nathan Mirvold, evidently Portland has the best pizza in the world right now. Yeah, I would. I would PNW for sure is my favorite pizza hmm. socal's trash uh i've eaten pizza north end of boston coast to coast with tea and toast uh yeah oh there's there's definitely some good places out in freaking like like in new england but like you got to stay towards the coast when you get inland they, they lose you can find crowd. them there's some really nice yeah ones. but a lot of places are just like they get away with like crap yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and they have something. The place they like is actually really good. But they'll have something different. There'll be like a restaurant that serves like bomb stromboli and their pizza's trash, but their stromboli's it's fucking little fire. Man. You know what I mean? And like, that's the thing. Oh, you gotta do the calzone thing a yeah. lot around yeah. here. Stromboli or calzone? Stromboli. I call it all calzones. I don't even you don't have say a... calzone because in Spanish that sounds like, like undies. <laughs> Well, I don't know that, so... Get away from my calzone, cabron. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, they prefer stromboli. Stromboli. Don't they say, stromboli. isn't stromboli, like, also slang for, like, big old balls? Like the guy says stromboli. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it it's, a, it's like a pouch, right? <laughs> and you gotta, you gotta do this. The Italian hands? Probably. Italian hands. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was shaking balls, but no, there's, there's 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 like an no. emoji on it, but like I'm pretty sure <laughs> I don't know. Is it on is it on fucking YouTube too? Are we on I think we're on fucking YouTube, yes. Now it's the vampire doing this now. The vampire grandfather of that's running the same fucking driver I have. Just spread out boards. What are you talking about? I'm just still looking at the, like, I just it came back up on my feed, that new HLG. Uh, what was I going to say? I don't mean to be snobbish about this because, man, life is tough for a lot of people and life is not easy for most people, frankly. So, like, I'm definitely not, like, um, encouraging people to freaking blow wads of cash on random garbage. Um, but I would like to say that there are a lot of times I see people just wasting money on kind of the cheap alternative when they would have ended if they would just spend a little bit more, they would have gotten the quote unquote brand name. And it's not yes, because of the brand name that it's good. It's just that it happened to be a good thing. Like in my, in, I don't know, the, how do I put this? Um, buy twice. Somebody, that's it. And I'm not saying buy Chanel or some shit. You know what I mean? I'm not saying buy like fucking some designer shit. I'm just How? saying buy like the legit Fleer or something, not the Ching Chow from fucking Night Vision. How is Black Dog still a thing? 
Dude, they apparently have like NASA contracts for like 20 years. (laughs) They can do whatever the fuck they want. They're like, 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 we don't need you. Fucking decent bulbs and shit. Everybody knows about gaming photosynthetic (laughs) peaks. Like that's that's old news. Have you guys ever heard of red and blue light? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, I found the emoji. Feel me. I put it in chat. Tag you. It's it's uh, uh, a colon pinch. Pinch fingers. Oh, <laughs> Pinch fingers. That's the emotion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great day. Are you taking it off, Smash? You out, yeah, buddy? I'm tired. Take it easy. Oh, Take it easy, Smash. Smash Shit, Cannabis man. 2.0 on Instagram. Smash Cannabis 6 or something on TikTok. No, it's zero. <laughs> Smash Cannabis 0. Um, I'm more interested in if you or do if you like trading cards, that's kind of like my thing. So I have like eBay and I'm looking into like sports cards if you're interested in like sports cards. Um, eBay store smash cards. <laughs> now I've actually been doing pretty good. So if you will, like right now, it's just strictly the Pokemon cards I have it on stock, but I have connections to older sports cards if you're interested so yeah just just hit me up have a great night guys cheers smash thanks smash take it easy bro uh was i gonna say uh i don't know got about 15 minutes folks before we uh fuck off for the evening if you have any last uh questions comments concerns i guess hop on shoot the shit for a moment Otherwise, we'll be uh, yes. Wes will be taking your Wes will be taking all your freaking negative comments. So bring them, bring them. them. Uh, will you be feasting off of negative comments and yes, as always, I will, and then be redepositing it back upon those people. Lars's tomatoes Mm -hmm. are for throwing at people who suck at performing and nothing else. Dude, tomatoes are the shit. I will argue that all day. That's man, one of my favorite fruit slash vegetables. Lars, Lars, tell me that a tomato that a burger with a tomato is not as good as it without. Like how 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 do those even equate? But like what about salsa? Explain. Yeah, I how would you it. have salsa without tomatoes? I mean, I guess you could you have like have a jalapeno, pineapple. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. all that shit, but still, you gotta have tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, I like white sauce and all, but like. Tomatoes. That's no ketchup. Right. <laughs> no, no ketchup. No ketchup I will stuff. not do. I went to a ketchup factory it, once and I will never eat ketchup ever again. It is the most overused condiment, without a doubt. There are so many cockroaches <laughs> in it. Uh, and I don't know about that, but... Uh, ketchup. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I went to the Heinz I factory. I hope you were to... Oh, I went yeah, to the no, Heinz factory. And yeah. the brown sugar that's going into the hopper has all these oh, yeah. like, chunks on it. I'm like, oh, it's like not broke up. And they're like, no, those are, those are bugs. In the brown sugar. They like the brown sugar. That doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, try Portland ketchup. You guys will enjoy it. The delightful bottles with like balloons and stuff on it and really fun scenes. Great ketchup. Honestly, believe it or not, I've said this before, Trader Joe's is the shit. Believe it or not, the Trader Joe's ketchup is really good. They try it. It's Trader, really tomato. Like really, really, good. like really sour tomato. Yeah. People all always Trader turn up Joe's their fucking Joe's. nose on it until they try it at your fucking house. They're like, oh, that's good. 
It's Seriously, good. It's, like, it's really good. It's organic ketchup. It's sour. Ketchup, Look at the ingredients. Tomatoes. <laughs> fucking I, I like when like I like when my peanut butter only has peanut butter in it. When my ketchup only has tomatoes. But better something, no, but you know. That's ketchup strong. needs more than just tomatoes. Your ketchup has no, it doesn't. No, no, I'm pretty. It's got like the vinegar and sugar <laughs> no, or whatever the fuck, but yeah. not the ascorbic assholes and the fucking no, sardine no. buttholes and whatever else. No, and as a <laughs> chef, I've made my own. Yo, make your own mayonnaise. You want to fucking start an argument right there? Yeah, no. Whoever made your own mayonnaise? Yeah, no, no. Mayonnaise. Yeah, no. Real mayo is the shit. Yeah, no. Try it at least once. Get a food processor, blender, whatever. Make your own mayonnaise. Although I'm kind of addicted to the Japanese. Or be willing to whip um, that motherfucker. Shit, what's it called? (laughs) Um, We can't think of a word for it. The Japanese squirt mayo that they use at sushi bars. Uh, It's got a name for it. (laughs) Jizz. Is the jizz mayo? Fuck, it's it's a little bit saltier. Motherfucker, I gotta go. I'll get a jar of it. Jizz mayo, Japanese. No, it's not jizz mayo. Jesus fucking Christ! Japanese mayo. Google that shit right now. The fuck up, we'll be right back. Hey, he's coming right back with some Japanese jizz mayo. Reminds me of Van Wilder. You know, that's something I, I have a creek and I'm at altitude and I've been wanting to get into growing wasabi, like actual Ooh. wasabi roots, because it only can be grown in like certain alpine creek zones. It's very restrictive as to where it can be from. Oh, really? okay, in what, fairness, what? the name isn't all that much better than Cupi uh, <laughs> uh, or Cupi. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Oh, not only he didn't have to follow the Google, he went to his I think he came up with the worst name. Cupy. <laughs> but the mayonnaise is really nice. Uh, but it is it, it delicious. It squirts out the bottom, delicious on the sandwich. Of course uh, I guess you get to cheese on your sandwich now that I think about it. Thanks for ruining that for me. <laughs> it even makes a noise. <laughs> You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We've just ruined QB Mayonnaise for you all. Yeah. So much for your sponsorship. What did you learn today? You win some, you lose some. Um, no, just mayo for this channel. Uh, what's up? May the queef be with you. <laughs> <laughs> queef brand salt. So, yeast. I don't know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're just goofing off. We're having fun. Uh, Nico's talking about wasabi, a crest like grow style. So, Potent was talking about growing uh, wasabi in uh, aquaponics. That sounded kind of fun. Uh, I've heard Have that wasabi is famously difficult to, to grow. Cold water temperatures, and it has to be like constantly cold, like wet. Clean, crisp water, apparently. Creek water. Ultra it grows in like alpine cool. Japanese creeks. That's where it like comes from. And it doesn't really want to be grown many other places. There's a guy in Northern California I saw somewhere that was on Instagram or somewhere that was smashing it, growing some freaking awesome stuff. And so that's one of the problems. If you've ever been to a sushi place, most of the time, if you've had green, especially like neon green and also like really like, like up your ass, up your nose, whatever, that was just horseradish. Yeah, yep. totally. So colored horseradish, which I like. I actually like to mix that. If you guys have never done this before, if you've, if like a lot of people don't know how to eat it, if you've uh, always just like kind of dabbed on the horseradish and you don't know what else to do, 
take a little bit of that horseradish and mix it in the soy sauce. And then when you dip it in the soy sauce, it's like spicy soy sauce, basically. It's Real wasabi will be grated fresh in front of you. They're going to be like... Yeah, they're proud of they'll it. They'll let you yeah, know yeah. like that. I'd like a fancy-ass shark skin thingy. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it has to be shark skin. They just... They, it's just bullet. Ceramic's popular, too. But, like, yeah, there's, like, a little grater for grating, like a, like a ginger grater or a garlic grater. And the real wasabi is not, like, horseradishy spicy. It's, like... It's milder. Kind of mild. Um, yeah. yeah. But it, it really, it, it's a it's one of those things that you were talking about earlier where it's terroir just dependent. Like, uh, the, uh, the majority of wasabi is imported from or exported from China. Like, it's not even grown in Japan. Really? Mm. But it's not the same quality as the wasabi, the real, quote, real wasabi from, you know, grown in the traditional Japanese method. Hmm. Intriguing. Maybe it'll be intriguing when I'm not stoned. I, I think it will be. But I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely intriguing now, though. That's for sure. Worthy Buzz is saying, if you make mayo at home, use vinegar and lemon, not one or the other. Taste like helmets. I want to say every time I've made mayo, it's really easy to do, actually. People always get intimidated. Like, oh my God, it's going to be super hard. I'm going to fuck it up. Or it's just egg whites and vinegar, pretty much. Yolks. Wait, uh, egg whites. Uh, yolks. Yolks. No whites. It's been literally that long since I made it, apparently. Whites and oil, a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of lemon juice, but mainly it's an emulsion of the the, the yolks and the oil, no whites. You want to avoid like any whites if possible. How long has it been since I made fucking mail? It's been that long. It's been a while. I like, uh, but I will food, tell you, it's food, been easy food, when food I made processor. it. Was food processor, you throw in like you know three or four egg yolks and. Twist of salt and pepper, and then you use the little dribble adapter that most food processors have, and you just dribble the oil in like that, or you, you know, dribble it in yourself, finger over the top, or hole in a baggie. Anybody who's familiar with my Instagram and saw my spread things, you know, you just take a Ziploc baggie, you just cut the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if it's available to watch. Oh, fuck's sake, it's pay to play. America's Test Kitchen is wonderful, except for every goddamn article they have is pay to play. I hate it. So they sold out. He sold the enterprise. Uh, he was kicked out. The Kimball dude, he was kicked yeah, out. I guess he was like well, a massive creep and whatever. Shouldered. Else. And, yeah. What's that? He was shouldered out, and then you like, think he yeah. was shouldered out? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how much of a massive creep he is. I don't know how to believe That's one of those weird ones, you know, like it could have been disinformation. You know, you always wonder how much you hear about it. You know, I don't know the guy personally. Yeah. Me either. I heard a couple of different stories on it, but huh. like basically the, the, the essential thing is they wanted to monetize it more than he did. And so it's still kicking and making money and he's out. Well, they used to be great. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah. you have one of your old books, whatever. So, the maybe maybe he's a creep, but damn, it was it was so much easier to get their content. Dude, it's a little bit things. like Kaiser Zose, fucking. Uh, what's his fuck? Uh, Kevin Spacey, dude could fucking act. Holy shit, Tom Cruise. 
I was laughing about Tom Cruise in uh, Tropic Thunder. Dude, I knew it was him in a millisecond. Terrible person. He's a weirdo. The dude has like <laughs> literal Scientology slaves working on his news in a, on his on his uh, motorcycles and stuff. Dude, he's when, weird. When your ex-wife weird. has weird. to do a tell-all, yeah, like two ex-wives basically like escaped him rather than like divorcing him or anything else. <laughs> dude is full on fucking strange. But I got a, I got a couple of ex-wives. And a half. That is weird. I got a couple <laughs> ex-wives. We cool. We still talk on a fairly regular basis. You know, co-parent and all that. Stuff. If you none of them have ever felt compelled to write a tell-all, right? But the dude can act. You know, but people can be complex creatures, right? You can be mm, good at one well, thing and terrible yeah, at a number yeah, of other exactly. things. Yeah, no, that is true. I don't know if that's a life lesson, but it's something. Something. So I guess America's Test Kitchen, good mayonnaise. Just because you're a great great person doesn't make you a good person. That is true. Good people do good actions. I see people all the time, and a lot of the, uh, uh, especially the humor and culture channels on like Instagram and stuff, tag Big Mike from Advanced Nutrients, like constantly. And I'm like, bro, why? It's so weird. And like, he's got such a strange and like kind of, you know, checkered reputation. Um, <laughs> he just even has a strange just for vibe. Views? Just look yeah. at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, to look at the guy. just to get views, would you really like tag Big Mike? Like, I see, I'm sure anybody who's on Instagram sees those posts from like, you know, uh, weed humor, and they're like, "Hey, what are you smoking on? Or what do you, would you do this at your?" There was a weird one for a while where they were like making death threats, and it was like, "Would you let people smoke at your funeral, Big Mike?" I'm sorry, was that a question? Would I let some Big Mike smoke at my funeral? No, no, they, they, they were like tagging Big Mike and then saying like, "Would you would you let someone smoke at your funeral?" Or you know. What what, yes. what 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 kind of what kind of smoke would you want? But kind it was weird. Expected. It was weird because they were asking the questions and then like tagging Big Mike. Oh, because they're just clout chasing and shit. But it almost smelt like, yeah. Is it coming? Big Mike on the way out. Uh, you mean they're going to assassinate him? And this is the the yeah. point on Instagram, or he's got cancer, or uh, some PGRs. Smoking too much salt, boof. Yeah, I doubt it. No, people. Uh, no, it's 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 probably an AI bot. Like Potent is into that. What is it? The House Hunters, something or other. The fuck on Instagram or on on Reddit. Uh, and it's supposedly. I think it's honestly just like shitty fiction writers, and sometimes they fucking score. Uh, but uh, he says it's like an AI thing, and he just goes on there and just laughs. Uh, but it's basically these garbage like uh, real estate listings, and it's like an AI supposedly learning how to write real estate listings. That's all super messed up. So I want to say it's like it's like AI basically writing those stupid articles. Like, is Big Mike so, having so, fun uh, with Swedish? So it sounds like an Alibaba product review, something like that. Yeah, I don't even know. Maybe it is a dumbass though. There's a lot of dumbasses in the world. That's something we've discovered the last couple of years. Like all of the amount of dumbasses that you thought there might be. Multiply that by a billion, basically, and that's numbers. That's, you're approaching the, the amount that might be there. I thought it was more like ten billion these days. Well, I mean, there's not that many people in the world, so there, there can't be more dumbasses than there are people. Thankfully, yeah, like eight billion. Oh, eight billion. Sorry. 
something like that. It's just the laws of probably, I don't even know, thermodynamics or some shit, inertia. It's got to be, it's got to be some law somewhere that you cannot have more dumbasses than there are people. Has to be written down somewhere. <laughs> right, Captain Ford. I mean, it's got to be in a book somewhere, man. I don't know. Look it up. It's written somewhere. <laughs> it's an immutable it's fucking law, dogs, man. The idiots live <laughs> uh, Lars, you're always posting links that I can't click on in the show. I don't know. What is this time cube shit? He's always posting like YouTube links and stuff. I can't click on that because it'll like make noise on the show and stuff. I don't know. Someone else to click on that and tell us it takes you back in time or something. Funny if he takes you like back to a dinosaur or something. By the way, welcome, St. Bernard's. I forgot to say that like two hours ago. The Google one? Well, that's our temple cactus. Uh, we'll go with yes. Uh, I want to say Dune is coming out. Dune might come out like tomorrow. Oh, cheers, everybody. Oh, I heard it's early release on HBO, but F you if you want to go see it in the theater. Uh, shit. That's, I, you know, I hadn't even thought of it. Now that it's here, I was waiting, waiting, waiting. I think waiting. it's like, out what do I want to now do? on HBO, actually. Uh, the 20th is what I heard. Oh, wow. Or 21st, 20th. Yeah, something like that. Oh. I don't know what it is, but like with COVID, like, uh, and maybe it's not COVID, maybe I I don't it's know 20 after, I'm... by the way. But cheers, or folks. Happy... Actually, 21. Cheers, cheers folks. Uh, cheers. Thanks for hanging, by the way, everybody. I'm I'm less involved in like the crazy deadlines. Like I just noticed uh, tomorrow will be the new Foundation episode. And I was just like, oh, right on. I'll, I'll probably catch that at some point. That too. Like back in the day, I was like, oh, my God. I was watching the new episode of Sopranos or whatever. By the way, have you been liking <laughs> the Foundation? Oh, yeah. Were you still, a Foundation fan in the past, by the way? Like, did oh, you yeah. read Foundation shit? So yeah, what do you think? What do you think about the new one? Uh, yes. And I'm actually okay with some of the character choices that I'm sure people have been like, oh, well, I just picked, like, people of color or women or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but that was... Oh, my God, that, that shit. I can't that fucking was, stand that, that shit was, these days. Oh, my God, they picked a black person. Okay. Fucking big, do you know so, that most people in this wait, world wait, wait, are black wait, wait, or brown? Wait, wait, wait. So... Dark Tower? Yes, I have a problem with that. Stephen King clearly described Roland as being Clint Eastwood in his mind. So you would ideally probably pick someone along those lines. I, I would have thought Matthew McConaughey would have been a better Roland than Walter. You know what? I haven't seen that one. Anyway, point being, when the author of a book specifically <laughs> describes somebody as having like purple eyes or blonde hair or fair skin. Well, but even then, you have to hew to the look at a a musical performance. If you're playing Asimov uh, didn't Asimov never pegged those things for any of those characters. Every once in a while he did like uh, uh, Daniel Oliva was blonde. So for example, he's in the new movie, but she's a she now, but that wasn't very specific. He was blonde, but it didn't really matter. So for example, Daniel Oliva used to be blonde, Probably the under what's up, Charlie's farm cheers. Uh, probably the most important character in all of Asimov's uh, stories, but one of the people that people always forget about. Uh, but it's the, the I won't even say who it is, actually, I won't even say who it is so people can fucking guess. It's fucking hilarious, but anyway, he did describe Daniel Oliva, he did describe Elijah Bailey, he did describe a few other people. He did, you're right, it is. I don't he know if he described Harry Selden, yeah. yeah, Harry Selden was left open. 
I appreciate the the fact that they took liberty with that a little bit. And that's that's good. You know, I embrace that that they take you know dramatic license with characters like that. That's important for the 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 community as well as it is important for the directors to have that choice. But uh, there are points where I'm like, yeah, no, that was that was a bad choice. What do you dislike so far? Uh, oh, with 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 Foundation? No, 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 I was talking about Foundation. I'm I'm actually pretty pleased with Foundation. So Dude, I'm digging Foundation so far. Yeah, I'm digging it. Like even though the story is rejumbled and reshuffled a little bit, like uh, in the original Foundation, you basically witness the in the first Foundation, you witness the kind of the end of the Galactic Empire, and Asimov was the first person to coin a term called Galactic Empire. Uh, which is you know, kind of interesting, right? But anyway, the, he was the, you always, somebody has to be the first to do something, right? Now, Asimov was ultra, ultra, ultra influential. Uh, Dune that's coming out was basically based on all the shit that Asimov did, you know? Anyway, uh, Foundation, it's, uh, Asimov has been in everything. There's been a ton of Asimov-based movies, The Bicentennial Man, iRobot, and a ton of other stuff. But Foundation, arguably some of his biggest works, were never made in anything because they're so, so wait, wait. grandly. So, like, so now that you mentioned that, how do you feel about the link up between Denny Olivar throughout those particular movies as well? Because one could argue that both Bicentennial Man and iRobot were based around the same. I love Daniel Olivar. Like since I was a kid, that's my favorite character, honestly. Yeah. And that's so, that's the moral conscience. That's Asimov's moral conscience. I mean, Bicentennial Man was kind of hinted at being around him, even though it was written as a short, separate from the actual Olivar canon. And kind of the same with iRobot. Well, no. They kind of wrote him out of the story. Yeah, they kind of wrote him out of the story. But he existed in the original. That was the Caves of Steel. That was, yeah, that was canon. That was Danny Olivar in iRobot. So. How do you feel about that chain linking up Ooh, with foundation? No, the robot, the robot in iRobot, that was actually um the short no was his fucking name. Uh the metal robot. Sunny. The Sunny. metal robot was Sunny. not Daniel. Sunny. Yeah. Um in the movie it was Sunny. Uh what's going on, Charlie's farm? While I look this shit up. Go ahead, dude. Uh, welcome. How are you saying hi? What's up, Mr. Ma? What's up, Wes? What's going on, Bugsy? Am I missing somebody on the panel? What's up, chat? How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Good, how are you doing? Just getting used to my new schedule. That's all. Just woke up just before 4.20, made a pot of coffee. I was like, I got to jump on, man. Say hi to everybody. Jersey. Uh, right on time, because we were honestly on the way out. But, man, we always got to yeah. catch up with you for a little bit. I heard, I, heard, I heard you say, it's last call. And I'm like, it's... Uh. They're drinking. It ain't last call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I gotta start. Uh, I gotta start sipping with you guys next week. Cheers, dude. That'd be fun. Um, I'm looking up. I'm. I'm. My eyes are probably distracted because I'm looking shit up on uh, uh, IMDb. Yeah, they got Dune up here now. Uh, iRobot. There we go. Okay, so you said it was Sunny in iRobot or in Bicentennial Man? It was Sunny. Well, Bicentennial Man was never named. Who the the robot was in the short. Yeah. My daughter's favorite movie, I Robot, right now. It's a little kick. I just bought it on YouTube for it. Why are they not listing the characters like I want them to? So you're literally here. I'm just going to show this. 
So it's been a little bit, unfortunately, I'm a little bit stoned. So are you calling Sonny this guy right here? Because I kind of forget, honestly. Is that Sonny? The robot. Yep. I don't think that's Daniel Oliva. I think that is, and I'm forgetting his fucking name right now. Um, There were two robots in in Asimov's canon that were hugely influential that created the zeroth law of robotics. And the other guy is this. The Uh, Nestor series, the NS. I cannot fucking remember his name right now. Uh, I guess I'll just have to look it up. Um, uh, fuck. All right. I'm just going to look it up. R. Daniel Oliva. Blah, 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 blah. I guess I'm going to have to blah, blah, blah into your fucking ears. Relationship with Elijah Bailey. Zero. There we go. Giscard and Demilov discussed the, 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 the first law. Is it Giscard? Yeah, I guess it's Giscard. I thought he had a different name. Giscard. So Giscard was an intelligent robot that had a positronic brain. I guess I, I realize that I'm probably, everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is probably worse than photography for some people. <laughs> this is science fiction shit. Anyway, uh, they uh-huh. were some of the very first uh, robots, so the very first significant self-thinking uh, robots. There were other like autonomous, you know, helping bots and whatever in the Asimov universe. Like every story that Asimov ever wrote was basically contiguous in time. So it was like one big universe. You know what I mean? So people are always saying, like, oh, is it the same universe? In Asimov, it actually was the same universe. And in some cases, the same actual characters. So a couple of very influential characters was this Giscard. And I was just, it's been so long. I, I was remembering his name differently. Anyway, I guess it was Giscard. He was as smart as Daniel Oliva was, but he was in a robot body. Whereas Daniel Oliva, just as smart with that positronic brain, was in a humanoid body. He was indistinguishable from the outside from a human being. So he could camouflage himself with human beings. Whereas Giscard could not in any meaningful way camouflage himself with human beings. Anyway, Giscard ended up sacrificing himself because he had this weird mutation. I cannot remember how he got it, where he could basically predict people's thoughts. And he uh, transferred that to Daniel Oliva, creating um, basically this force that became like the, the conscience of all humankind. It's a, it's a very interesting fucking character. Really interesting character. I'm really looking forward to how they, they play with it in, in uh, uh, the Foundation. Now I got to go reread Caves of Steel. Dude, he pops up in Foundation, he pops up in Caves of Steel, he pops up in this, he pops up in that, like, fucking, uh, literally, he's the, he's the marionette, he's the, he's the puppeteer, like, uh, uh, Daniel Oliva is the puppeteer. All right, well, I think I'm going to follow Smash Q and dip out. Charlie can take Here's my it. seat. Cheers, man. Good to have Good to see you, man, always. We have great conversation, man. On that nerdiness, uh, Charlie's farm is like, uh, what the fuck did I step into here? This uh, fucking random dog shit. Uh, Charlie's farm. He's there for breakfast, bro. You're there for dinner, but he's there for breakfast. That's true, man. It's like, it's early for you, bro. It's not (laughs) even late. He's just waking up. We all tune it out. He's tuning in. No, actually, Charlie's farm, he's probably, you don't even know Charlie's farm. He probably hasn't gone to sleep yet or woken up yet. He's just still working. Four hours away. Four hours a night is too much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's one thirty here and I'll be up before six. Wait a minute. Cheers, uh Lord Huber. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for chatting scotch. Yeah, man. Good night. Hey, yeah, anytime. And I'll see you guys Saturday, right?
Right on, man. We'll be here. Right on. Charlie's farm. How's the garden? Gardens well. They uh, they weathered the weekend pretty good, which wasn't even really a weekend, just a deal of night. So it was. Uh, so things are good. You can't complain. Can't complain. Everything's going well. Everyone's healthy, and uh, things are good. So can't complain. Things could always be worse. Always do it. It's a good uh, attitude. You always have a an upbeat and uh, optimistic attitude about things, right? Like uh, we were yeah, sort of talking about that earlier about, uh, I want to say we were talking about that earlier, maybe yesterday about the, the negativity, maybe, maybe it was that yesterday. And uh, I think you're one of those guys that always has a very kind of positive uh, outlook on life, right? I try to, you know, well, you know, I, I'm sure it's a lot different when you live with me, but, <laughs> but you know, uh, I, yeah, just, I, I, I used to, be a pity pot guy growing up, you know, all the way into my early 30s. For me, for me, my life was this, my life was that. I finally got up to pity pot. Said, you know what? Attitude, my attitude. So I changed it. I flipped it. I did a 180. You know, and uh, and life is short. Life is so short. People don't realize that. You know, we're lucky we get 80 years. And, and Man, it flies by, right? You know? Absolutely flies by before you fucking know. Like yeah. it's, it's a, you hate to say it as you kind of grow older, but every once in a while you do sort of notice it. And you're like, man, alive do people fucking take it for granted? Like you can notice that you've lived somewhere for ten years, and you're like, wait a second, that's ten fucking years. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's funny, it flies by because you're like, oh, one year, two years, three years. You don't really think about it, but then you look back at ten fucking years. You might live somewhere for 20 years or something, you know, yeah. longer, right? Yeah, yeah. I think my wife and I have been together now 15 years. My, my present wife, you know, not that I've been married, but I had, you know, on a law wife for 10 years and passed away. But, you know, yeah, just something about it. I was always the one, my, my, my older brother used to say it. He used to carry a lot of stuff around growing up. Still carries it around. But what he used to say about me, he used to say, you know, Bill, we used to, uh, you know, get the belt the night before, and I, he goes, I, my ass would be red. You know, I got the, I got the, I got the extra abuse at the house. You know what I mean? So, but, um, and I'm not dwelling on that. But I used to just get the extra abuse, just the way it was. So, but I'd wake up. He goes, I, my ass would be red, Bill, and I he goes, I look over at you, and from your, from your neck all the way down to your feet, you'd be red. Wow. And I thought I got it bad. He goes, but you'd be sitting there in the morning getting ready for kindergarten, like la di da. Like just already had brushed it off. Like, you know, the new day had started. And it's just the way I've always been. Let it roll off, man, because you can't carry that shit around with you your whole life. It's self-destructive. And I and I went down that self-destructive path too many times, too many years. You think I don't know, this is taking <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> this is taking things a different direction. <laughs> yeah, just like excuse me. <laughs> My little philosophy in life. Man, every time I talk, I got a cop. But I enjoy talking philosophy with you, uh, Charlie, especially since you yeah, know a little bit about it. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that going forward, you know, like uh, we romantically all us weed and freaking mushroom stoner people, we basically think like, oh my god, this is going to change the world and da da da, kumbaya, all that stuff, right? Uh, we're all going to wear Birkenstocks and sing happy lives, right? Except the Westerns, he hates. Uh, he hates Birkenstocks. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm joking. Uh, I'm talking about like mushrooms and stuff. Do you think that they're going to make a meaningful difference in uh, 
uh, abuse scenarios. You know what I mean? Like a lot of families have had abuse. They've either suffered, you know, kids have suffered abuse or the, the, the parents, uh, or someone is actively abusing. Someone is being abused. There's a, a, a tremendous amount of people, uh, that have suffered with that. And they suffer lifelong consequences of that. People argue that mushrooms, uh, 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 specifically psychedelic mushrooms, obviously we're talking about, right. That are illegal in most places, but I can talk about legally in Portland now. Uh, they say that those things are going to potentially help. Do you think, I mean, this is for spitballing, of course, we're not experts, but do you think that uh, that is the case? Do you have a gut feeling? I do, only because I, I I think eventually, you know, just, you know, cannabis and the, the evolution of the legalization of cannabis was, you know, more financial reasons than anything else why states were starting to go legal. That's one of the main reasons why Massachusetts started decriminalizing, you know, crash in 08 and that, needing money. So, but I, I think that with with all the all the problems that people have up in their heads, and I'm one of them, uh, occasionally for sure. Um, I think it's a. I just remember when I was a kid and used to do a lot of mushrooms, and it would carry over to the next day my attitude. Even when I used to trip on acid, it would carry over to the next day, and I wouldn't be so, uh, you know, whether it's uh, depression and whatever you wanted to call it back then. Um, I think eventually it's going to catch on. I think it's. I think it's. It, it, you know, uh, how do I want to say this? Um, it's going to slowly evolve over time, the realization and the eye-opening of the benefits of all the things that we've always demonized over the years as, uh, you know, things that would make you crazy. I mean, look at the old, you know, not just from Me for Madness, but go look at the old Dragnet episode when they had the, uh, the pot uh, couple and their baby drowned in the friggin' bathtub. It was all because of marijuana. You know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, how attitude's going to change, but I think they're going to make a big difference, you know? And look at some of the, look at some of the antidepressants and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, serotonin suppressors and, and kickstarters and all that, that they have out there. When I have a feeling that down the road, it's going to be like, like cannabis, they're going to want a natural remedy instead of a man-made chemical to help them out, which I think a lot of us know that, especially microdosing, helps so many people now. I mean, I, I don't think I've heard anybody who microdoses now, and I don't, and I've thought of it, you know. Um, I thought of, of doing it, but every I haven't heard a negative thing about anybody that microdoses. Nobody, nothing, nothing. I've I haven't heard, heard negative things, but I have heard a few people say it gave them no benefit. I haven't heard of right. people. Of say course. That. But that's way better than saying, oh my God, it gave me butthole cancer or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like I've never ever heard a negative thing. Just some people say there's nothing positive about it. That didn't, Absolutely. didn't hurt them in any way. And that's the way everything is, though. That's the way everything is. You know, it's it's the it's the numbers game. You know, just like modern medicine. If it helps a hundred people, you know, or ninety-eight out of a hundred people, if it helps them, then you know what? We're gonna say that. It's a, it's a, it's good for you. You know what I mean? Because it's the numbers game. You know, I'm not saying it right because I just woke up, just having my coffee. But if I, I hope I'm making sense, you know, no, it's, it, there's sense. more benefits, more benefit than there is anything else. And yes, there's always going to be people where no, it's not going to work for them. But you know what? Something else might work for them that the people that are, that the mushrooms are working for, the microdosing is working for. It, 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 it doesn't benefit them. You know what I mean? So there's always going to be trade-offs with 
what people take and how it reacts because our brains are just so different. Everybody's brain is so different. The chemical makeup is so different. And neural mm-hmm. pathways are so different. So you always, you know, just like alcohol. Alcohol can affect certain people some way. And then, you know, I, I used to have friends that, you know, they, you know, alcohol is the wrong one just because, you know, but weed. Some people smoke a lot of weed. I can't smoke a lot of grass. It just mm-hmm. puts me to sleep nowadays. But I love it and it helps me. It gets me through my day sometimes, just gives me that extra energy to just keep that one foot in front of the other. Because, you know, life can be monotonous. I think it's a huge benefit. I think the future is definitely going to be bright for that. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, no worries. I, I didn't mean to step over either. I'm going to jump off here. All right, on to Cheers. Cheers, Bobby. Great to see you, man. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, I think we're heading out here uh, shortly uh, too. It's just always yes, nice man. catching up with uh, Charlie's. Uh, uh, we can't always catch up with him, man, but it's always a pleasure to talk with him. You know what I mean? Like, uh, look at that garden too. Look at that freaking luscious garden. Yeah, I just want to. I want to make it. Bugsy, have a good night. So. Cheers, Bugsy. What's that, Captain Four Twenty? I'm gonna have to jump off here too. Uh, Cheers, dude. It's uh, how can people find you, man? here. How can people so, find you over there? People can find me on Instagram. It's Ohio's Captain Dank and uh, Wes, Charlie's Farm. Everybody out there in chat, Jimmy. Nice peace. Cheers, dude. Have a good one. Good, Captain. Have a good night. Thanks for coming, man. And thanks, everybody, for coming. Honestly, we're just kind of. Honestly, wandered out the door. I don't know. Maybe Charlie's four twenty. Maybe we should uh, we should use it as an excuse. I don't know. It's just always uh, nice to catch up with you. And I don't mean to keep you. Uh, let me think here. Uh, one useful question that I could ask you, or one fun thing. And I've been thinking about that. You know, like I was I was asking a doctor friend of mine. Um, hey, do you think that uh, you know a couple of different things? Do you think that cannabis? Do you think that the legalization of cannabis? Do you think that legalization of uh, mushrooms is going to uh, assist you know broadly kind of mental health in all of society and the answer was maybe you know what i mean literally maybe and this was not a person that's anti any of that because there are of course doctors everyone knows like oh fuck you da, 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 da. this is not one of those people at all but this is somebody who very much is like all right mine's their p's and q's medically speaking because it's a profession right like that's their fucking job like they could get fired like literally get people don't think about that right like Doctors, that's their job. They could get fired. And then what? Are they going to be a plumber? You know what I mean? No, they're a fucking doctor. You know, they spend a lot of years on that medical school and all that shit. Yeah. They got to pay back, right? You can't you can't discharge that stuff. Europeans get horrified when they hear about that. Like, you you stop and think every once in a while about America, and you're like, what? Like, uh, school loans are not dischargeable in bankruptcy. I think this is the yeah. only country that that happens. And this is, of yeah, course, coincidentally, complete coincidence of complete fate that this is the most expensive schooling in the entire world. Arguably some of the best schooling. I mean, no one's going to say that is wrong, but it's not that much better than Oxford. Let's be fucking frank there. But still, arguably very good schooling. But you can dead ass spend $50,000 a year on a school. That's probably not even the most expensive school anymore. There's probably schools that are over 100000 a year, honestly, now. anyway. Six figures, seven figures now. Fuck, it's probably not even that hard to achieve for fucking you know medical school. The fuck, and then you got to pay that back. And if you don't pay it back, they will garnish your wages until you die. Yeah, like it's not not dischargeable by bankruptcy or anything else. Yeah, like other people in the world hear about that, they're like, 
Dios mío. We look at the Netherlands. I always look at the Netherlands as an example. Now they always call it, you know, semi-socialist and all that. And so, you know, I'm not trying to put a label or politicize it. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, no. live better. They, yeah. But, you know, if it, it's what you're willing to put into this, pay into the system out of, out of, um, out of your wages. You know, they, they give almost 50% of their wages and taxes. But if they get unemployed or they have a, a sickness or they can't pay their bills for five, this was, no, this was 10 years ago. Five years they paid everything for you but you paid into it in the beginning so you know it's it, it all depends upon you know one of the factors out of many obviously with the society modern society that we live in in this country it's not just as simple as that but you know you think about these countries i saw one of the statistics today about the uh you know family uh maternity leave you know uh we are the they showed the the graph the and ones. it went we are at the bottom And, you know, even in education now, we, we rank around 12th in the world. You know, we're the only developed country, the richest country in the world. And we don't have universal pre-K when they know for a fact that the sooner you get a child into a learning institution, the, the better their outcome is going to be to survive. And I can only imagine what life is going to be. It's literally like free to. money. Uh, 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 I just heard today that Biden is basically going to cut the free community colleges that he was talking about doing. Yeah, That is yeah. literally a freebie because basically it's free money. It pays for itself. And then over and over and over again, because uh, you have this exponential growth in small businesses and people getting better jobs and on and on and on and on. Right. They get advanced degrees. It pays for itself exponentially. It's one of those right. things that is a fucking no brainer and only right. an idiot wouldn't do it and right. wouldn't you know it our political system i mean i i am i i, I guess yeah. i don't want to get into it but i'm i'm disheartened i cannot express how disheartened i am. my whole life I can't help said, but agree with you swallow your shit sandwich and vote for these assholes so the fascists don't win and now we're looking and it's getting grim at the fucking end of the conversation but yeah. uh oh no i get fucking it god yeah. i get it Yeah, I mean, when every time that for every dollar that we invest in ourselves, like with the infrastructure, with the initial hard infrastructure proposal or bill, um, it, it pays us like, you know, 10, 100 fold back in the future. I mean, that's the whole point. You know, that's why, you know, a trade deficit is actually a good thing. If people don't know how the system runs, they don't understand because they hear trade deficit. Oh, my God, that's a horrible thing. No, no, that's actually a really good thing. Okay, because it means they all want our shit. That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, uh, they talk about the, the debt ceiling. It's just got constantly going to go up no matter what anyway. You know, we have the best credit rating in the world. That's why we can't default on it. Because it would throw the whole, you know, we everybody depends on that us. That ceiling was an it. artificial thing anyway. That was to appease the uh, right, right. Uh, the, the, the anti-war people. The, the What do they call them? The uh, America used to be isolationist. I can't think of it right now. But anyway, they didn't want to get into World War One. So even yep. when they were getting a World War One, they were like, "All right, fine," but you were not right. going to spend any money on it. So they basically implemented right. the debt. That's suit, why FDI did the lend lease for World War II. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, that's why they did the lend lease program during World War II with, with Churchill because he couldn't. He knew that we were going to be dragged into the war no matter what. I love your example of World War One because I always go back to World War One, where it really started. The global change really started then. You know what I mean? And the ripple effects that have happened since then mm -hmm. literally can go back to then, and of course before that, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Lend-Lease, uh, you know, he, he knew we were going to get dragged into the war no matter what. He couldn't let Britain fail. They were our biggest ally. And it was only our, our only foothold really left in Europe. 
And, uh, and it, they already knew what Hitler was going to do because he wasn't listening to anybody. So what did he do? He said to the American people, like, we're just going to lend them and they're going to pay us back. They never paid us back. Of course not. You know what I mean? But he knew that we had to do that in order to stabilize. And then sure enough, through half constructing it and all that, you know, Pearl Harbor happened December 7th, 41. You know what I mean? And it was almost allowed to happen because they had, you know, some some historians say that, you know, Roosevelt kind of knew that they were going to do that because we had stopped all sales of anything to Japan. And they depended on us for their scrap metal in order to make their battleships, in order to make their guns. They, you know, they were an island country. So they, that's one of the reasons why they went out and said, you know what, America and all the big countries are colonizing and uh, colonialists. Well, you know what, we're going to go do the same thing. And they started taking over the Pacific and China and Korea, except they were ruthless about it. Ruthless. Look at the rape of Nanking. Mm. Holy shit. Oh, Koreans to this day don't even like Japanese people. Yeah. They can't. Yeah, they got a real, real thing. So, but anyway, yes, you're right. It all, everything. That's why I say what has happened in our past, and that's really our recent past. I mean, it's only talking it really about is, dude. Ago. There are still people that are alive from that. People think it's right. ancient. People think the civil rights movement was a fucking thousand years ago. There are people that are like not that old now that we're in the civil rights movement marching and shit. You know what yeah, I mean? I remember, like, I remember the civil rights movements on TV yeah. when I was a kid. I remember the integration. I, re- I remember all that going down LBJ and his great society. Right. You know what, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, we invest in ourselves. It's a good thing. And yes, we were isolationists. We've always been isolationists. The problem now, obviously, as everybody knows, after World War II is ballistic missiles came into, into play and, nuclear bombs, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, we couldn't be isolationists because the Pacific and the Atlantic wouldn't save us anymore. You know, even during World War II, it was the beginning of the end of us being isolationists because the day that, that Germany signed the surrender, I always say this, two subs came up, one off of Cape Cod up in Provincetown, just came up and surrendered, the submarine, the, the, one of the wolf packs. And then um, one came up in Hampton Beach, uh, you know, another 200 miles up north. Another one came up and surrendered the same. They did it both at the same time. You know, they coordinated it, but um, yeah, we can't be isolated. You know, it's an interesting global society. We live in a global society. And that's one thing that one side had always embraced in the nineties. And then all of a sudden they want to be isolationists now. And it's like, we can't be isolationists now. What are you just telling us that we're going to cut off our customers, other countries, other people around the world. Like we're going to say, you know, I thought it was to expand your customer base, not restrict it. Sorry, go ahead. You know, I had another thought. I was going to say a couple of other things. I was going to talk about like this crazy fucking really grim shit. I learned about some uh, uh, some of the savagery that happened in World War II. I, that's better off not being said. I was going to say something else with what you were talking about. And then I realized, you know what? A better story is something that was so counterintuitive that I still kind of grapple with how funny it was or how unusual it was. So I've said before that this whole group, basically, this 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 fucking show, basically, you know, whatever, there's a million reasons why a person starts a show and whatever else, you know, I could fucking, you know, create a thousand different things. But way back when I always envisioned, I, I studied in Vienna for you know a couple of years and uh, I, you know, I lived there for a while. And I, I was actually telling somebody not too long ago, like, oh man, I became like typical Viennese. I started to hate Vienna so much that I started to love it. Anyway, you'd know it if you're fucking, it's a weird fucking place, weird, weird place, but it's, it's, it's cool in its own way. You know what I mean? Probably like Boston, you fucking hate it, but you love it. You know, it's, it's like Los Angeles. Honestly, Los Angeles is a good example. You fucking hate it, but you love it. It's, it's, uh, it's just, it's very strange. It's, it's organized chaos. 
You know what I mean? And Vienna is not organized chaos. It's completely organized. It's like a museum. The whole city is a fucking museum, but you hate it, but you love it. Anyway, Vienna is famous for uh, cafes. Whatever. That actually doesn't have anything to do with it. I kept meeting people when I studied there uh, for random shit. I remember I used to develop, you know, I was in photography, into photography. So the dude that I used to develop photography for, for uh, develop photography, but the dude that I developed my film with around the corner, just the film shop, right? I'd go and I'd take my rolls of film. How fucking antiquated is that, right? Like nobody knows what that was anymore, but I'd, I'd literally take film <laughs> and develop it, right? So anyway, uh, I'd get to talking to this dude. And the dude's like, oh, you're American. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my blah, blah, blah. And uh, wouldn't you know it, you know, all people, Americans always think that, you know, Europeans and foreigners and everything are going to fucking hate them. Oh, my God. They're going to fucking hate them. Ah, stinky Americans, whatever. I did not find that to be the case. There's a number of ways that you could not be an asshole. But, you know, a lot of people will love you. So, for example, in Austria, a lot of people will go, oh, my God, you're American. Holy shit. That's so wonderful. It's amazing. And I kept having the same fucking thing happen. 10 times, 15 times, honestly. And this, this photo guy was one of the first. He was about, this was, I don't know, a fucking thousand years ago. It was like 20 years ago. So he was probably about 65 years old. What, how many fucking years old? He had been in World War II. He'd been a soldier in World War II, and he was captured by the Americans. And he was captured by the Americans not long after they entered, I can't remember, France or wherever else. And he was captured with his arms up and everything else. He didn't get shot or anything else. And they sent him as a POW. And, you know, that part of the conversation, I was like, oh, my God, oh, POW. And he's like, no, man, it was the best time of my fucking life, literally. And the same thing, the same story came up over and over and over again. These Austrian guys, they were like, that six months or one dude was like, it was nine months. It was the best. Oh, I think one dude was almost a year, like 11 months. I think he was captured in like 43 and then they were released in like 44 or whatever. Um, the Russians kept the POWs for like 15 fucking years, but the Americans, yeah. we released them right away. They sent them to Texas. They sent them to Oregon. They sent them to wherever else. And they said, hey, we'll see you in six months. Check in every month. They didn't put them in shackles like the Germans did right, or the Japanese. Right. They didn't torture them. Right. They didn't do anything else. Uh, they oftentimes had them live with like normal, normal families. Uh, but sometimes they even let them just live in a barracks somewhere. And they were just like, have fun. Yeah, it's a very honestly, it was a very instructive difference. And, you know, anytime you always think both sides, both sides, both sides, anytime you hear like, oh, Russia does this, America does this. Oh, Germany does this. America does this. There are some stories that tell a difference. You know what I mean? Like we did yeah. bomb the fuck out of Laos. We did a ton of terrible, terrible, terrible things. Sure. Absolutely. But there are some times when you can see the difference in societies. You know what I yeah. mean? And when I look at shit like Trump and everything else, I still think back to some origins of America and something like this, where we let the POWs from Germany that we knew they were bad fucking people. We let them just go do their thing in Texas and go do dairy shit, whatever else. Just go right. get a job. Just they, they, they were like, go get a job, check in once a month. And so this dude, I can't remember if he was the dude that went to Texas or if it was one of the other dudes, because I kept running into Austria's filled with old people. Basically, like that's one of the things with Vienna, right. filled with old people because uh, it's kind of an expensive city. So they have old apartments, whatever, you know, older people have their apartments from when they were a kid or from their parents, sure. whatever. Else. Anyway, whatever. So uh, one dude was in like New Hampshire making maple syrup. And again, he was wow. like, it was the best time of my life. I had a yeah. girlfriend there, blah, 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 yeah. on and on. Da, yeah. da, da. And like, it was like this formative time in their life. And it was just, it was a fucking trip and a half to see yeah. that this, this global impact where you could, and it changed them because these were like full on Nazis. Like some of these guys were in the Hitler youth and everything. You know, people yeah. always say like Austria, oh, we were assimilated. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. You were assimilated. You fucking marched full lockstep, man. 99% of you guys. You know, there were plenty of people. I'm not going to minimize this, but plenty of people against it. But they were willing participants. Yes, they were. And many of the the German soldiers that were POWs and stuff were willing participants. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, And several of these people told me, dude, I was Hitler Youth and on and on and on. And they came to America and their eyes were fucking open. They got to have black friends. They got to have Jewish friends. They got to have Southern friends. On and on and on. You know what I mean? We've done a lot of good. I always tell people, I mean, who fed the world in World War One? It was us. Mm. We fed the world. I mean, that was one of the beginning factors of why we had the Dust Bowls in the 30s was all the clear cut they, they did and the industrialization and agricultural growing of the farming. And, uh, you know, we did. We fed the world. Look at the, look at the Marshall Plan after. I mean, literally, East Germany was starving mm. to death. And the Marshall Plan, a great human being. I mean, we've had some great leaders, you know. And he didn't even want credit for it. You know, I always say, what's the what's the sign of a good leader is they take less than their fair share of the credit, but they take more than their fair share of the blame, you know? And, um, you know, we've had some great ones. Yeah, every country has done horrible things over the, over the centuries. And there's no question about it. But, have, you know, we do a lot of good. And there's still going to be a lot of bad to be done in the future, obviously. Right. We're talking politics and bullshit, you know? Before it used to be families in there. And they're monarchs fighting each other wars, but you know now it's the politicians doing it. Oh, it will be again, man. It's it's the the new monarchs are just the rich again, right? You know, like it That's was it. the oligarchs before with the family titles. Now it's the new oligarchs yeah. with the aerospace and robotics companies and whatever else. You know what I mean? It's kind of sad absolutely. to see it happen. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. It's it's a it's a bourgeois society. Always has been. It always will be. There's always going to be classes. Always, and you know, the lower you are at the bottom. You know, I wouldn't say always, mean, man. I want to say that at some point, humanity will either extinguish itself or fucking evolve out of it. But, you know, until fact, we do, yes. I feel like we're going to no get stuck in it. Yeah, I agree with that. Because, you know, I was, I, yeah, I was saying when you were saying that, I was like, oh, that James Cameron, he's making like four Avatar movies in a row. And it's all basically like, you know, humanity colonizing yeah, some that. other world and just murdering everybody. And it's terrible, but it's, you know, it's super beautifully filmed and everything else realistically that's reality man every time he yeah. made like we are beautiful people who have a, a percentage of us who are just fucking savagely horrible you know what yeah. i mean and i was just gonna yeah. say you know, i guess i won't even say the story but some of the stuff that happened in the, the balkans it's just fucking crazy it's looney tunes when you hear about yeah. it or if you hear about like the what happened in the lublanka prison like the the i guess i won't even get into it because i don't want to ruin people's fucking evenings but it's just it's it's madness when you yeah. hear about some of the numbers and the, the shit that happened and all this kind of stuff, it's like people did that. You know what I mean? And then they went home and they had a wife at home and they had kids at home and they yeah, talked to their they kids think, and they were normal yeah. and everything else. And they, they like fucking murder yeah. people all day long for a job. And it's just dude, people right. are terrible. But at the same right. time, people are also awesome. You know what I mean? So absolutely. Um, we'll I evolve actually, out of it, hopefully. Yeah. I just watched that James Cameron six part about the earth. I just watched mm-hmm. it about a month ago. Yeah. Or oh, the whales, the six part about the whales. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing footage, stuff that they had, had, had never been, you know, filmed before. They actually captured, you know, I love seeing that stuff. And really, you know, the production value is just incredible, obviously. But yeah, on the flip side of that, I also, because I never want to forget what happened, in, and I mean this, because it was so drilled into our heads while we were kids in history class, World War II, and what the friggin' Nazis done. I never do. So I went and saw, just watched that special about the, uh, the, uh, the uh, SS, uh, Unsgruppen, whatever it's called, you know, the death squads that were going out. And these men, 
and the background profiles, like they went into these people's, you know, the, the, how how they evolved and grew up in life, and then how they took over these squads and were just mass murdering people, like it was. Oh, like the like, Durla Vangler, uh, yeah, going all yeah, yeah. up into Russia, yeah, the Ansgruppen. Uh, that's where it was the SS Ansgruppen squads. That you know, it was like uh, I forget the numbers, fifteen thousand of them all together. Eisensgruppen, that's it. Excuse me, but. And, and the ruthlessness of what humans can do to other human beings. And, and yeah, it, you know, some stories of how, the, and, and they were interviewing the little kids that witnessed it at the time that survived it. They're, they're alive today and they're describing how these guys would go out and, and do this literally mm-hmm. to any normal person's brain is in a horrific thing. But then they come back and give the little kid toys, and, you know, sit there and, and have them play music for them. And, oh, just crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, the, you know, the world obviously has the yin and the yang, but, but, uh, you Maybe know, that's, that's what yeah. that's, we were talking about uh, Buddhism earlier, right? Like, I guess that's uh, one of the schools, I guess, more Zen, but anyway, like, uh, uh, well, I guess Buddhism more teaches us that there's just basically there is suffering in the world, you know, like there is goodness, but mostly it's just suffering, and you travel down a path of right. You can't have happiness. Fuck, I don't know. A river that just takes you somewhere. It just takes you to the end. I don't right. know. It just takes you. It keeps taking you. It just doesn't really take you anywhere else. It just keeps taking you. Um, yeah. It's not really a wise thought. I don't know. Just, uh, There's always, you know, what, 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 what do they say? You can't have happiness without sadness because you wouldn't know what happiness was if you didn't have sadness. You know? That's what a lot you of people say, man. I, that There is truth in it. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't appreciate. I mean, uh, uh, my answer to that is always, could there be a little bit less sadness? <laughs> I mean, like if you right. had a little bit of Absolutely. sadness, you're like, yeah, there'd be a little bit more or less. But uh, yeah. uh, there, you know, there is truth in that. You know, like if you were always smiling, I always say that Southern California. You know, I used to live in uh, Southern California, and I, like I kind of disliked the weather because I was like, it's somebody holding your face open as a fucking forceful smile all day, <laughs> every day for fucking three hundred sixty-five days of the year, no matter what. It's sunny. Like you, you don't have to wonder. You look outside; it's fucking sunny. It's fucking sunny. It's it's like a vanilla ice cream every right. single day of your life, and yeah. it just it, it to me because I didn't necessarily you know I was I spent a lot of time there, but I didn't necessarily grow up there. So maybe I wasn't you know born in it. Dude, it felt weird. It felt weird. It felt like being forced to eat something pleasant. You know what I mean? And so yeah. like after yeah. a while, it's like no, thank you, no more. You know what I mean? You know, I want some rain for a change or something. You know? Yeah. yeah. Weird. I don't right. know. I've had people move to Massachusetts and be like, I love Massachusetts even in the wintertime. And I'd be like, well, you know, obviously as I get older, I don't like the winter so much, even though I was a skier for years. But, you know, these old bones can't take it sometimes. And they're like, no, I love it. Even people my age, they say, you know, it's like you have, because I have friends that moved up from San Diego or they move up from Southern Florida, you know, from that, you know, mono environment, as they say. And they come up here and they love the change of season. Like they went 40 years of their life, 50 years of their life without any season. <laughs> right. like, you know, right. go like we only had color when we planted it. <laughs> Rainy season and dry season or some shit. Yeah, I know what yeah, yeah. You know, you know, it's like it's it's the same every day. They said it. Uh, you know, I mean, I lived in Arizona, but I only lasted. I didn't live there. I was I, I just a month back in '85. You know, I, I lasted a month. I always stay in Arizona. I had to get out of there. And uh, but um, but it was different back then than it is now. Um, oh yeah, I text a friend like um, you know, freaking uh, wearing a hoodie. You know, it's chilly outside. And, and my friends like, oh my god, I'm sweating my pits off. You know right, what I mean? Like right. you know, down in the south yeah. somewhere, like what a change yeah. this country is. You know, I, I remember I lived, quiet climates. I, yeah, I came up back. I was in I was in Palm Beach for almost four years back in the early '90s, and 
when I came back here, I, I moved back in early spring. And uh, my my brother is, uh, you know, he's got his shorts on. It's beginning of April. And, uh, no shirt. He's, you know, working or whatever. We're doing, you know, some masonry, brickwork, stone, whatever. And, uh, and there I am. No joke. <laughs> I got my sweatpants on with my hoodie on because my blood had thinned out down there. And mm-hmm. so by the time I, I came up here, he's sweating his balls off and I'm freezing my butt when it's 70 degrees out, you know, because I was so used <laughs> to the humidity and everything. Yeah, right. yeah. He laughed. He's like, what, what the hell? Why aren't you sweating? And I'm like, right. I don't know, you know, I was so young when I moved back. I just, you know, it took me years to realize like, oh yeah, my blood had thinned out, man. You know, so, but yeah, I, I was telling my daughter today or the last couple of days, I was saying how great this country is, even with all its flaws, because, you know, she sees us watching the news and all the bullshit. And I don't hide anything from her. Plus, I wanted to be completely aware of society and being involved and, and taking initiative and all that stuff. And uh, but anyway, I was describing how great our country was and what makes us so unique is we have under one roof in America. Not not all of you know. No, I'm not talking about North and Central and South, but just in in America, the USA, how we have everything for for environments. You know, we have everything from the Northeast to the mm-hmm. Northwest to the Southern, and and the raw materials that we have, other countries don't have. They might have a single raw material or one big export that they have. We have whatever basically we want right, right here under our roots so we destroy our environment to get it and whatever but, we don't have we can trade with our best friend it's extremely rare to have such a close friendship with canada that has right. basically everything else that we don't need you know people are always like oh russia 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 canada has everything that russia has and they're not fucking dickheads you know like Right. That was like, I was trying to say like dick shit and dickhead and together it was like dick shed, but whatever, you know, like all of that together, like everyone knows what I'm talking about. Like Russia is fucking asshole. Uh, yeah. Canada is not that, you know what I mean? Like, no, we're in a rare fucking position. I know what you mean. Yeah. I yeah. feel like, I don't know. I'm, I'm very, I have to be honest. I'm very, very pessimistic about the next, like maybe 10, 15 years about America, but I feel yeah. like eventually the U S will come out of this shit yeah. heap. It's in right now. Right, right. It's really problematic though, because I think that unfortunately we're the most significant country in the world, uh, most powerful and everything else. You know what I mean? Like even though our roads and schools and healthcare system and on and on and on are crumbling, our military is aces. You know, like yeah. ten times or bigger than anybody else, maybe a hundred yeah. times bigger than anybody else. Right. So like when we fall, it's going to be a fucking savage earthquake when it happens. So I'm uh, I'm a little bit worried. I'm really a little bit more than a little bit. I'm actually very worried that there's going to be some real shit sandwiches in the future. Uh, and eventually we're going to get out of it because I feel like the character of the country is, 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 is there, but it's going to be a fucking nightmare. I don't know. Yeah. I, I hope I'm wrong about this stuff. You know what I mean? I yeah. hope I'm wrong no. where all this stuff is coming, but dude, I've heard no, from so many people that people are very scared of where the future yeah. is going. Yeah. We're at a crossroads. We're at a serious crossroads right now. Dude, Biden is milk toast as shit. Yeah, yeah. So fucking weak. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. People say that he's not. I don't know, man. He cannot pass a fucking. He can't pass a a barn. He can't pass a taxi cab. He can't pass anything. He can't. He can't pass his mother. He can't pass. Fuck. What can he pass? What can any? And I realize the Republicans are garbage. But when you blame all of your enemies, you are a weak person. You know yes, what I mean? Like, yeah, honestly, yeah. when you blame your enemies for your faults, you are weak. Right. right. Like your it's enemies probably are at fault. But guess what? They're yeah. your enemies. They're trying to fuck yeah. you. Just to keep Big it, surprise. Big surprise. Yeah. They're trying to yeah. fuck you in every way yeah. there is. 
Yeah. The shame of it is, is, you know, just I'll, I'll get into a little bit of an anecdotal, anecdotal story, but, you know, you know, Mitch McConnell gets power and he just takes full advantage of it. He does. He's not thinking about what the hell the Democrats are thinking about. He just does it. I mean, he held up a freaking Supreme Court justice nomination, Merrick Garland, for a year for crying out loud. But the and thing they, is, the Democrats know this they already. Yes, They've I know. known this already. I know. And they still, who does Biden appoint as fucking attorney general? The dickhead Garland that basically like, yeah, and he's just kind of walking, slow walking it. I don't. Trying to make it go back to normal, supposedly making know. the, you know, the I DOJ, know. you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, will that work though? Will that work? It's just, I don't know. I yeah, guess uh, we probably shouldn't talk about politics, but. Uh, I will say this though. You know what? I mean, this is my the, fucking show. I can talk about anything I fucking want. I can talk about anything. I can talk about ball sacks if I want to. Just a little history. Show. So, me, just to see where the rhetoric that comes today is, is you know, where it evolved from. It was Newt Gingrich in the 70s. I don't know if you know that. Newt Gingrich started in the 70s. Dude, he was terrible. I saw it, dude. I saw the fucking Gingrich Revolution, man, when I was a kid. Because yeah. we had the, yeah. I saw the, weirdly enough, the Gingrich Revolution parallels the rise of Anderson Cooper in the sense of Channel One. <laughs> I hope that's the only time that's ever been said. Anyway, uh, so Anderson Cooper of CNN, he was on Channel One. Uh, that was like they distributed some commercials, some like, like literally, I think it was like Pepsi. Honestly, it was like a right. soda company. Uh, distribute. I think that's actually how. Now that I think about it, because I've said we had like a cookie shop, they sold cookies and stuff, but they didn't sell actual cafeteria like food, like actual wholesome food, like sandwiches and stuff. But they right. sold like diabetes in the fucking uh, the cafeteria. <laughs> I think that was the deal that they actually created a TV in every room in every classroom. And a cafeteria room with, of course, you know, a couple TVs and they would broadcast channel one throughout the day. And every morning in, you know, first period, I think they called it basically, you know, the first class of the school, uh, we would watch, I think, a five or 10 minute segment of channel one. It was uh, Anderson Cooper and Lisa Ling were the, 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 the first host. They had a couple other ones later on, but, you know, we, we had the first couple seasons. Anyway, we got to see the beginning, got to see, you know, because fuck that cocksucker we got to see the beginning of the gingrich revolution basically and boy oh boy if you don't know about gingrich he left his yeah. wife when she was like dying of cancer for another one and then left her again and i mean he's yeah. just a yeah just yeah. any catholic by the way he's catholic yeah so he's he'll be happy to, to tell you how bad you are while he leaves his successive wives one after another when they're yeah. inconvenient yeah. for him um He's a perfect example of why words matter, because he was the first one to start calling the other side traitors and treasonous, mm. which has never been said before by the other side, mm. either side. Mm. And then what he used to do is yeah. he used to have the in the in the late when C-SPAN first came up, first started and they started, um, you know, uh, uh, broadcasting the chambers every every day uh, up at the Capitol Hill. They would have the, the camera. It was only one camera. and It was fixed on the podium. So you didn't see the gallery at all. The gallery would be empty and he'd have. You know, um, his his uh, his colleagues go up there one by one and start talking as though the chambers were full mm-hmm. and um, calling, you know, Democrats traitors and treasonous. And, uh, you know, um, it's a war and all this other stuff. And Tip O'Neill was so pissed because, you know, obviously he's from Massachusetts. We are not as liberal as everybody thinks. So. But Tip O'Neill went right up to him and said, what the hell are you doing? You've got to stop this bullshit because you're going to create something that you're not going to be able to stop. Started, you know, 
And he was doing it every day repeatedly. He was so pissed about it. He had schools in the 80s that were teaching this stuff. It was called the Gingrich, you know, Institute or something or whatever the hell yeah, it's called. He's a, All he's around the country. Man. Yeah, yeah. He has no yeah. morals. Yeah, he'll say anything. He will. Anything for power. And it's all about power. And we're a democracy, man. If you don't have one side that you will concede, then you're in big trouble. You're not a democracy. And we're not a full democracy. We're a democratic republic. So, you know, which is different. People think we're just a full democracy. But we are not a full democracy. You know? So, but yeah, you know. I can go on. Hey, we're too. not. We're. I, I feel like the, the more important thing to say is that we're a representative democracy. But, you know, like... Uh, <sighs> I don't even know. I, if I knew a solution, I would fucking tell people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I, I feel like sometimes it's it's really the schooling and everything else. You know, people have been saying this for years. And I know that when I was in, in, in school, like when I look back on it, I have to be honest and I'm not being an asshole. Like, I'm, I, I think I'm not being an asshole when I said this. I had very few good teachers. I had very, very few good teachers. And I'm the kind of person, I'm not the kind of person who finds faults with people first. I actually honestly find, I'm. how do I say this? Uh, I'm not one to mince opinions to myself, but I usually keep those opinions to myself. You know what I mean? If someone's a dumbass, I know they're a dumbass, but I usually keep that to myself. You know what I mean? Right, but right. I usually try to find the positives of the things. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I probably don't look this way maybe because I'm fucking, fucking frown on my face, whatever. But uh, I normally try to find the cheerful things and things, you know, so I, I don't really have favorite foods. I have all kinds of foods I like. I have all kinds of this and that. I like all kinds of movies I like. What on not. So it's like, for me to say that I didn't have a lot of good teachers, like I fucking mean it. I didn't have all that many good teachers. I had some really good grade school teachers. And then I noticed something changed. And wouldn't you know it, that was like in the 80s where a lot of things did change with the Reagan revolution and everything else. And after that, man, I did not have all that many good classes, all that many good teachers. And a lot of times I got left behind. And looking back in my life, there are so many times in my life where this rocket ship could have happened or that rocket ship could happen if only, if only, if only. And you, you can only imagine magnifying that by how many fucking hundred million kids were in school or how many tens of millions of kids were in school when I was a kid. I know from my sister, her teachers were fucking terrible. She had a few good ones too, of course. Everybody has some good teachers, obviously. There are some wonderful teachers out there. But Man, we had some really, and I don't know what it was. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say the teachers are bad because that's not what I'm trying to say at all. But the, the experience of being a student was pretty shitty in many ways. And that, I wasn't the only one. A lot of my fucking friends said the same thing. And my sister said the same kind of stuff like, this class sucks. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Da, 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 da. You know, and I, I'd hear from, you know, some of my friends in, in other countries, literally. And the experiences would be different. And that's, that's some of the stuff that you're like, dude, what the fuck? Our system is kind of yeah. leaving us behind. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If you, I always say that you, you don't get the experience of other countries or, you know, you don't have to necessarily travel there, but just dig into, you know, how they live and, and you know, just like the history, go, go through their history and, and, and you'll see how, you know, America in so many ways, it's just so different when it comes to yeah i it's funny because my daughter came home today and saying i want this teacher instead of the teacher i have and i was like you're gonna have some really bad teachers that's so weird that you said that because i had that conversation with her today walking home from school and i said over the years 
you're going to have a lot of teachers that are going to be just, you just can't stand. You don't even want to walk in there. I had a teacher that dead ass. This is something that has bothered me to this fucking day. I had a teacher that was somewhat known, like, like known, honestly known for disliking boys. And I don't even know what I did because I was a very respectful kid. Honestly, I was a polite kid. I'm trying to be nice to people. I don't try to pick fights with everyone. And so I definitely didn't try to pick fight with a teacher. She made me sit on the floor like a dog for wow. six weeks, literally, oh and made God. fun of me and everything else. Uh, I wasn't oh. the only boy. It was all only boys that she made do that. I wasn't the only boy that she did that, but she, I was the long, I was for sure the longest. A couple other boys right. for one or two days. But she made me sit on the floor for like a month or five weeks, some of that. Wow. Literally, like Public a fucking humiliation. dog. Yeah, yeah humiliation. And I yeah. can't even imagine what I could have possibly have done. And it definitely wouldn't have been any of the things that you can imagine. Like, I mean, what yeah. could you possibly do? Take a shit on the floor or something? <laughs> like, what could you yeah. do to justify that? There's yeah. none of that happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if that happened, you send it to and, the nurse. Dude, and, and, seriously, <laughs> seriously, I'm not making this shit up. And uh, oh my I mean, God. that was, uh, how do I say this? Like, uh, 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 but other countries have terrible experiences with their teachers. I'm not going to say that this is, a, I don't know. I'm not trying to make this a hate America hour. So that's not the case yeah. in any way. I'm trying to say that for some reason we have stopped uh, investing in ourselves. You know what I mean? And one of those things I think is education more than anything else. Cause yeah. I don't, I don't know what the answer, like I said earlier, I don't, I wish I knew what the answers to all the problems that we have are. I, I would love to know the fucking answers, but uh, if I were to guess one, I'd say fucking fix the education system. Honestly. Fact. Fact. Yeah, it, it, not only is it just good for the next generation coming up, but it's good for you know generations down the line. Always Dude, the free co- the free fucking community college. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, fuck? I know. I was really and people always say that. like nobody, hardly anyone ever knows how good community colleges. Yeah, yeah, they have classes in. Uh, West Engine was talking about uh, uh, a contract. You can get a contract. Well, you can't get a contractor's license, but you can study for a contractor's license. You can study for electrician's license. You can study for probably fucking, I don't even know, drone license. I bet you anything. You can study for any number of goddamn things at that fucking community college. And one of the problems is cost. Even though the community college is not that expensive compared to regular college, it's still money. And some people just don't have an extra freaking, you know, a few hundred dollars a semester. So the idea of having free community college, which is literally only a few hundred dollars per semester for a student, fuck me, would that pay for itself? But the Democrats yeah. cannot even step over their dick far enough to pull that I shit off. I know. I Charlie's know, farm. I mean, somebody has to say this shit, man. They, they, so they, they step on their dick in every circumstance. Yeah. And the Republicans, yeah. they are in lockstep, man. They use the same language. Yeah. They use the same yeah. adjectives. They call the liberals snowflakes, on and on and on and on. Yeah, and the Democrats, yeah, fuck yeah. me. What are they, a bunch of crabs in a pot? What are they? I yeah, don't get it. Yeah. And I they use the it, excuse, dude. we're a big tent. So we have lots of, you know. It's, oh, it's Joe words, Mansion's fault. We have, yeah, we have personality. You know, in other words, they're saying, you know. We if have it's a big Joe tent, Mansion's fault, person, take the fight problems. to where he lives. Flashed. I mean, right. you know what I mean? Like they're talking about these days. Oh, it's Chris Sinema and Joe Mansion. So yeah, take the yeah. fight to where they live. Yeah. Take, yeah. Have Joe Biden go to their fucking yacht and hang out there and say, Joe Manchin, why are you a dickhead? Yeah. Like, did you see Did you see his constituents last uh, two weeks ago, whatever, show up at his houseboat? Yeah. The guy's in his Virginia. fucking yacht. <laughs> yeah. But even what a houseboat yeah, it was, man. It's, well, 
It's like a house. It's like a boat townhouse. <laughs> it's like, Dude, the guy's rich, man. He's making half a million dollars a year from coal interest. Of course, he's not. Yes, and he he actually going to sell us down the river forever. Yeah, yeah. He has his own. Um, he has his own. Um, uh, 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 I'm having a mental thought because. Uh, oh, but he has his own investment company in fossil fuels. (laughs) It's own his own like mutual fund kind of thing. You know what I mean? So of course he doesn't want clean energy. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, and we're making fun of the Russian oligarchs. It's right. It's it's not much different. You know what I mean? The difference is that he is an amateur compared to the Russian oligarchs. That's actually the difference. That he is a clown. Like those guys would have a half billion dollar yacht. He has a half million dollar yacht. So we have the clown level version of the oligarch. It's like the worst possible timeline. Even your oligarchs yeah. are the worst oligarchs. Right. Right. He makes them look like friggin'. I mean, it makes him look like a kid, for Christ's sakes. I mean, kid I mean, seriously. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it, they can't. They can't get anything done, man. It's a fucking it just sucks for everybody because it's stuck on stupid, is basically what it is. You know what? Just get so yeah, you know what I mean. The sea level. What was that? The yeah. the the freaking that show that everyone loves. The um, Firefly. They burn the oceans and fucking boil the sky, or boil right. the oceans and burn the sky, or whatever else. Like we're gonna fucking do that before anything changes. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, things. You know, things always happen slowly in our country. You know, you know what Churchill used to say. He had a great saying. You know, America always does. Americans always do the right thing right. after exhausting all other options. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that's what I'm and saying, man. Like 15 so years, true. we'll go through like a civil war and kill half the people right. or whatever. Right. And then it will emerge as a utopia that will lead the world in democracy and happiness. Yeah. <laughs> like say we'll have a, a new <laughs> constitution and the world will be like, yeah, America's <laughs> awesome now. Yeah. But like half of America will be all corpses and dead. Yeah, you know, Rocky Mountains are in friggin' just uh, kindling wood. <laughs> you know, a bayou guys is just completely desert now. <laughs> I, I mean, I wish I was, just, I was joking, man, but you know, we have the same thing, man. You're always talking about Massachusetts not being so liberal. Oregon is the same. California is the same. People think, oh my God, yeah. liberal, liberal. The people love to hate on California. I don't even know why. Yeah, California's yeah. fucking awesome. Oh, there's this is what my so brother. Fun. Let me ask you a question. It's so fucking fun there. Holy shit. Go ahead, Trevor. Yeah. Sorry. I just, I just want to ask you about my brother lived in Oregon for you know a few years back in um, I think it was the nineties, whenever the hell it was. But um, he was saying that you know he goes, you know, you think you got a bad in Massachusetts? He goes, I was in you know Portland or wherever, Salem, whatever. Uh, but he goes, uh, they do a lottery for healthcare every year back then, where um, you know tens of thousands of people you know put this you know put this social security number, they they take them all. And they picked out 350 a year back then. That was it. And that's who got health care. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I think that was the people. original Oregon health plan. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I know it's probably evolved since then, but that just goes to show you how conservative Oregon can be. You know what I mean? They consider us liberal just because of all our schools and everything. But, you know, we have a Republican, you know, I grew up with the, the governor, uh, Charlie Baker. I grew up in the same town. His father taught everybody how to friggin' drive. We had a Baker driving school. You know, so, Oregon um, was one of the most racist states in the country. It was actually started as a whites-only colony. People forget mm-hmm. that. Uh, mm-hmm. Oregon was a big territory, right? But then, of course, Lewis and Clark, you know, came to Oregon broadly speaking, but then Oregon mm-hmm. became a state. Uh, right. But it had uh, active KKK branches. I mean, arguably there are active ones until now because you know they have the Proud Boys and everything else. But they had actual, honest to God, active uh, KKK branches until the late seventies, early eighties. Uh, there were towns. 
I remember this from uh, growing up. There were towns that I knew, like I would drive through, where five, ten years before I basically was was alive, those towns, if you were a black person, you had to be out of town by 6 p.m. If you weren't out of town by 6 p.m., you're fucked. You're just fucked. You're you're, you're fucked. You're just going to get fucked. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, Holy it's it's one shit, of the whitest man. places in the state until today. Yes, yeah. yes. That's one thing my brother did say. Is you don't seem, you know, and now they're gentrifying everything I heard yeah. over the last few years. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's another way that they fuck with black people, 100%. Right, uh, right. All the, the really killer craftsman houses that the black community got because they were shipbuilders and longshoremen and whatever else, like really well-paid money. Uh, I've said this before the show, you know, just yesterday, I showed that panorama of the the kelly point park and there was some like uh pure i can't even think of those fucking machines right now but anyway the the dock machines anyway the longshoremen and stuff they used to make tons i think a lot of those people still make good money but anyway they used to make famously good union money and whatever else a lot of those people were black chinese asians whatever else so that's one of the reasons why we had the chinatowns and everything else Mm -hmm. the chinatowns came earlier but anyway a lot of those people ended up working in those industries so a lot of black people had great fucking houses, really killer uh-huh. craftsman houses, beautiful uh-huh. inlays and woods and glass and everything else. Wouldn't you know it, over time, those longshoremen jobs, you know, went away, people got laid off and on and on and on, or maybe their kids inherited or whatever else, you know, the pri- housing prices came and went on and on. So like 15, 20 years ago, I knew all these people that were buying these, you know, houses that used to be owned by a black family. Maybe they were buying it from a black family. They were buying it for fifty thousand dollars remodeling it a little bit with some paint and flipping it famously before the housing crisis in 2008 for three hundred thousand four hundred thousand dollars so like you wow. say gentrification was fucking real and so all yeah. those black people were just getting kicked out of all their neighborhoods mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. look at look at um what was it um uh, uh what's it called uh green something um you know on the 19th of june uh juneteenth but where they burned the whole, you know, they just had, was it Greenwood? Oh, the uh, Tulsa, the, the Tulsa. Tulsa, the, that's it, Tulsa. Yeah, 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 man, that was fucking tragic. I mean, generational wealth. They weren't going to let these people be able to pass that wealth down to another generation. Are you kidding me? That's the biggest problem that we have in America is that the minorities are not allowed to have generational wealth. Look at the black oh, yeah. farmers today. Yeah, the redlining, the, man. The two relief packages that they passed for COVID, a big chunk was going to the farmers, obviously. Mm. And um, uh, I, I used to see the, uh, the head of the... Uh, Black Farmers Coalition, you know, for the nation. And he would be up there going, we can't even get it. The banks won't even talk to us to get this money. But all the whites are getting all the money. This is today. Today. It's like, what? It's just, you know, invest in these, invest in everybody. You know, I mean, it's fear. It's the culture war. You know, it's everything. Sorry. Because people are just little fucking monkeys, man. I I, I honestly don't understand why people don't understand the theory of evolution because they're like, oh, my uncle wasn't a monkey. And I'm like, really? Really? Wasn't he a monkey? And I know I'm being an asshole when I say this, but I'm just like, dude, was your uncle all that bright? I I am kind of being an asshole when I say this, but I'm just like, man. Most of the people, when you were talking about, you know, Roosevelt, I've, I've heard those, those stories. I used to kind of wonder about that. I was like, oh, did Roosevelt purposefully kind of allow the Japanese to, to invade the uh, 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 Pearl Harbor, on and on and on. And, you know, there's so many different fucking theories, right? And mm-hmm. I think to myself, right. you know, we have the benefit of, you know, uh, hindsight and on and on and on. But we always forget, too, that literally those people were just fucking dumb monkeys like us. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, we're just, we're dumb monkeys that like to hold each other when we're scared. And when we're scared, we also make loud noises, just like monkeys do. 
We're we're literally just fucking monkeys. We're we're literally just, apes, really. We're we're apes. Yeah, there's, we there's not faith. much of a difference, but we're still apes. We scream when we're unhappy and whatever else. You know what I mean? Like, right. and we don't make very good decisions when we're agitated. You know what I mean? And so, like, yes. when when the enemy is coming and blah blah blah, you can't plan everything. You're just a fucking ape. You're not a magical space alien that has the advent of yeah. quantum brain or some shit. You're just a fucking ape that's barely evolved out of the jungle. You know what I mean? Right. Like. Our uh, basal instincts, our uh, basal instincts kick in in certain eating times. fucking that's about involuntary, it. involuntary things that Having how candy. we react. That's why behavioral science is such a huge study. You know that's why I started. That's why I was thinking about it back in the '80s, going into it. Behavioral science because I think it's fascinating how people do things and they don't even realize that they're doing them. And it's you know, or they think that you know, I, I voluntarily am doing things this way or. Or uh, thinking a certain way, and it's like, no, that's you know, fear is a big motivator. You're going back to your basal instincts, man. That's mm-hmm. all you're doing, right? That's just a reflex emotion, and you know, you got to get control of it. And that's what supposedly makes us a level above those gorillas that we came from, mm-hmm. and those fucking apes that we came from. You know, we should all, my whole, my, you know, to group everything up together, we should leave this earth better than the way we were given it no matter what condition we were giving given it in we should all just leave it a little bit better for our kids 20 years you ago when some I didn't have assume child, this would be a no-brainer right charles right, but i feel right. like this is not like a no-brainer yeah I, I i i agree you know nowadays it just seems like you know i don't know you get into the whole social media thing and how everybody you know some of the you know um least amount of people have the biggest voice you know what i mean and they're not the most ethical or principled people in the world and they have a big voice on the social media crap Charlie, are you trying to imply that kanye west doesn't know how to do I was thinking about him earlier. Somebody made a joke about him. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Yes, God. I, I don't know if it was Dave Chappelle. Or I, I can't remember who the hell it was. But it was somebody. But <laughs> just mentioning his name is going to make me laugh. He's just, just so weird. <laughs> Sorry. He's, just, he's out there. Now he could right. do some microdosing, I think. That's it, man. I think you, you can know. do some macro dosing for a change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. When I want to put the throttle up on that I one. I just want to know that Beyonce <laughs> has the best album of all time. Yeah. Of all time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Imagine a little bit that guy. Holy shit, man. How did Kim take it for so long? There he is. Uh, Kissing Trump's ass. That just know. makes me laugh. I shouldn't make fun of her because honestly, she's like, you got to give it to her. She made an incredible business out of nothing. Absolutely, man. I say that. Yeah. To anybody, anybody that makes it, I'm a capitalist to hide. You kidding me? You know, whatever, uh, you know, you should, if you can make it, uh, you know. I have no idea what her skill is, but there is a skill. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to yeah. shit. You know, I mean, how else? How the fuck else? Is. Holy crap. How else are they all billionaires? All of them yeah. are bi- like every one of them now, like the, the little daughter, the, 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 the little sister is now a billionaire apparently too. Yeah, I don't know I their names. Them. They're all billionaires. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. They get the fashion lines. They've got everything. Price takes from perfumes to fashion line to who knows what else they're going to come out with a food line or a diet product that you got to buy weekly. You know, who knows, right. you know, 
But yeah, more power to him, I guess. You know, it was, you know, their father was a great lawyer. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Took on freaking got OJ off. You gotta be doing something good when you're freaking getting him off a freaking jail murder. <laughs> to this day, the Broncos <laughs> fucked. They say the new Broncos great, but I want to say like to this day, I think everyone thinks of OJ when they think of Broncos. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! You remember watching that, man? God, it right? seems like a Dude, I watched ago. it live, man. I watched yeah, it live on too. MTV. Can you imagine oh, that shit? I yeah, watched it live on yeah. MTV. Yeah, I think I did too, to be honest. And it was on TV. <laughs> That's so jammed, dude. Oh, my remember God. Yeah, yeah. And then the riots after. Holy shit. I was in Florida when the riots happened, man. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I actually uh, remember the Rodney King riots too, actually. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, yeah. Is that the one where the truck driver got smashed? His face That's got the smashed one. With the brick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the one. Yeah. Richard so something, bad. I want to say the guy's name was. No, maybe I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah, I, I saw an interview with him, I don't know, five years ago or something like that. Yeah, Koreatown, the, the Korean businesses, you know how Koreans are super small business yeah. oriented. So the Korean businesses, they figured that the cops wouldn't help them. They figured, right, actually, because right. uh, the cops fucked off to somewhere else. Uh, nobody could find them. Uh, they, uh, fuck, I, I guess I shouldn't say anything bad about the cops. But anyway, the, the LAPD were, were something else in that riots. Uh, oh, yeah. the, the Koreans basically defended themselves and basically like yep. out on their roofs. I remember when the call went out and said, no, <laughs> more, with sniper. Know, yeah. Full on sniper on the roofs. Yeah, man. They, they you know, they, they actually, the dispatch was saying all units out, like get out of the neighborhood. Cause there's nothing oh. you can do about it. We're going to let them burn it down and then we'll figure it out afterwards. Jesus that was Christ. nuts. The nice. camera company, we've talked about anamorphic lenses and stuff on the show. And West Indies is always like, oh, tell me more. Uh, there's a really famous company called Panavision. And if anyone's into like uh, old school films and stuff like Ben-Hur and all that shit, like probably Panavision was the ones that uh, filmed a super famous company down there. Uh, really, really expensive. They famously had snipers on their roof guarding their fucking place, basically, because they were worried people were going to break in. Yeah. Such a strange, such a strange situation. But they were. I mean, I remember the riots of the 60s, man. I remember that. I was real young when the blackout in New York happened, but um, I remember the riots of the 60s, man. I remember Detroit, Boston, even for that matter, when Martin Luther King got shot. But man, I realize, you know what, we're, we're looking at this in terms of property, and I think to myself all the time how insignificant property is, because I've said this before, like people are making this argument, like, oh my God, do you see those broken windows in Portland? I'm like, because a shit about some broken windows. The insurance will fucking pay for it. And I was thinking to myself, I watched this new movie about uh, Aretha Franklin not too long ago. Uh, and it was played by Jennifer Hudson. Aretha was yeah. played by Jennifer Hudson. Fuck, she has a goddamn voice. Me, Jesus she? fucking Christ. Anyway, fucking hell. If you haven't seen I mean, just for the music, that chick is amazing. Jennifer Hudson yeah. is fucking amazing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so um, I knew Aretha was amazing. And I knew she was like super into the civil rights movement. But I didn't know she was like literally basically buddy buddy with malcolm x i knew they were like close and stuff but i didn't know they were like literally friends you know what i mean so anyway uh uh, something in the movie uh and evidently this actually happened uh aretha said uh if you can't get no peace you must disturb the peace and right i thought that was a great fucking line that's awesome i mean how they've sanitized like the nra was famously pro uh uh, uh, open carry until the Black Panthers started open carry. Right? Right. Like, oh no, no, never mind, never mind. Yeah. I'm not. We don't. We yeah. didn't mean that. Uh, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like the the black people were like, "Do we can't get no fucking peace? We're going to disturb the peace." I, I, yeah. that's something to be respected. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Look what um you know John Lewis used to say. What did he say? Uh, is um, good trouble, good trouble, make good trouble. Mm. 
Mm. You know what I mean? And I don't, in his speech back in 1968 on the mall. That's the guy who got said, busted in the head. Yeah. John, yeah. John Louis just passed away a year ago mm. from uh, pancreatic cancer, I believe it was. It's the, his voting bill that, um, you know, they, they, they were renewing every year. But, um, but anyway, um, he said uh, on the mall, oh, I just lost my train of thought. But, um, oh, he was like, this is what he was going to say. He said, um, you know, back then, so restricted, just like, like it is today, you know, a little bit more in your face restricted when it came to voting rights and all that stuff. And the, the, uh, the, uh, Jim Crow laws down in, down South and everything else. But he was saying, you know, he goes, you know, we just want our freedom now. We don't want to wait, you know? And all I kept thinking to myself going, yeah. When every time I see him that speech, when he's so young, he's only like 22 or something, you know, uh, 20, whatever it is, early twenties. And uh, he's like, you know, we just want it now. We don't want to wait. And I, you know, and I'm like, yeah, who would want to wait? Who would, you know, like, imagine just being restricted. You can't go into a freaking bathroom or a restaurant or a hotel. That's what Martin Luther King was saying, you know, the the, (laughs) the last, uh, in Gingrich, those cocksuckers have embraced MLK as the the moderate, (laughs) peaceful black man, right? But he basically warned people against the, the, the white moderate. He was mm-hmm. saying, didn't he give a speech like against the white moderate? Because he's mm-hmm. saying they were the fundamental enemy against all progress. And I've come to see that this is the truth too. Like I had this circumstance not too long ago where I was, this is unrelated to basically like, you know, nationwide politics or something. But I was fucked in this one little financial situation that had nothing to do with me. Like I had no control over the situation. I didn't cause the situation. Literally somebody else caused the situation and was holding me hostage and a bunch of other people besides. And there was nothing to be fucking done uh fuck what was the point that was, i'm literally too high to finish this goddamn story be careful of the moderates be, be careful, careful of the moderate moderates. this one dude we basically we we ended up winning actually like you know, that's a miracle of goddamn miracles we fucking won holy shit what a weight off my fucking shoulders holy crap those people got displaced literally like the assholes like how many times does that happen in your fucking life the assholes got kicked to the fucking curb they had a pouty face pouty fucking pouty face and we got to fucking wave goodbye and they're all fucking butthurt about it. How often does that right. ever happen? But wouldn't yeah. you know it, in the process of that happening, the moderates were hemming their haws and fucking wailing their fucking gnashing teeth. And oh my God, is this not too extreme? And the rest of us are like, do you not see with your eyes what is going on right now? They're all, oh, but can't we find middle ground? The fucking middle ground, man. The middle ground is not People always think it's some kind of fucking holy ground, but I don't think it is. Sometimes it is, but especially in America, we have fetishized some concept of middle. And I don't know where it came from. Probably from an idiot, honestly, probably from an idiot who didn't read very well. You know what I mean? Because the idea of moderation goes back to Aristotle and Aristotle said all things in moderation, moderation. including moderation, including the fucking moderation. So some idiot forgot that part of the line. He's all things in moderation. We'll stop. You know what I mean? And then that right. idiot basically got got quoted in, in Wikipedia or something. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Just chopped it off because it wasn't. I'm not sure. Do you know? Do you feel what I'm fucking saying? I know, what you mean. I, don't know. I know what you mean. I mean, most of America, you know, that's why I say with social media, the fewest people sometimes, or well, most of the time now, have the loudest voice because the majority of them, just as a country, not globally, but as a country, we are extremely most people are down the middle. You know what? Yeah. They're going to be, um, they're willing to be say yes. You know, 
like some of the conservatives have the, um, you know, give the uh, LBGTQ community, you know, equal rights. And, uh, you know, because most people are moderates. I mean, they do it. They're willing to say, yeah, you, you need that. Well, I want this and let's come to an agreement. But you get the politicians that and now the outliers that have the big voice. And, you know, that's the way they stymie everything because they only want one thing. <laughs> and that's just to rule everybody <laughs> and all the power. I guess the weird thing is, Charlie's, you know, because I realize America, maybe I'm attacking a lot of people because they think, oh, I'm a moderate. I guess that's that's not what I'm thinking of. I'm not trying to attack you because you uh, think of yourself as a middle of the road. Dude, I know, I know what you mean by that, because a lot of people think of themselves as middle of the road. That's an understandable thing. I don't think of myself as something outside of the middle row. I know what you mean. What I'm trying to say is that kind of, maybe this is too late for this discussion, but we should fuck off for the evening. But it's this, um, if I finish, if I started the thought, maybe I can finish it briefly. Uh, It's a person who uh, values above everything else, above even a moral solution, they value compromise. Right. And so above the moral answer, above the right answer, above the right solution, above the solution that everyone would agree like, oh, you know what? That was the right answer for that story. This person is a moderate and they would value a compromised solution, you know, Mm -hmm. a compromise and compromised solution. And I think when you think about it quite a bit, a lot of our society is at least American society, because we can look at it from within, from from the inside out. uh, I think it revolves around compromise certainly we see that we see the both sides narrative we see the middle ground we see everything we see everything 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 we see like can't we find a middle ground even that cultural thing can't we find a middle ground here sometimes there is no middle ground you know what i mean like it's it's very simplistic to think of it that way but we we distill our entire society in america i feel like to some kind of a middle ground and so for example anything that comes up from the right or from the left you gotta find a middle ground to that what's the middle ground you know, what's the middle ground be- between washing your hands and not washing your hands between fucking doing surgery and farming? I don't know. That's right. a stupid example. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, I know what you mean. Though. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Charlie's farm. Yeah, I, I think agree. I should probably let I you. I don't Man, we're having a fun talk, dude. I don't I know. It's fun to talk uh, goofy philosophy and stuff. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's all. You probably got to get back to your garden. I'm fiscally, most people are fiscally conservative. And compromise is the key word. That's what's always been our strength is compromise. No question about it in this country, always. Um, but, uh, you know, like most, fiscally conservative and you're socially liberal. But you go ahead and read the, the if you, you got to read the platform of both parties when it comes to politics. You read some of the stuff that's in the Republican side. It's like, oh, my God, they believe in reprogramming gay people and all that other stuff. It's like, Mm. what? And they want to put it into policy? Like, that's just too extreme. You know what I mean? It's like people should be able to live, you know, just like our drug laws. You know, I always say this about drug laws. You know, uh, Teddy Roosevelt put the first ones on the books because he had a China was so addicted to, you know, 90 or 95% of the population back at the turn of the century were addicted to opium thanks to the East India Company. And, you know, Britain that wanted to control China. So they were begging for troops to go over and help fight the, the war, you know, China was. And um, FDR could not, I mean, uh, Teddy could not send troops over because we had our own opium opiate pro- problem here with morphine because of all the Civil War um, veterans that were hooked on morphine. So there was a big problem. That's why, you know, prohibition was such a big movement back then, too, because, you know, you had all these chemicals, chemicals coming into place. So anyway, the first laws that he put on the books 
to justify sending troops over to fight an opium war uh, that we had the same problem here with. Um, he didn't think they were going to pass. He actually said himself, they were unconstitutional, they're never going to pass. But because of the big movement, the sovereigns and all that, the suffrages, it, it got passed. I mean, it, nobody contested it. And that's the first rug laws that were in the books because in our constitution, we do have the right to the pursuit of happiness, individual happiness. So whatever makes you happy, just like today with the vaccines, you are allowed to put anything into your body that you want. I'm not justifying you know, abuse of drug, drug use or anything like that, obviously, nothing of that sort. But you understand what I'm saying, the evolution of, you know, all these things that were just vilified back then and culturally stuck in a, you know, just stuck in a, uh, in a society today. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably making no sense because I'm babbling there, but, um, you know, On this show, we like to say you're welcome, Charlie's. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just, I don't know if I'm Dude, I've lost my train of thought probably a hundred times on this show alone. Yeah, go ahead. Other yeah. shows, many more times. <laughs> right, many more in the future to come. Some people <laughs> not my keep... first, not my last. Something, I don't know. Not the I first, the last. Hey, what are you sipping on, by the way, tonight? Uh, I was sipping on, dude, I've enjoyed it like crazy. I think they have it nationwide. This is the, I've almost drank the entire bottle, as you can see. I've enjoyed it that much. This is actually from Kirkland, from Costco. They're small batch bourbon. I think it's just Jack Daniels, seven years though. It's a, nice. they say it's a Tennessee straight bourbon whiskey. Who else could it be? There's only a couple of distilleries in Tennessee. I guess there's a couple of micro brews, micro distilleries, but I think there's only a couple of big ones. And I think Jack Daniels is one of the only ones. So anyway, it's seven years, but they don't say it's them. Uh, I want to say that they actually say who the distiller was, but they might not. No, they don't. I don't think they say the distiller. Smooth. They do smooth? say that it's from Columbia Distilling. They say it's from Tennessee Distilling Limited. So actually, I, don't, I can't remember who that is. I want to say that is actually Jack Daniels. But anyway, somebody from the chat probably knows. Uh, dude, I like it. No, it's the opposite. It's actually spicy. It's peppery and spicy. Not that sweet. Uh, uh, I don't really like when we, when we were talking about the sweet, the space sign, the highland, and everything else. Like with weed, I kind of like the sweet stuff, but with the the alcohol, the scotch, and the gin and stuff, dude, I like stuff to punch me in the face. Like most yeah. of the time, I like really overt flavors. I like extremely spicy food. Like when people think, "Oh, I like spicy food," I like. I have to be honest, I like spicier food. So anyway, I like mm-hmm. really overt flavors. With the the bourbon and rye and stuff, I like these flavors that just punch you in the fucking mouth. And this is actually one of those. It's been really peppery and and spicy and. I'm having a hard time picking anything else other than caramel, vanilla, everything else. Just every time I sip it, it's oh, peppery, spice this. I like it. I really like it. I actually grate ghost pepper on pretty much all my food. Like I, I realize that that sounds absolutely fucking madness, but like uh, I, I have like a I guess I have it with it's around the corner here. But I have like a little like a, a, a microplane, and I actually get like little ghost peppers and I shove them in, and I grate it in there, and this has this kind of similar peppery effect. You know, it's it's oh, it's nice. delightful. It's absolutely That's delightful. Nice. I like. I realize that I that like probably is sweets. a weird sell for people. They're like, "Oh, I don't want to drink ghost peppers or whatever." But uh, also realize I've been smoking weed all night, so probably what I'm talking about makes no sense. So, right, Charlie? No, making that's, good, that's fair, good isn't it? That's fair. Like we've been smoking weed all night. We probably are talking about like just <laughs> random shit at this point, right? Who I knows like if we were speaking we English anymore. Like, I used to have a shelf of death. I used to call it a shelf of death. I got it at a uh, flea market. Just this little. Uh, you know, handmade wooden shelf, probably two and a half, three inches wide, three feet long, you know, had a little, like a little fence, you know, to keep everything in. And I had it on my kitchen and I had it right below a huge poster of, at the time, you know, 
um, hot sauces from around the world, one of those books, nice. you know what I mean? And uh, anytime a friend went traveling or whenever I went traveling, I would always pick up the signature hot sauce from that region. Because I just, yeah, now I have a, believe it or not, I have my, my nine-year-old daughter who likes spicy food. Now, That's cool. She doesn't like That's it, funny. obviously. But I passed it down. Yeah, she's been eating it since she was about five. And she's, she's like, Daddy, yeah, I like this. This is good. It's got a little kick. She's like becoming a little connoisseur. <laughs> That's funny. Awesome. So. I love, yeah, habaneros. Those are my, now I haven't, I, I do like those peppers. And I do like challenging myself on how much I can sweat, not cough, or freaking, you know, the whole running nose situation. I used to love that. I've backed off a little bit, but that as I get older, because my stomach can't take it. But mm. I, yeah, yeah and the same with my liquors. I went through the, I went through the phase when I was young of doing the Southern Comfort, the sweet, the schnapps, you know, all that stuff as you're a teenager. Mm. And then I realized the hangover it gave me the next day. And I was like, you know, oh, I also realized that brown liquors over the years make me just want to take the world on. I don't care if it's a whiskey or bourbon, doesn't matter. I love them, but it makes me take, want to just, oh, give me a clear, give me a clear liquor. Like a vodka, which is, I love vodka. I love a vodka martini, super dry. Just like uh, Hawkeye used to say, just wave the vermouth bottle over the top with the fumes. <laughs> that was just Churchill, fall yeah. On. yeah. Dry, drier, driest. I want it to be the That was Churchill's martini recipe, yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Pour gin, in this case gin, you know, like gin martini yep. instead of vodka sure. martini. Uh, look at an opened uh, bottle of vermouth and knock it back. <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> extra olives or extra onions sometimes i always say i used to say this extra olives because i gotta have my greens for the week you know <laughs> so that was my saying back in the day you know and i was about to be honest though years, a good man, martini I, is actually kind of a thing of magic like if you have somebody that knows how to make a really good one with just that splash of vermouth yeah, like yeah because vermouth yeah. is such a specific flavor it's so easy to overdo it like mm -hmm. but if you just oh just that little bit of the vodka man it makes it an elegant drink it's no wonder it literally like makes it so me much. drool. Yeah. Makes me drool thinking of it. It's yeah. like one of the few drinks, you know? Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. God. Man, now that you think about it, every I've heard people say that before, that they're drooling for a martini. I wonder yeah. if it's the same kind of emotion, like drooling yeah. for that flavor. I'm curious, too, because I know. And it's kind of a salty because martinis are salty usually. I mean, they have mm -hmm. like, you know, apple teenies and shit stuff. But the one sure. we're talking about is more of the salty. So I wonder if you're like drooling for that kind of salty, like. That's an yeah, I like a little dirty sometimes. I like them chilled, straight up though, chilled. A little dirty, but a little bit of that olive oil sometimes. And I mean, like just like a drop or two of the olive oil in it. Huh. I mean, the uh, the olive uh, brine. Right, right, right. Yeah, just a little Again, dirty. Again, like salty with a weird kind of brininess. Yeah. What oh a my weird God, cocktail, dreaming. right? But yeah. Yeah, we used to go out every night for Twin Lobsters. Well, every week we'd go out to a certain restaurant that had Twin Lobsters. We do it, and I, I I'd knock back six just to start the night. I'd walk, I'd knock back six or seven of them, walk okay. out with a nice. Because I used to have a real tolerance. Yeah, I used to. But I was always the guy that could walk away from. You know, I was the guy at the bar but because I feel I'd have a half a beer left, and I could walk away from it. I didn't have to sit there and just guzzle it down. Like, but you know, I wasn't the guy paying for it either. Because usually, you know, because I did work a long time in the, in the clubs around Boston, and I, I didn't really pay for drinks because we knew everybody. So it wasn't as though like some people were like, I don't want to waste it. It's, you know, so I paid for this. I don't want to waste it. Yeah. Well, you can still leave it behind. I wasn't the alcoholic. I was, I, I could drink, but I could always walk away from it. Like I just went 20 years without a drink. You know what I mean? And I never always drank to get drunk. That wasn't my end goal all the time because I love to go out and uh, 
one of my things is fine. Alcohol is a dragon, man. I don't even know how to. I've said I don't know how many times that one of the weird little. I guess it's a weird definition for the show. Probably I've never really defined it properly. I have to be honest. I, I I'm still trying to figure out how to define my weird little secondary goal of the show, other than just kind of having people come by and enjoy themselves. But I've wanted with the weed and whiskey Wednesday specifically. I've wanted to show this weird like dichotomy between alcohol and and uh, weed, right? And again, I'm I'm always verbalizing it weird, and I'm verbalizing it at the end of the show. But dude, alcohol is a weird fucking dragon. You know what I mean? Like I really enjoy alcohol, and I, I feel like I have a reasonably reasonably healthy relationship with alcohol but even that comes and goes like every once in a while there are times when i realize like dude, you've been drinking too much and that becomes obviously an unhealthy relationship with alcohol right because it becomes some kind of dependent you know you probably actually gained weight and so on that's one of the surest signs that you've actually been drinking too much you look back you're like wait a second i gained how many fucking pounds you realize you've been over drinking you know what i mean uh yeah. alcohol is a fucking dragon that comes up from behind you and weed is not, you know, like weed yeah. can be bad for people for sure. Like this is something that people don't acknowledge nearly enough. And my doctor friend that I've alluded to before has, has uh, uh, given me some very clear warnings about some of the problems with, you know, weed legalization. It's kind of bad for kids for real. Yeah. There's some actual documented yeah. proof that it's bad for children as yeah. old as I hate to fucking say it, but 22, 23 years old might not really be needed to smoke weed. It sucks to yeah. admit it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the freaking doctors are talking about uh, on yeah. and, uh, uh, mushrooms, the same, especially with developing brains. Uh, right. There are circumstances where people with mental illnesses, uh, I mean, you can sugarcoat it all you want, but it exacerbates the fuck out of their mental illness. And I mean, that, there's yeah. no way to sugarcoat the fact that that person just went nuts. You know what I mean? Like that's a terrible yeah. thing to see. So, I mean, and, you yeah. know, it's, it's not necessarily, okay, whatever. It's not caused by weed, but it happened because of weed. You know what I mean? Um, right. You wouldn't have been drunk driving if you weren't in a car. You know what I mean? It's yeah. that kind of fucking yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm fucking science. babbling this late hour, but nothing no, but in this right, life though. is perfect. Whatever. Go that's ahead. That's right. Absolutely not. And that's where, you know, that, you know, everybody says, you know, I'm not, I'm by no means am I perfect about it, but especially when it comes to uh, substances like that, that's where moderation is key. You know what I mean? So, you know, everything, but when it starts to affect your life in a negative way, in any way, shape or form, whether it be gaining weight or your, your, you know, um, your, you know, developing brain and all that. Um, mm. My whole point was, you know, the new studies come out saying that the brain isn't fully developed till almost age 25 now. So mm. I can totally see why mm. they're saying that mm. it can really affect kids because they mm. say that that's why you make those foolish decisions when you're young. 25. Can you imagine? Can you imagine yeah. not smoking a joint, having a drink, having a fucking puff, nothing no. until you're 25. The amount of people that smoked a few packs of cigarettes or some cigars or a pipe. Jesus Christ, the amount of hipster kids who'd never smoked cigarettes, but they smoked a pipe. Well, I'm intellectual now. I smoke a pipe. Uh, <laughs> that had to be bad for them if they're under 25, you know, on some meaningful level, right? Like yeah. uh, maybe it's only one tenth of a tenth of a percent, but, you know, it's still something. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it crazy. Is. I mean, I, I know people that they can't smoke weed because that's the way they get. You know, and it's not because they have a, a pre-existing condition, but they just can't. Like my wife, she just gets absolutely paranoid. She hasn't oh, smoked in so long. Yeah. And she used to love it in college. You know, she went to Penn State. That's like half their life was, you know, smoking grass and going to dead shows. And, um, you know, she's, she just can't touch this stuff anymore because it just gives us such an anxiety attack that her heart feels like it's, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it affects everybody so differently, you know, like yeah. everything. But I still, when it comes to 
to alcohol. I like a good wine. I like a good pairing. I mean, uh, uh, this right above the Cheers is the Hampshire House. It's a really nice, not a Michelin star, but it's a really one of the you know upper end beautiful restaurants. And, uh, oh, you I know, didn't rack, see this. I, I forgot to see this. With a reduction. Oh my god. Oh, it's a good wine. Beautiful. Yeah, with a, like a real, oh, and they pair it for you in the restaurant. It's just unbelievable. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, actually, I was honestly talking over you. Know, I think I was just being rude, frankly. I didn't mean to be rude, but I was being rude accidentally. Uh, that's not much of an excuse. But uh, one of these days, there will be, well, first of all, there will be shitty weed pairings. Like, there's there's no getting around that. There will be just total garbage pairings where they'll pick the skunkiest shit you could possibly find with the most delicate dessert you'll ever have. It'll be like skunk number one with a raspberry chocolate tort and it, like, it'll just be the most disgusting experience you've ever had in your fucking life but eventually there will be people who know their ass from their elbow and will have yeah. good weed pairings and food pairings and wine pairings and everything else uh and then of course people will get way too blitzed that's the one thing that i think about like will there actually ever be pairings because most people do not have the tolerance to smoke 15 or 20 joints in the show like how many joints? I, I never keep track like somebody probably does keep track of how many I smoke, but I never keep track, but it's a lot. It's, it's more than I want to admit that it is. And uh, most people could not like that's I'm, I guess, I mean, it is a little bit bragging, honestly, but it's not, I'm not super bragging because it's not that big of a skill to fucking smoke a lot of weed. Uh, it's like, Oh, I worked hard to oh, come on, you know, you just smoke some fucking weed. But the point is like, most people would get blitzed off a bowl. You know what I mean? Like I, I remember what it was like to get absolutely fucking ripped. I'd go to the dispensary, not too far from here. Even the place is still open and I'd go and I'd buy like Chernobyl. I was like, oh, that sounds terrible. Like, oh, Ukraine. The fucking, oh, my God. What's true? I didn't even know who Subcool was, right? Chernobyl. Oh, it's a terrible name. They're like, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. For some reason, now it's all limey. People tell me it's limey. I knew it as orange. So we'll go figure. They fucking mislabeled it. Probably it was probably Agent Orange. And they probably just mislabeled it as Chernobyl. Anyway, fucking weed, right? Anyway, right. I would buy probably mislabeled agent orange as Chernobyl, and i would roll it up as a just a fucking pinner like honestly a pinner like i think i had a bowl but most of the time i would just honestly roll it up as a pinner and smoke half the pinner and get lit yeah i remember that that was fucking those were the good days those were the good days wasn't that fun yeah oh my god God, yeah those were I had no responsibilities. <laughs> it was like I could get wrecked, and it was for you. That was a while ago, wasn't it? That was a, it was. That was a bit ago. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Dude, every once yeah. in a while, I think about taking a nice old break from fucking cannabis to get my tolerance back. But then I'm like. Dude, I would have to live without cannabis for a couple of weeks, and I'm like, yeah, I have to talk to people and see people and like, like, like think about the world, and I would not have the benefit of being stoned when I do it. I'm like, oh, right, man. right. I, know I don't mean. know, man. <laughs> some, have you seen the world say, these days? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> and some people will think that's a dependency. And and I was like, even, dude, this keeps me from do, so yelling what? more. I don't know. Yes. Listen, it doesn't affect your life in a negative way. I mean, cannabis, except for the trouble I got into when it was illegal. And right. when, you know, with my parents. Cannabis has never affected my life. It did not make me go to school. It did not make me not wake up in the morning and go to work or go, go to class, whatever the case. One of my best teachers in the school, now that we mentioned it, remember I was talking about how I had very few teachers, very few good teachers. 
unfortunately, I guess the guy thought I was a massive square or something when I was a kid because he never sold me any fucking weed. I didn't know anything about it, but he was a great teacher. Apparently, he was the best weed dealer in all of the town. Like he had no way. shit. He had oh, that's shit. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I like hearing those stories. I had a teacher. <laughs> yeah, I had a teacher in junior high that uh, he used to smoke grass. He was the head of the shops. Mr. Ozuski drove a Corvette. You know, this is in the 70s, early 70s. Drove a Corvette. You know, he's one of the hip guys. And um, he and this other guy, Mr. Wax, who actually used to be one of the, one of the uh, editors at Playboy or something like that, regional editors. I, I can't remember exactly, but he had one of the editor titles at Mr. Wax. But they uh, and he ran the music department. And uh, they smoked, they smoked grass and did lines. In fact, we, we caught Mr. Ozuski one time in his Corvette first thing in the morning, just kind of rolled up on his Corvette because it's such a beautiful car. And there he is doing something. At the time, we didn't know what he was doing. But obviously, hindsight 2020, the guy was gacking some lines before he went to school. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen to this. He's the guy. Yeah, yeah. And he caught me in seventh grade smoking in between right after lunch. I went down and... Uh, I got some, I got like a nickel bag and I was, I was trying to get high before fucking social studies class. So I went down by the shops, you know, and, uh, I, I didn't have any papers. I was asking everybody and I ended up getting just a friggin' Wrigley's gum wrapper and friggin', you know, did what I could with it. And it wasn't working, but I was getting a couple hits. And of course he comes walking around the corner and bags me. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself at first, like, all right, this guy's going to be cool. You know, we know what everybody knows what he's doing. And no, of course not. I'm in seventh grade. Of course, he's going to take me to the friggin' office. But I ended up running, you know, obviously thinking in my small town, in my small junior high school, they're not going to know who I am. <laughs> and then three days later, they're in, they're in my English class going, hey, and they, you know, put me out and all that stuff. But um, there's a guy uh, in high school, Needham High. Now, I didn't go to Needham High School. I went to uh, Catholic Memorial. I, I was a hockey player. And, um, uh, and uh, but Needham High School had this guy named um, Mr. Bolio, Bruce Bolio. And he owns a, a small with a lawyer. They opened up um, their equivalent of their Ben and Jerry's in the, in the area. Really nice top-notch ice cream called Emac and Bolio's. And um, yeah, he used to date the freaking high school girls. And uh, a couple people walked in on him, uh, you know, after school hours, um, doing lines on his desk in the in the high school back in the seventies. I, I was literally about to talk about a similar teacher. Basically, we had a teacher who uh, allegedly might have been one of the cocaine dealers and also one of the actually swaggier weed dealers, and on and on. And he definitely, definitely dated the the high school girls and spent all of his time teaching to the high school girls. So all the boys in the class got terrible grades. All the girls got great grades and <laughs> wouldn't you fucking know it. He married one of my classmates, basically. Right no shit, huh? Wouldn't you fucking know it. Yeah. Uh, huh. oh hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are manipulators, man. That's exactly but you know, it just goes back to what I was saying earlier, man. Like a lot of us are just fucking dumbass monkeys. You know what I mean? And yeah. we all think somehow we all, uh, not all of us, but many of us assume that there's someone in charge or there's someone that knows better or there's someone that somehow knows what's going on or whatever else. Or, you know, the church tells you there's some kind of, uh, there's a plan or anything. We're dumb monkeys hurling through space for the most part. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to oversell that. I don't want to piss people off and stuff. But, you know, when you look at a lot of the dumb decisions in life, you just think about, a dumb monkey making that decision, that decision, and, and you'll you'll find an explanation for why that person made that fucking stupid decision nine times out of ten. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's where you know behavioral science comes in. We all have certain characteristics and uh, and and uh, idiosyncrasies 
that mm. we don't even know that we're doing, that we're doing, period. Oh, yeah, man. I was thinking, I was talking to somebody the other day about how much your initial childhood experiences as basically a baby and infant form your entire concept of self. And I was talking about how, you know, in my particular case, I grew up uh, in, in a fairly, I grew up in a somewhat artistic environment. So I basically like, even as a kid, I was expected to either be like, you know, for a little bit, I was with a babysitter, but a lot of times I was kind of, you know, uh, in a quiet environment, expected to not scream and shout, whatever else. And so as a kid, I had this sense of very much like a little bit of decorum, you know what I mean? When you're inside, you have your inside voice. When you're outside, maybe you have your outside voice, but it was, it, it was very formative. And looking back on it, I was like, Dude, a lot of people did not have anything remotely like that experience and grew up, let's say, outdoors or literally in any other circumstance than me. And their entire personality is formatively different than that. You know what I mean? You have these weird mirror, mirror neurons. We actually have less. Now I think about dumb monkeys. We have less mirror neurons than monkeys do. But we still have these mirror neurons where like babies actually will model the, the behavior, the emotions off of the adults that they interact with. And the baby will smile, the adult will smile. The baby will frown, the adult will frown. On and on and on. And they learn what fucking emotions are. And uh, how do I put this? Like when you, when you put a kid in a quiet space, they become a quiet person. When you put a kid in a loud space, they become a loud person. I don't right. know what the original point I was trying to make with that, but it was, I'm sure, excellent. Just what, how, how it developed. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, <laughs> how, you know, they're the most formative years of our life. The formative, yeah, the difference in. in the formativeness of us. You know, if you grew up on a fucking yeah. ship, you know what I mean? Like if you grew up on right. the ocean, you know what I mean? Like right. your entire sense of balance and equilibrium would be completely different. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's where open-mindedness is key is you have to be open to the other people's experiences, you know? And, you know, like I said, you know, what's the, even go regress back to, you know, I always say that, you know, put your story into a hat and pick one out. You're going to want your story back. Well, put your childhood development into a hat and pick it out. And you're going to want yours back. You're going to be like, wow, that's the way they, 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 their mind was formed or their opinions or their mannerisms or, you know, like that's a tough, tough life. Man. Or, and, but you got to, that's where open-mindedness I think comes in where you have to be empathetic and you have to, because everybody's experience, especially in those formative years, is just so completely drastically different that, you know what I mean? You, you got to be open to that sympathy and compassion and, and, and not thinking that, you know, just because, you know, because we always judge book by covers. It's just, a, you know, another, another instinct that we have, a behavioral instinct. It's, we cite it and it comes to defense. Obviously, we're going to size people up to make sure they're not a threat to us. So, um, so you have to be. I, I, I'm, I'm losing my track too, but you got to be. Got to be. I think, I think, you're, I think what, what I, Go ahead, dude. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. Go ahead. Because I. I guess now that I'm talking over you, I guess I will finish the thought. Uh, I, you know, I was. I think I was digging what you were putting down. You know, I, I think to myself every time I see. Uh, it doesn't happen that often, but every time I do see a picture that I'm about to describe, I'm struck with it. And I, I like, I forget that I've seen it before. I'm like, Oh my fucking God. Basically it's kind of the same picture. I bet I could Google it here. As soon as I say it, it's a picture of, I want to say like an Indian family, or I think it's just an Indian family that are albinos, like an albino Indian family. And every time I see it, I'm like, fuck, they're dressed completely Indian, like completely and totally Indian. But because they're albino, they could be 
literally any race. Uh, I wonder if I can find, because I might be misvisualizing this picture. I'm almost visualizing it like black and white. Uh, albino Indian. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I can see the pictures right here. So every time I see it, it's a mind fuck because uh, a, a lot of you guys probably not, you know, a little bit nerdy about languages or culture or anything else. But basically, we are actually related very, very closely to Indian people. So we, uh, you know, who knows where you guys are listening from? Uh, that that's very like uh, what Western dominant or whatever they call it these days. Uh, so if you guys are Indo-European, if you're kind of white, Caucasian skinned, whatever else, you're very closely, surprisingly related. A lot of people are surprised to know this related to Indian people. Some of the very only people in the entire world that actually can digest milk, wouldn't you know, we're all fucking related, basically. We all basically share some common ancestors. Uh, wouldn't you know it, the Indians, they fucking love the shit out of milk. Uh, they have cows and everything else, right? They have cheese. They have cheese desserts, on and on and on. Uh, the Persians, they love milk. The fucking Europeans, the the, the Poles, the Russians, the, the French, all those guys, they love milk. They're all fucking related. Well, look at these pictures. These are Indian people. They're wearing saris and everything else. But when you look at them, like, dude, I, okay, there are some features that are a little unusual. The noses are a little bit broad, maybe. But honestly, man, these people are not super out of place for Sweden. You know what I mean? Like, uh, whatever, you know, your mileage may vary. But every time I look at this, like, especially this chick right here, like she could pass 100 percent that chick. She could be fucking Greta from Germany. You know what I mean? Like Brunhilde right. right there. This dude could be fucking Franz. You know what I mean? Put a fucking like a color his mustache a little bit. This dude could be fucking Franz from fucking Berlin. He's a retired train operator, whatever. You know what I mean? This dude's uh, like a. I don't know. Honestly, he's into the weird, the, he's into what Cartman's mom is into, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> frankly, you know what I mean? Like, there. So, anyway, my point is that, um, uh, what was my point? I was fucking babbling, but people on the outside are basically barely any different. I don't even remember my original yeah. point. We're fucking yeah. stoned. Uh, judge uh, a book by welcome. its cover. Judge a book by its cover, and you're fucking yeah. wrong, is what it is, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It takes time to know somebody. You can't meet somebody and just think that you know them because you, you know, you spent a weekend or you spent a week or you spent a month with somebody. Unless you're Sherlock day. Holmes, man, then you know it. What's yeah. the second? It takes like, time oh, to well, know somebody. Such and such, people have blah, different blah, blah, blah. reactions, different seasons. You know what I mean? Especially nowadays, especially in America, you know, people have different, uh, you know, emotions they go through and, and traumas that they've had. Or whatever the case, and maybe it's the greatest time of the year. They love a certain time of year, you know what I mean? And uh, you get, you know, uh, like I'm teaching. What's my point? I'm teaching my daughter that you don't know somebody until you've seen them for a year or two and see what they're like. This last hour and a half of the show, you know? Charlie's Farm, I want to say both of us have been like, yeah, buddy, we're scoring point after point, but I want to <laughs> feel like the audience is like, what are these guys on? So I can yeah, right? <laughs> listen to this tomorrow. <laughs> any of it made any sense. Like, I know. Why I know. was I talking about the albino family just now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about going off on tangents. But right dude, Charlie, so I have been with you every single step of the way, man. I thought I yeah. like I was I was I was picking up what you were putting down and yeah, that's where I came up with it. I was like, oh, I feel like we're Charlie's farmers. <laughs> and I took it to India. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we've been feeding off each other. There's no that's question. A, I literally, it. I you literally, Charlie's farmers, I truly took it to India. Great conversation, brother. Always. I like that feeling. And I mean that. We have good conversations. That's one of the reasons why I like coming on your show. Appreciate it's not it. not just about just one thing and 
You know, it, it is a it is a gathering, like you guys were saying last night, because I listened to the show most of the time as I was kind of in and out of sleep, you know, and you guys were saying how it's, you know, it's not just a, you know, a show to pick up knowledge, which you do, but you can, there's more than one type of knowledge to pick up besides growing. Not that I'm any kind of guru by any means or anything like that, or you are, but I'm just saying, you know, we just hang out and have a good conversation. I wish I could see chat. These days you're supposed to sell yourself up, man. You're supposed to basically tell everybody that you are the shit because Uh, total uh, losers uh, tell everybody like, Oh my God, we're fucking amazing. So Charlie's farm, you are literally the king of all Massachusetts growers. I think, I think you were crowned king of all Massachusetts growers and they crowned me like, uh, I don't even know. I will say that, uh, what's his name? Gave me a great compliment. Uh, yeah. You know, gave me a great compliment. I was very. What did they say? Very they humble. Reed was the, to the tits, or what was it? Very humble. They probably said no. He just compared me. To, he actually compared me to somebody else that's um, who was actually one of my uh, uh, one of my uh, uh, what sort of employee? He's one of my. Uh, um, uh, 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 he's like you know the teacher. I'm having such a mental fight when it comes to my vocabulary tonight. I can't stand it. Um, he is my. Uh, no, I don't want to say. Yes, there you go. Thank you. Oh my God, I couldn't believe I can't remember that word. But um, yes, and um, because I, I don't want to, I don't want to say it just because um, and it's, it's somebody that we we all, we all kind of know. But I don't want to sound like I'm trying to puff myself up by any means. And I was very taken back, and I was very humbled, and I was like, Oh my God, seriously? And uh, and he's like, Yeah, I mean, I kind of put you in the same category as him. No, dude, I I always say this is, you know, I I like to think that I have really good stuff, and and the the what what is uh, a, a a calculus to how good your stuff is is um, how people react to it and um, so I like to think that I have above average or in my case of course personally I think it's yeah it's really good I mean mm-hmm. I got old timers that they you know they they love it they go to the store one time and then they come back going oh, why the hell did I go to the freaking dispensary I should have just come to you again and um, but they like to you know but anyway. Um, there's many more better than me. Yeah. Many more better than me out there. Uh, there's and, a know, dude out here. Uh, I don't think he's any better. confidences. Uh, I think I think he's still well known. I think he's semi-public. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know what he's doing these days. So I guess that'll be the plausible deniability. I haven't uh, run into the guy for a few years, but this guy named Pig Farmer used to be pretty much acknowledged to be one of the best growers in all of Oregon. Uh, and uh, his weed was, you know, it was a little bit. Uh, I think it was a medical market, you know what I mean? So I, I have no idea how people got a hold of it, but probably as, as a you know, legal medical patient or whatever else. And evidently his just his weed was just head and shoulders above anything that any dispensary could possibly find. And anybody that basically like, uh, for whatever reason, couldn't get a hold of, of a pig, I guess they called him. I don't know him super personal. I met him, but I don't know him super well. Uh, I brought a friend of his or anything like that. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, he's a nice guy. I'm not saying he's a bad guy or something. Uh, but anybody who couldn't get a hold of it, they'd go to dispensary or something, and oh my god, they'd be sad pandas because his weed is just so much better. So yeah, I got this. Yeah. Allegedly, I got to smoke one of his. Uh, I got to smoke about a half a joint of allegedly some of his weed one time, and it was all right. But the thing is, it was alleged. Like it's just like I think my friend, right. was, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I, know I think maybe they smoked all the pig farmer weed, and then I was like, oh, I got a little bit extra. But yeah, yeah. You know, let me turn you on. Let me let me make myself feel good right, and tell you right. this. Like, oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah, there's always somebody better out there. I always say that. You know what I mean? And I, and I wouldn't be where I was. There's probably somebody who is the best, but yeah, I don't know yeah. them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. I always say that term master, cultivator, or grower is just so loosely used. It's just lost all meaning. You know what I mean? And I hear rumors, you know, like they, they might be rumors because fuck everybody makes shit up about it, everything, you know, but there right. are, um, this is plausible, honestly, what I'm about to say, because there are definitely glass people that sell glass shit that's literally, I mean, just unfathomably expensive, 100 right. grand, 60, 80, 100, 120 grand, and it's sold before it's fucking made, on and on and on, like there's, there's definitely people like that. So what I'm getting to is uh, there are growers, allegedly, uh, who are just, nobody knows who they are. Nobody needs to know who they are because they have no interest in telling anybody because all their weed has already been sold for as long as they'll ever make it because it sells for a price that you could never uh, pay. Uh, right. This could be a fairy tale, you know what I mean? But I keep hearing this kind of stuff. It, some of it probably is a fairy tale, honestly, but I do keep hearing these fairy tales about such and such and so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. Sure. Dude, I'd love to try some of that weed to see if it's any good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, absolutely. Any any yeah. weed person is like, oh, tell me more. You know, I'd love to. Know, I'd love to know more. But oh, I, yeah, that pe- always piques my curiosity when I hear right? something like that, especially around my area. It's like, all right, well, I, I'd want to try it. You know what I mean? Definitely. There's you know? apparently a high, like a, a baller level weed club here in Portland. I mean, apparently there is a baller level weed club for you know, like basketball players and stuff like that. And a mm-hmm. couple of friends of mine have told me like, oh yeah, they, they, they on good confidence, like yeah, the weed's pretty much what you can pretty much find everybody else, wherever everywhere else. The the price is more in the the exclusivity of the clientele. You know, like, oh yeah, you're a fellow professional basketball player, yeah, yeah. Uh, but evidently, they smoke the same weed that pretty much everybody else smokes. So. Yeah. I mean, the other thing too is like you just touched on it was, uh, you know, price, you know, what are you getting or what mm. are pe- people getting for their elbows? You know what I mean? And, uh, right. and I still garner the, the, the top end, you know, especially. There's still, kids. yeah, man. Uh, who was it uh, on Potent's show the other day? She was asking, I was like, oh man, I'm not super connected to it. Thankfully, honestly. Um, Cause what a, what a rough, what a rough life to be in up and down with those prices. Uh, but who was it? Uh, oh my goodness. I can almost think of her name. Uh, great guest uh, on uh, potent show the other day. Fuck. Now I'm pissed off. What was her name? Uh, but fuck, I'm going to mess up her name. All right. I'm not going to butcher it. Really great guest on potent show the other day. Really great organic grower. Um, uh, had a lot of interesting things to say. Uh, she was asking about like, what are the prices on, you know, around here in Oregon? I was like, man, just like I've, I've heard like stories of woe and stories of this and that and stories of just like sadness and the prices are falling. I don't even really know. You know, I don't keep track of that, thankfully. But there are, I know, thankfully, thanks to a few friends, uh, there are some people who are selling literally for top dollar. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I, I'm not one of them, but I'm, I'm saying like, there's people who are still selling for like whatever they want to charge. Like just whatever you want to charge, it's already sold, you know? So there is that. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting that, that kind of stuff happens. It's probably the same in everything. Wine, beer, cheese, whatever. There's never, there's some stuff that never goes on sale, maybe. Right. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, um, I obviously do it for two reasons. You know, I have patients and I mean like real cancer patients and I just give them whatever they need for the month mm. to get by and they do whatever they want with it. I need to pay the electric bill, obviously, and, and other things. But um, it's, uh, and I do, got, think, thankfully, and I say this very, very humbly because I know how the market can be around here. Thankfully, you know, they still go for about, you know, if, just to get rid of it around here, 
anywhere between, uh, depending upon the quality, you know, between 16 and 18, 19, you know. And, um, but there's another tier that gets anywhere between 23 and 26, depending upon the strain. Wow. And, um, you know, that's still very good. And I, and I mean, and that's not, I'm not saying that's going to last. None of this is going to last forever because who knows how it's going to, the market's going to go. But, uh, you know, obviously, I at the same time, you never know, man. They still pay two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks for some bottles of champagne. More than that, honestly, for some. But you know, consistently, that's why Kevin Jodry says it. There's a niche for that craft cannabis grower that, you know, if if you're willing to put the work and the effort into it, then you can stay in that little niche, and you're going to get those people that care There's about. There's not going to be a lot of people, but no. the people who do will do a great job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And that's ever since you know the whole legalization. That's been my goal is to find that my my niche in the craft universe, mm-hmm. not just the bulk and throw it out there, you know, mm-hmm. you know, which I know a lot of people, my neighbor does it. That's all he cares about. You know, he's got the DWR, DWC, and he doesn't care. He just I just heard a breeder wait. the other day talking about, you know, what yeah, got you into breeding. He was like, man, money. I was like, oh, all right. It tells me a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that doesn't invalidate a person. Like, you you can come to something for the wrong reasons and get the right reasons later. You know what I mean? That happens, too. Uh, we were just talking about India. You know? Famously, in India, they have better success with marriages, lower divorce rates, even with their arranged marriages. So you can come for the wrong reasons and stay yeah. for the right yeah. reasons, right? right? Literally. But anyway, uh, uh, how do I put this? Uh, at least on some level, it tells me something about the person. Yeah. You, know, you came for money as opposed to something else. Yeah. But that yeah, that is honest. true too, though they are being honest. honest. That you have yeah. to be honest. Simple yeah. as that, man. They know you know where they stand, and it's yeah. you know no qualms about it. That's, yeah. I respect that, you know, to some extent. There's no yeah. question that I'm, you know, I, I always give the example of um, Ninja. Um, you know, he's got the dojo seed seed bank now, and uh, when he came to the rally a few years ago, um, he uh, tailgated off of uh, Jinx's booth, and you know walked away with a few, you know. I don't know, but I, I'm sure between them it was, you know, at five digits, you know, in the mid five digits, put it that way. You know what I mean? Just for one show for eight hours during the day. I mean, it's a huge, I mean, just look what it's worse doing with the real early connection seeds. I mean, he was never going to do feminized, but then the market is screaming for it. So what? And Subby too, for that matter, he was ready to go feminized because he knows the market was screaming for it. You know what I mean? Because you got to, sometimes you got to look at it. There's two two markets. You're going to have the mass market, and then you're going to have the people that really, you know, like like us. You're going to have the people that really want to put a fine point on everything they can when mm-hmm. it comes to cannabis and get the best of the best. You know, it's always going to be those two markets that are competing. Oh, well, there's going to be a few markets, man. You're nailing it. There's going to be a few markets. There's going to be the commercial people who are off on their own fucking unicorn lollipops, whatever. It's going to be, you know, Monsanto and Bear and whatever the fuck. It's going to be, you know, five strains that they fucking grow, right? And then the right. rest of us basically are going to fight over a weird bunch of other scraps. There's going to be Walmart-level weed, Home Depot-level weed, uh, you know, the burpee seeds for weed, on and on. But then there will probably still be the absolute connoisseur shops, you know, the the Steinbart's brew store, blah, 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 for weed people, you know what I mean, where they go and they buy the, the connoisseur shit, man, the connoisseur, whatever, whatever it is, yeah. the trimming equipment. Or, yeah anything else because they just love it that's just their hobby you know what i mean and uh the majority will probably just be swag you know what i mean and on some level that's fine too you know like the majority of food is swag that doesn't mean that your restaurant gets destroyed you know what i mean i was trying to say this yesterday with uh marduber was getting a little bit uh butthurt 
And I, I don't mean to single him out because he's a chill dude. He's not actually butthurt. But, you know, he was he was playing the, the butthurt victim of all the salt growers. And I was like, oh, organic's better. I was like, dude, why are you getting butthurt of that? It's just a little methodology. It's just a little part of life. And I'm, I'm, I'm stoned now. That probably made no <laughs> sense. That probably Those two thoughts probably didn't connect to each other in any way, did they? I don't know. Maybe they did. In my head, I thought they did. It Maybe good. it's time to go. Gentlemen, yeah. we just even missed the 420. We missed the Colorado 420. Oh, okay. Charlie's yeah. fire. Charlie's fire. Dude, we're dude, we're stoned, man. We're freaking. You're dead. awesome, Jimmy. I mean that. You're my release. Okay, you're my. You're my uh, get out of my head. Come have some intelligent conversation. And I mean, well, that. Man. yeah, sure, man. it's not every word is f this and f that. It's intelligent conversation. We do occasionally uh, drop an f bomb, though. We enjoy oh, the yes. f bombs. We do. Oh, we do uh, absolutely. Uh, we occasionally yeah. use other swear words as well. Uh, we can be creative. Fuck stick. What else? It's being creative. Uh, That's all. What did he say one time? He said, uh, fuck those people. I swear to God. <laughs> that was yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yep. There was a time and place. There was a time and place, as they say. There no really question. is. There is really a time and place for that. I grew up with no sisters. My father used to always say it with my brothers. There's one thing that we'll be good at and always swearing. That's what he used to whisper in our ears. You know, one thing this family is always because he had no sisters. He was the oldest of four boys too. So yeah, my grandfather <laughs> had such a vocabulary. My grandfather's favorite one was "you son of a bitch." But yeah, yeah, God, I miss him. I think about him a lot. Yeah, my grandfather, smart man. That's pretty uh, good. Hot driven. Yeah, I got good blood. I like to say I have. You know, I just don't like wasting time anymore. I wasted thirty years of my life. I just don't uh. want to waste it. You know, if I get twenty good years left. I'm the time flies by. It's the one thing that you cannot give up. It's the one thing that makes me sad when I see so many people. Uh, uh, it's probably not worth going into, but when you do see the inequality of life, you see that some people get time and some people don't get that time. And that's the thing that I don't know a lot of people don't talk about in our society. You know what I mean? Like a billionaire, millionaire, whatever, they get the benefit of time. Other people, they don't get the benefit of the time. They're always, always, always behind the eight ball, catching up, catching up, catching up, paying a bill, you know, moving on, investing in the future, trying to get something five years from now, planning for something. Whereas the other person, they just do it, they enjoy it, they have their fun. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. it's one of the fundamental unfairnesses that is just unpaid. You know what I mean? It's just it's 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 never paid back in this life, you know? In fact. In fact. Yeah, yeah no question. Anyway. All right. Charlie's farm on that note, my friend. We should probably fuck off for the evening. Wes Engine has uh, absconded for, for the evening. He's passed out. Charlie's farm, uh, can you be found somewhere? You can be found, I think. Charlie's farm 420. Where, where else do you think? Yeah, Charlie's farm 420, Instagram and Facebook. So, I mean, uh, YouTube, though, I haven't been on uh, either for a while except for the show. Well, you should do it. The public is clamoring for your videos, man. That's it. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're kind. Thanks for coming on, my friend. Uh, always Peace a pleasure. Tries for him. Welcome always. back. Every, absolutely anytime. Uh, St. Bernard uh, says that uh, we all get a lifetime. Good, bad, long, short, a lifetime. That's correct, my friend. Both factually and metaphorically, it has the benefit of being wise on multiple levels. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, St. Bernard's, uh, only a black soldier fly farmer would really get the depth of, well, yeah, I guess I don't grow black soldier fly, so never mind. Just back up on that. That was an attempt at being funny. No use at this time of the hour, this time of the night. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I can't even talk straight. Uh, I've been drinking whiskey all the entire night. You don't even want to know. I've drank, oh my fucking God. It's not a competition, but 
too much. Honestly, too much. You're going to have to take a break. You're going to have to leave that bottle to the side for a couple of days as uh, folks uh, remember to do occasionally too. Because dragons, what did I just say? Alcohol, dragons. Yes. You know what I'm trying to say. Alcohol is a fucking dragon that will eat you from the butthole first like a hyena. And it will too. I was going to say this earlier. Like my dad was an alcoholic. This is true. Honestly, true. I've said this before. I'm not, uh, it's, it's a shameful thing on some level, but I'm not ashamed. I, I, my dad was a cool guy. You know what I mean? He's passed away many years ago, uh, but uh, honestly, and frankly, candidly, a little bit because of the consequences of alcohol, it's, you know, it's a sad story. You know, I, I always try to remind people of the fact that alcohol is a dragon that will eat you butthole first, like a goddamn hyena. Honestly, people need to remember this. I don't, I don't know that I've ever had somebody who had a completely healthy relationship with alcohol. Even when I said this earlier, I was like, oh, mostly. And I was like, I had to think about it. I was like, dude. You know what? There are times when it takes a hold of you, you know? So even if you're not, uh, if you don't think it does, there, there are times when it will. I don't think I've ever met anyone that had a complete and total control over alcohol. But that said, folks, uh, I, I'm a fan of it. I think that there are responsible ways to take care of it. That's why I continue to do these shows. So I realize that that's maybe playing with fire, but hopefully that it's a fire that we can uh, control. Hopefully you guys are, are with me on that. Literally the next show, I mean, we're going to be on Potent's show, hopefully, uh, uh, or I'm going to be, I don't mean to talk in the Royal We or whatever. Hopefully I'll be on uh, Potent's show later today on, uh, it's Thursday, so I'm going to be talking, uh, I mean, it's Thursday for everybody probably at this point. But anyway, uh, later today, uh, we're hopefully going to be on Growing with Fishes with uh, Potent Bonics. Uh, trying to make it for his show. I can't always make it, but I try to make it for a show. But my next show will be this Saturday. We're going to be doing Brews with Buds. I realize that like two out of three shows of the week are kind of alcohol-related shows, but I don't know. It is it is what it is for now. We might change it in the future. We'll figure it out. Hopefully, it's not a problem for folks. I sure hope it's not a problem. If you guys do have any issues, comments, questions, concerns, let me know. Fumador at chronictable.com. I didn't mean to make it all grim and stuff at the end of the show, but... Uh, I do want to interject a little bit of reality uh, with alcohol because it is so different than, than uh, you know, like we don't talk about weedaholics. Maybe someday we will talk about weedaholics, but, uh, you know, there are alcoholics, right? So anyway, folks, thanks for hanging. I didn't mean to make it all grim. I realize that I sometimes do, but, uh, you know, that's the, the what, uh, the ups and downs of alcohol. You get, uh, I love you, I hate you, all that kind of stuff, right? With weed, you're all just like, what was I fucking talking about? Oh, shit, what were we again? I almost nauseous. Uh, are there any lessons to learn from the show? I don't know. Cucumbers. Cucumbers have silica, I think. Something like that. Anyway, uh, silicon high number, I think was that fucking video. Uh, don't forget, folks. Uh, uh, I completely forgot to remind you guys. In a few days, we're going to actually be meeting live. If you're in the Portland area, uh, the broad Portland area, or if you can get your ass here, basically, by the 30th, we have an official okay we are going to be sharing the space with Zen Extracts, but we have the official okay. We're going to basically have, at the very least, some booth space set aside, whatever. They're, they're always super accommodating. So I'm, not, I'm really not too concerned about it. Uh, even, you know, honestly, that place is pretty chill. There's enough space and everything else. So I'm not super worried about how, how much space we're going to have. But we're either going to have that same back room that we've had the last couple of times we've been there or something similar. We'll, we'll figure it out. Well, we're going to be meeting at the Khalifa Social Club on the 30th, the day before the uh, Halloween. If for whatever reason I get there at seven o'clock and it's just literally 300 people, I'm going to bust my ass back home real quick and then we'll just do a normal show from home. But I think most likely 99.999% it's going to be chill as fucking uh, 
chill as a bill in the fucking wheel. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. Just throw that away. Uh, but we're going to be having a silica really high number. There we go. Other than that, don't forget the photo contest, my friends. Uh, Fumi's photo contest is still Fumi's photo. Jesus Christ. Fumi's photo contest is running on Instagram. Please go follow Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. If I tell you anything else, I'm sure I'll fuck it up in some way. I'll tell you to go to the wrong place or whatever else. So please go take a look at Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. I will remember to say, tag me with some random shit that I'll tell you tomorrow, maybe, or the next day. Uh, at uh, Fumi's photo contest, can be amazing. You can win some shit. It's gonna be fucking fantastic. You, you love it. Uh, let's see here. Other than that, go check out fumidora.com, my friends. Go take a look. Uh, bikinis for Siberia. That is a real coupon code. Uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, Birkenstock. <laughs> Don't add, yeah, it's just whatever. Uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, oh, and brains with a Z. B R A I N Z. For 14% off, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. If you would like to save literally 1% less, but you would like to be spooky doing so, you can save 13% by using the coupon code Hocus Pocus, one word, at fumidaro.com. I would recommend, ladies and gentlemen, it's October, spooky time. Go take a look at the witch, Morgana herself. Uh, the th- these witches three with a 14% off discount. Not bad price, honestly. Get some uh thank you, Mike's Atomics gear. Appreciate it right there. Uh get some uh bedrock, not bedrock boogie. I can't even talk. See the log of the bat. Bedrock boogie was the mob. Get some bedrock boogie freebies along the bat the package. The package. The package. It sounds like a spay. It sounds like a relation space. Busy package. Uh Birkenstocks for your cock. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be pretty funny. Uh uh discount code. Well, that would be pretty funny if we remember that. Then, then somehow remind me of that, like secretly, and then maybe I'll like create that, and that would be a funny code if people remember that. But I definitely at this point won't remember. So, Ned Edward, please remind me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm uh, forgetting what my name is. I don't know, Bill. I think so, something like that. I, I don't know, Bill, Ted. I don't know. Something. It's probably, it's probably one of those. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for hanging. I appreciate it for, uh, I, I appreciate it very much for hanging. I appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate you guys uh, chilling out and hanging out and not being dipshits. You know what I mean? Like uh, these days, there's a lot of dipshits out there. You know what I mean? So when we can kind of uh, congregate as non dipshits, you know what I mean? I call that a win. So thank you very much for hanging. See you guys tomorrow. Growing with Fishes podcast over on Potent Ponics. It's going to be fucking uh, hilarious. Uh, see you guys on Saturday over on this channel. Same bat time, same bat place. Actually, very similar bat time because it's going to be 8 p.m. We always start a little bit later on Saturdays. Come bring your brews and buds, my friends. Tell a friend. Uh, bring some beer. Bring some buds. Bring a bud. Tell your friends, honestly. Uh, you know, like I've said this before, uh, YouTube and uh, Instagram and all these different channels, they don't really like to share cannabis that much. So one of the best ways to share content is honestly with your friends. So if you have friends that you smoke with or friends that you uh, share cannabis with, or you'd like to share some cannabis, maybe a hot chick you'd like to smoke a joint with, tell her about this channel so that you never get late. I have to be honest. That was the stupidest thought that I ever had. Don't tell us about this. Don't tell her about this channel because she'll think you're a total weed nerd. And I don't know. Now I'm a, I have mixed feelings. Perhaps tell her, tell her about this channel and she'll realize that you are a man of great and abiding tastes. You know what? Maybe we'll discuss it next next show. 
whether it's a good idea to tell a chick that you're into about this show. Or a dude. I don't know. Maybe you're a chick and you want to tell a dude. I don't know. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll, I'm, I'm sure we're going to forget about it. But I will pretend that we were definitely going to talk about it for sure until I forget about it. Robert Greenfingers, I'm your friend. Cheers, buddy. I appreciate you being here. Uh, and you're welcome back anytime. Honestly, it goes for all you guys. If you're not a douchebag, you're welcome back anytime. Speaking of which, be kind, be decent, be gentle. Thank you again for hanging out. I keep forgetting to say. Uh, this show was, by the way, I'm trying to remember to say this. This show was for educational and entertainment purposes only. I hope you realize that. Everything we said was said in complete and total jest. And we are cartoon characters in your imagination. Uh, be kind, be decent, be gentle. Thanks for hanging, my friends. Uh, don't be a prick. Don't be a fucking prick. Don't be a prick. If you know somebody who's a prick, point secretly laugh to yourself tell us about it we'll probably laugh probably laugh it'll be, it'll be, it'll be sadly hilarious because we'll be like oh, that's a fucking prick but we'll also laugh about it you know what i mean but don't be a prick in return that would just make you a prick two pricks don't make a right i don't think anyone's ever said that really before but it's probably true it's probably i'm gonna i'm gonna assume that it's true i'm gonna assume that it's true we're gonna go with it ladies and gentlemen uh I mean, I can't argue with this logic. Bingo Lombardi, if I could make you a super moderator right now, I would make you a super moderator. Bingo Lombardi says, all the chicks want to fuck. Baby, baby, bomba clap. Oh, yeah.
Me lo menea de aquí 